Your lips look sore. That's how you're making your cash out there? <laughs> What do you say you and I move away from mom together? It's a promise. You're leaving? Yeah, as soon as I have the money. When are you coming back? Never. Yo, I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least 300K. Boom! That's your guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Episode Not feeling good, little little bum bum in the tum tum. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Poor little guy. <laughs> yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> All right, but joining this week we have uh, Hammer Time. Stop, Hammer Time. Stop, Hammer Time. Frank, that was fucking weak. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, you just stop hammer time. Just, I mean, that was like yeah, it used to be like stop hammer time, and that, now you're just like fucking NPR version. Um, uh, stop um, hammer time. <laughs> that's, that's right, everybody. Hey, welcome to Hammer Time. I, I'm Frank Hammer, and uh, yeah, this week in the old news bucket, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing per usual. <laughs> yeah, all right, and uh, joining us. From across the pond, Mr. Dan West. Straight out of England and into your ear pussies. He's a motherfucking Jedi. It's Dan West. All right, Dan, welcome back to Pop Culture Leftovers. What's up, dude? Bono is tasty. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not too bad, man. How are you guys? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Hanging in there, man. Ah, man. <laughs> Short, shriveled, and slightly to the left. Hey guys, can I bring something up here, yeah. real quick? Yeah, we're all, we're all men. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> certain certain words, I don't think men should ever utter. Okay. Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> like like it's a lot. great stripper name, though. That's the thing. That's the only time you should use it is when you're stuffing one dollar bills down a G string. <laughs> I mean, other than that, or if you're watching that, if you're I don't know, if you're into fucking watching like uh, what's that little that little. Fucking Aladdin movie. Was he, was he was he running around with a Jasmine Princess Jasmine? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Was he tagging along with her? <laughs> yeah. Tagging something. 
No, I don't know. It's just like if you're like those are the only two instances I guess where you could use it. Like, yeah. Any any man brings that up in a sentence. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like, uh, what, what's, that, what's that smell? Oh, and your buddy, you know, Ted's like, that's a hint of jasmine. <laughs> Ooh, jasmine, you say. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I've ever known anybody who used that conversation. I don't, I don't know. Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a weird, it's like a, weird, a weird thing that a man should not say. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Or like jazz man, that's okay, like a jazz man. But jasmine, jasmine, that that doesn't it doesn't feel right coming from my mouth either. I don't, I don't, I would never even say jazz man. <laughs> it's too after, close to jazz. After listening to what you just said there, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's starting to frighten me a little. Bit, sorry, so. sorry. Yeah, yeah. What what other words? I don't. I just, just that one. In just particular. that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hadn't thought about it. I don't know. Lavender. Lavender. Lavender's another one. Yeah. A hint of jasmine. (laughs) Just a touch. Just a a tidbit of jasmine and a little bit of lavender. I can see those weak-ass fucking colors that aren't like orange, purple, like fuchsia or one of them other fucking things. Lilac. Lilac. Oh, God. Lilac. (laughs) Puce. 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 Yeah. Puce. Just uh, call it puke. Puce. Puce. That's like that's a color? Is it? Yeah. What it, is it? Yeah. God damn what it. What the fuck is uh Crayola's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we will call it puce. <laughs> yeah, ma- imagine pulling that crayon out. Oh my god. I would, I would, yeah, when would you use oh, that? No, crayon? I'd throw it in the garbage disposal. <laughs> like immediately. Like get this the fuck out of my house. Like that sounds like something that you catch. Crayola fucked the world up after they gave up on 26 Hold colors. on, hold on. Puce sounds like something that you'd catch from Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine oh, had man. a hint of puce. God damn it, ever since that one night with Jasmine, <laughs> once every month, I got puce on my face. <laughs> Break out the puce, man. We need some puce in this. Yeah, oh, all right. What, you know, get to the content. <laughs> This yeah. is it. <laughs> That's right. This week we're going to be talking about Don't Breathe. Mm. It's the new film out with Stephen Lang. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about Don't Breathe, uh, the little horror movie about the blind guy. Mm. Um, and then uh, Transformers, mm. uh, Combiner Wars. That's yes. another big yep. topic that we're going to be talking about this week. Looking forward to that. I want to talk about our uh, Patreon members. Got our, got all our, uh, got our Jasmine talk out there, so that, that felt good. I've been, been itching to talk about Jasmine. <laughs> Every- <laughs> I want to talk about some new uh, Patreon patrons for the old pop culture leftovers Patreon. We got, uh, Jordan Leakin. I probably said his name wrong. Probably said his name wrong. Sorry, Jordan. That's the thing. It's like phonetically, like everybody's name's fucked up that listens to this show. Yeah. <laughs> Especially this next guy, uh, that donated, uh, Brett. His last name is B Z D A F K A. Bzdafka. Bzdafka. Sounds, yeah. Maybe there's a silent B. <laughs> is that One a, of those gotta be silent. There's like fucking like uh, three consonants in a row. Does that B-Z-D. have to be his last name? Like his real last name? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Wow. Fuck. 
Yeah, I don't wonder what the origin is. I like. I, I, I hope he's listening right now. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, Frank. I hope he's listening right now. And this guy is. This guy hears you say. Does that have to be his last name? <laughs> like, well, I didn't know if like that was the name he chose because I know AFK is like away from keyboard. I didn't know if it was some kind of acronym or something. <laughs> oh yeah, B Z D A F K A. Okay, the, the weirdest acronym ever. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you, Everyone what, knows that like, one. When you're away from that keyboard, what else are you doing? <laughs> B Z D A F K A. Beating the dick. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I, I'm glad you thought that one out. <laughs> uh, we also got Andy Turner, uh, Nicholas Galvin, uh, Rebecca Darling. Mm. Yay! She signed up, but she she didn't sign herself up. She gifted it to her sister Janine. Oh, oh wow, that's cool, awesome. Uh, Ken Cunard, uh, Brooke. Mm, yeah, Brooke. Brookita. Yep. So thank you, Brooke. Uh, Billy Bosk. Uh, Bridget Bacala, she did it. Thank you, Bridget, longtime listener. Awesome. She, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Amendola, Abu Bakar Ashari, Kelly Claiborne, Joe Nito, Aaron Fiala, and, and Josh Davis. So, wow. damn. Thank you to That's everybody awesome. else. You guys rock. So, yeah. You know, and then hold on, hold on. You know, we also got a very sizable donation on PayPal this week from listener Scotty Williams. Oh, yeah? Very sizable. Thank you, sir. The largest donation from a single listener ever. Really? Yeah, that wow. was cool. Yeah. yeah, so thank you so much. That that made my day. Uh, also, last, you know what? Every once in a while, listeners just surprise the fuck out of me. Yeah. They do. Sometimes they annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> That's true. But then there are times where, like, they make my week and they make me happy. And this is one of those weeks. Like last week, we gave Tom Comiskey a lot of bullshit. Uh-huh. He was the guy that said, like, sometimes you guys say something, then you don't say it again. Right. <laughs> and then I forget what you guys were talking about. Yeah. So could you go back and repeat what you were talking about at the end of it and blah, 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 blah. And I gave him a lot of shit. And Jake gave him a lot of shit. We oh, all yeah. gave him a lot of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. He sent me. Yeah, he sent me an email. It said, I listened to your podcast today, and I was cracking up after you read my email. It's not every day someone gets away with calling me a douche (laughs) (laughs) or saying F you to me. Just had me laughing out loud. So I decided to send you another $25. Oh, wow. That's cool. He sent us $25 last month. Fuck. Guy sends us another $25 after we call him a dude. <laughs> it works. And basically go, told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, like, like, uh, like basically, this show shits on the golden rule. <laughs> it's what it does. You know what I mean? I've been living my life all yeah. wrong. It's like, uh, like I remember like I had that, uh, you know, like uh, people in my life saying, Brian, you can't treat people like that. Right. You know, you know, and, uh, bad karma. You can't, you can't treat people. You can't say those things. Yeah. Apparently you can. Pays off in dividends. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you call you got respect from the guy. I yeah, know. You call him a douche and say, fuck you. And he's like, here's 25 bucks. Yeah, here you go, guys. Keep it up. Keep I'm up just the good. yelling out to people in the street now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See how much so. money we can make. <laughs> he also went on to say, I really liked Stranger Things, one of the best that Netflix has released. I did have to rewind your show when you initially discussed it, but then I am not a good listener. Listener, so <laughs> yeah, obviously, thank you, thank you again, Thomas Kamiski, dude. That that fucking made my day. Uh, this also made my day. I got a another pay, another PayPal donation this week 
from Dave F. Uh, from Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. He just says, just because you guys are awesome. And he sent us uh, $20, uh, $20. Awesome. So thank you so much. Uh, that's wow. That's awesome. Thank God. I know, can't believe it. No, uh uh-uh. uh. People are, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to blow, waste time right now. Uh Cause I'm, I'm looking for our iTunes reviews. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a niece that lives in Buffalo. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just Hold keeping on. that clock going. Just I, keeping that clock going. I know. You're, 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 oh man, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to shit on the golden rule again. <laughs> oh, Frank. All right, guys. It is now time for <laughs> iTunes reviews. It's one star five. We don't give a fuck. first iTunes review comes from Jasmine. <laughs> oh, God, really? No. Oh. No. No, it's from Puse. <laughs> Puse 72. It just no. sounds like pubes. That. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, God. It's like, uh, you're like the, you're like the physical manifestation of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it comes from Ben Dupay. It's uh, titled Great Format Hilarious Dudes. Hmm. Awesome insight. It's a five-star. Awesome insights on pop culture. Review comics, TV, movies, and cartoons. Format and rating system is a lot of fun. Sometimes they can be a bit disorganized at the very beginning of the show. Oh. Every once in a while, they talk about jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> Lavender and lilacs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still 100% five-star rating. Keep it coming, guys. Nice. Yeah, thank nice. you. Nice review. All right, this next one comes from somebody that you know personally, Frank. Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you didn't say, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. It comes from John Hawksby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hawksby. He says, I put this off for way too long. It's, uh, t- uh, that's what it's titled. Uh, I, it's a five star. I haven't missed an episode since I first found this podcast looking for Kevin Smith's. Hmm. The ep- how, do, how, do, how do we get mixed up with Kevin Smith's podcast? Yeah, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like, similar. Yeah, I was like, uh, what, what, what search are you using, yeah. John? That's <laughs> yeah, odd. What you, what? I think he's searching wrong. <laughs> was it around the time that Tusk came out, maybe, or something? I don't, I don't know. Why don't you ask him? You know him. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Text him right I'd now. Text him right now. <laughs> no, not wait till the break. <laughs> Distracting. Jeez. Not like not like our listeners are chomping at the bit. <laughs> oh yeah, no, right now. Oh, when did John Hawksby start listening and why? <laughs> that one little shit is. Huh? That one dude is. You, 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 okay, finally, you gave a name. Okay, yeah, I got a name, damn it. You're just like, I don't know, you're not descriptive. No. <laughs> I can remember things about stuff, not all the content. Yeah, alright. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Some sucks. Uh, the episodes are long enough to get you through a whole work day, if not a few. It's much more than just a podcast, it's a whole community full of awesome people. If you aren't subscribing to this, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, Why'd you say that? No, he didn't. He said 
He says, if you aren't subscribing to this, you're really missing out. Mm. So, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> cool dude. One of the one of the best guys I know. All right. So every once in a while, you know, we get some uh, – we get we get great listeners like that. That's a lot of great feedback. Oh, you know? yeah. Feedback overload. Yeah, feedback <laughs> overload. Like a lot of people are like, man, I love your show. You know, I love it. I love it. I love it. And then every once in a while you get an email like this. Oh. It's from a listener that she's been a fan of the podcast in the past. Huh. And I don't know what this I – I don't know how to take this one. It's from uh, it's from our one of our younger listeners. I think she's around sixteen. It comes from Cecilia Pitts. Oh, she's been listening for a while, and I thought she enjoyed the show. And this email is she felt compelled to send it, oh, and it's titled "I period don't period no period anymore." <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> wow, wow, what have we done? Whoa, Cecilia! <laughs> Holy shit, what did we do? Oh my god. How many stars is wow. it? Oh, shit. Wow, we're pissing off high school age girls. <laughs> Story of my life. Jesus. All right. Can you Ooh, imagine strap, like strap in? Yeah, strap in. Can you imagine walking in to a bath? What is it? What is it? A bath and Body Works. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee that there's tons of jasmine and lavender and lilac all Fuck through yeah, that fucking absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah, guaranteed Scented candles. Smell it from the outside. Yeah, <laughs> fucking oh man, I uh, ex girlfriend used to. I think every fucking ex girlfriend that I've ever had, they they had some hand lotion bullshit yeah. from that place, and it's like, well, I think with the ex wife, I had to go in there and get her sweet pea. She liked, <laughs> she liked the sweet pea. What the fuck does sweet pea smell like? And then uh, urine. <laughs> Most of them can Popeye's baby. And then there was, uh, what are you doing sniffing babies? <laughs> I've got one. I got, I've had two. Stay away from babies. <laughs> Jesus. No, so then, uh, and then I, uh, I think, uh, another one, and she's like, the, the Japanese cherry blossom. Ooh. Exotic. I fucking hate that store. And everything you go in there, when you're a guy, you don't know what to buy. Yeah. You don't know what to buy. So you buy a, they, they have baskets. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you, you go in, you can't, yeah, you just can't go in there and buy like a uh, hand lotion as a guy. Like, oh yeah, here you go. Yeah. Ha- happy birthday. Here's a, here's a hand lotion. No, you gotta, you gotta walk out with a goddamn basket of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. A whole fucking basket. You, you basically go in and you're like, well, I hate this. She's gonna yeah. hate this. I better get more. I yeah. better get something else. In case. Oh, there's a, a fucking basket. There's a ba- they make a basket. <laughs> yeah. Tisket a tasket. <laughs> Fuck fucking. that basket. <laughs> and they don't want to help you either there. Like, I find as a guy when I walk in Why are they places, wearing aprons, too? Yeah, what the fuck what are the they cooking? I know it's lotion, but it, these things blow up in the store. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, like every once in a while you gotta fucking like take cover and shit. <laughs> oh, that like, oh, sweet pea's gonna go off! Come on! <laughs> Next thing you know, you're fucking covered in fucking lavender. It's like, whoa! God damn it. Jesus. You don't want to get it on you. <laughs> you really don't need a fucking apron. Yeah. What a dumb store. Yeah, it really is. And all the money people waste on fucking lotion. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, oh God, I hate it. Yeah. I hate I it. I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, that's one thing I kind of miss about being in a relationship. It's like my side of the bed smelled like, you know, fucking feet. And <laughs> it, smelled, it smelled like feet and ass. And like, <laughs> 
you know, her side of her side of the bed was always like, ah, it's like you know, fucking uh, you know, sweet pea and jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> smelled good, man. That's one thing. Women smell good. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, Back to another female here that thinks we stink. Whoa. Here we go. Here she goes. She says, just wanted to say that the Little Prince movie you talked about was a French book for children and is supposedly very popular over there. I was forced to read it for my French class, and I liked it. But, of course, I doubt any of you care about that. Also, you mispronounce Zendaya. But, again, you'll pronounce it however you want. (laughs) <laughs> wow, Jesus, that's damn. how it ends. Really? That's, that's how it, it ends, yeah. Wow. So I'm guessing her may, maybe her name's pronounced Zendaya. Uh-huh. But I, I don't care. Is that a reason to get angry? I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> like, like, uh, it's like, Exactly. It's like, hold on. Here, a public service announcement for mm. any of our listeners, anybody that's listening. This show is supposed to be all in fun. Yes. Yeah. If you get to listening and it gets to the point that you're upset about, you know, three guys in their late 30s <laughs> that don't know about a children's book called The Little Prince and where it's popular and who wrote it and whatever. Yeah. And you're upset at, you know, again, three guys in their late 30s that don't know how to pronounce the name of a Disney Channel star. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is not... I don't want to... I mean, she's 16. I don't want to raise her blood pressure right. at fucking 16 and shit and right. have her fucking, you know, uh, have a heart attack or something. Yeah, it's too early. If you're, if, if any of you are listening, you know, like last week we had that jackass uh, Jask. Jask. Yeah. You know, I mean, like he, he doesn't... Like, you clearly don't like the show. You don't like me. You don't like Jay, mm. we clearly don't like you either. Yeah. So it's like, why are you listening? <laughs> right. It's like, just stop. Just stop. You know what right. I mean? It's not going to change for you. Right. <laughs> so just don't listen. Like, and Cecilia, I don't know. I mean, I knew you, I knew you used to like the show. Yeah. But if you, I mean, honestly, I'm just trying to be nice right now. If, like, if it's getting, if you listen to the show and if we say something wrong or we mispronounce something and, you know, and it's bothering you, just don't listen. Right. Just turn us off. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want anybody to be affected. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't imagine what was going on on the other side. Uh, of that, uh, you know, that, uh, her listening experience, like, like, what happened? Like, did she, like, pull the headphones out of the iPhone? <laughs> it's Zendaya, you stupid fucks! <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It's right. like, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know what's, what's going on. We're just people and we make mistakes. She's we probably do. a fan of that book, but the thing is, is that a book can be popular as all get out, but if you have to have read the book to understand the movie, they did the movie wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think she was upset at us. Yeah, I think she was upset. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Hopefully, you know. she gets over that. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it, it's it, if she does, because I know. Yeah, I hope she does too. Honestly, yeah. she's a, she's a, she was a good listener when yeah. she was you know she was contributing and saying nice things. <laughs> uh, she's contributing here, but she's just basically it's not even like, hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, uh, it's just like like her big two takeaways from that entire episode were. You know, our lack of knowledge about a book called The Little Prince and then how we mispronounced the fucking Disney star's name. So it's like, whoa, dude. I mean, if those little things set you off. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't want to be that fucking uh, exploding sweet pea lotion in your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's going to be more mispronounced names. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm probably going to say a bunch of shit wrong this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's Jasmine, it's motherfuckers. 
it's definitely the the Little Prince book. It's not the fucking dead bodies and all that sort of stuff that's pissing people off. Oh, right. I know. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking dead people. Yeah, milky eyed blind guy. <laughs> yeah, allegedly stinky milky eyed blind guy. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> God forbid we mispronounce a Disney a child star's name. <laughs> but I doubt that you all care. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Cecilia. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, there's much there's much better things that we fuck up than than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope you keep listening, but if you don't, I don't want to I don't want to piss you off anymore. So, all right, moving on. You guys ready to move on to good pop, bad pop? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's make her feel real good. Like I get done, no, I like I get done talking about all these wonderful people that send us like these wonderful iTunes reviews, mm-hmm. all these wonderful you know uh, Patreons that we have. Um, and then you know the donations from PayPal, and then we we finish it off with, with that. It's, it's like a, it's like it's like first I'm patting everybody on the back, yeah, and then it's like, hey Cecilia, put out your put out your hand, <laughs> Cecilia, slapping her on the wrist. It's like, well, I, yeah, I mean, it's, hey, hey, you brought it upon yourself. She did it to herself. You did it to yourself, yeah. Cecilia. Yeah. Yeah, we mean no harm by our. We're not trying to hurt anybody by mispronouncing things. Like we're not trying to be hurtful. I was. Oh yeah, you were. You I were was venomously. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, watch what I do here, guy. While we were taking a break, yeah, yeah. Mispronounce this Dude, fucking name. I know her names. <laughs> I know. I know her name's not Zendaya. Yeah. But I'm gonna call her that. Yeah, and we we're all like, oh fuck. Yeah. That's malicious, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right, you guys. Uh, <laughs> Malicious mispronunciation. Be fucked up if I wasn't recording. Oh shit! I'm, what? I'm oh recording. god damn, I'm, man! Wow. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Frank almost jumped over the table. Dude, though, that sucks when that happens, though. You oh, get yeah. so pissed off. <laughs> I do. You do? I do get pissed. That's why I was like, no. No. Fucking Peter. No. All right, are you guys ready to move on to Good Pop, Bad Pop? Yeah. Yeah. What if you said no? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. How would that go over with me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it would elicit an immediate fuck you. Not very good, I'm assuming. (laughs) We should try it one time. (laughs) No. Okay. Let's let's do do this over again. All right, guys, you guys ready for Good Pop, Bad Pop? No. No. (laughs) Leftover reviews. With Good Pop, Bad Pop. Good Pop, Bad Pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Sometimes we rate these things, and we want you, if you are a first-time listener, to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, guys. Uh, you know what I want to talk about first? What's that? I want to jump in. I've been waiting to talk about this. I want to talk about uh, Transformers Combiner Wars. Yeah. Did we all get a chance to see this? Yep. 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 All right. So let's see here. Transformers Combiner Wars. It's on the Go90 app. It is free. Each episode is only about five to six minutes a piece. Uh, and before we talk about this and rate this, I'm going to say this because I don't know what you guys are going to say. But if your main problem with this is the voice acting, not being the original actors, 
then you are never going to love anything Transformers ever again. Right. You're never going to love anything Transformers ever again. Yeah. Because yep. the, the actor that played Starscream has passed away. Uh, you know, Peter Cullen, he's done the prime stuff, the cartoon, he's done the movies, but mm. he, he can't do everything. Yeah. Frank Welker, the same thing. Right. If that's your main problem, uh, piss off. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that right now. Yeah. I agree with you. You're same never going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be happy. Um, but um, let's uh, let's talk about uh, you know what I'm, I'm, here's what it's about. Forty years after the conclusion of the Great War on Earth, the Autobots and Decepticons are no more, and Optimus Prime and Megatron are relics of the past. Cybertron is at last at peace, ruled by the triumvirate of Starscream, Rodimus Prime, and Mistress of Flame. However, the Enigma of Combination, an ancient artifact of Primus has triggered new conflict through the creation of huge, dangerous combiners, and now Cybertron's fragile peace is in danger of collapse. I'm going to break down a little bit of this uh, after we talk about, like, I guess we'll rate it now, yeah. if you guys want to, and then we'll, I'm going to break down a little bit of this, um, and we can talk about these episodes individually or, or whatever. Um, who wants to go first? I can go. Frank. All right, uh, I'm going to taste it. Uh, the animation is really good. I love that they're using the Generation 1 characters from this. So, you know, Optimus looks like Optimus from my childhood, Megatron the same. Um, I, I know some people may have an issue with it, like the last shot from the fourth episode shows Megatron transforming into a tank. But I know that uh, in some canon forms, like in one of the video games that dealt with the war before it went to Earth, that was what he was before he turned into a, he's a been gun. A, he's been a tank before. Yeah. Right, yeah, so that didn't bug me. Um, I thought it was really good. My only real issue is the length. I mean, five-minute episodes, and that's fine, but I feel like I'm missing something. Like, there's not enough story to get into yet. Um your synopsis gives me a little bit of backstory as far as what's been going on, but like I'm a little confused there's, there's, only because there's prelude uh, videos for Starscream. There's like three of them that are prelude. Okay, I didn't yeah. check those out. I watched the four main episodes. Yeah, because uh, like I'm wondering, like, why is he alive? Who? Starscream. Starscream has come back in the canon. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I didn't know. Starscream that. has come back in the canon. Starscream is also an Autobot now. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. Uh, I, I guess I just need some more to sink my teeth into to really get super excited about it. Even with four episodes, watching them back to back, I mean, there's just not enough content to get me, like, super excited. But mm-hmm. I do like what I've seen so far. Just there's not enough to Tupperware for me. Mm-hmm. But I am going to taste it. I mean, it's for free. You can't go wrong there. Thomas Comiskey, we are talking about Transformers Combiner Wars. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the shortest attention span ever. Dan this West, great for him. Dan West, what uh, what are you? Uh, what do you you watched it? What are you thinking, man? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Frank on this one. I'm gonna give it a taste. It. Um, the main thing that, well, same as Frank, really. The the content just doesn't seem like enough. It's like you want you want more than those five minute episodes. And I mean, I agree with the the fact the animation is is good, and I like the first gen designs as well. But um, I found the frame rate the frame rate to be a little bit choppy, uh, especially in some of the action scenes. So. Yeah, but I mean, there are a couple of points there, like when you see Optimus Prime come back and he's standing there in the shadows, that it it, it launches up to a Tupperware when you see Optimus Prime. But yeah, I mean, it, I I want to see more, and 
uh, like I was saying to you, like before the show, I thought I saw like five or six episodes, but I, I didn't. I saw the same as you, which was the, right at the end there on that fourth episode when they're they're going off in the vehicle mode. That was the last episode that I saw. So I just thought I'm sort of thinking, where are we going from here? Because aside from meeting each other and then like agreeing to work together, they, it just kind of ends. So are we getting more from this? Do we know? Um, that's a, that's a good question, Dan. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to you, Jay. So s- fucking slow your, <laughs> fucking sl- settle down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Chomping at the bit. I know. <laughs> Jesus. It's embarrassing. <laughs> You're a fucking grown man. <laughs> Seriously, Jay. I, I, I'm sorry. Come on, compose your- <laughs> I know. Compose yourself. I'm sorry. I'm, I just want to answer Dan's fucking question. I gotcha. Gotcha. I know you're wanting to rate this. <laughs> fucking. I just pissed myself. Cool your jets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, Dan, uh, I've been trying to find out, like, how many episodes this is going to go. And as far as I know, that they've, they, I think they've written seven of them, but it's like, I don't know. I, I can't get a concrete number. No. Of, like, how many yeah, episodes. Leave- yeah, neither can I, man. I've had a look on yeah. like, all the different sites that come up on the search and everything, and I couldn't get any any number of how many episodes we're getting. Yeah, I have no idea. It's like I, I think I read something like I know I think we're at least getting seven, but it's like with this this story seems like it can be pretty expansive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see yeah. this going at like you know twenty episodes at least. Yeah, you know? the length of the episodes. R- yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, okay, Jesus Christ, Jake. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. All right, what do you think? Uh, I absolutely fucking loved this. This is a total fucking Tupperware for me. Um, I know it's short, like, but that, that is a side point. This thing, like, brought me back to, you know, where the movie, the original animated movie left off, and I think it has the same kind of, like, effect on me that that did even though it's short and it's little bits and pieces of this man i was like oh my god this is like the proper continuation to the fucking transformers animated movie which is in one of my you know that's definitely one of my favorite movies of all fucking time animated or not amen and it it took me back to that style the animation was awesome the fucking music was awesome um i love that they're bringing in this whole new element to the combiners and like making them, making that something that's important. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, Bruticus and, and Constructicon being like just these kind of big dummies that, you know. Oh, Devastator. Devastator that, yeah. that combine into these big fucking robots. Now they've made it fucking mean something. And I love that. That's an aspect that hasn't really been touched upon mm-hmm. yet. You know, usually they'll do head, headmasters or something like and, that. And hey, don't get me wrong, dude. I fucking, I loved. The Headmaster story. I did too. I the, did too. The comic book Headmaster story awesome. was amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, and this, I, you know, I, this is for me. This is for people, I think, at least, that love the fucking original, but also like appreciated the, uh, the more adult tones of the fucking movie. Yeah. I think it brings all that together. It looks great. It fucking sounds great. Oh, man. There's so many moments where I was just like, oh, fuck. And it's so short though. Compacting such mm-hmm. great quality into such short, 
fucking episodes. I, yeah. I hope we see more of this. Yeah. Total Tupperware. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go ahead and rate it, and then we can talk about it. Cool. Uh, I absolutely agree with you 100%, Jay. This <laughs> is fucking amazing. I Tupperware the fuck out of this. Good, man. Uh, Jay, I had so much fucking fun watching I thought this. you might. From, like, ah. the minute it started to, like, the minute it ended. Like, they are giving us, like, Transformers epicness. Yeah. Like, they are going for it. They are expanding upon the combiners. Uh, I love it, man. Yeah. I fucking love it. Like, let's just start. Let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, number one, I love the animation. The animation is oh. great. I love how they just jump into the story. We basically we see Computron and uh, Menasaur yeah. beating the shit out of each awesome other. Awesome way to open it, man. Ah. Oh. And uh, that fight was awesome. They are just punching each other as they're falling onto this planet. Uh, Menasaur then stomps <laughs> onto Computron's head, and they did it perfectly. Generation one Computron. Um, if you remember, he uh, he was he was real smart, and yeah. he he would always have to like think of his next move. But the computer wasn't always as fast as how he should have reacted. Right. <laughs> so yeah. he said, "The chances of my survival in this." He didn't even get to finish it. And he got no. his head stomped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that because that is so Computron. Absolutely. Um, if, uh, and um, now he didn't die there, though. Huh? He didn't die there, though. Well, he I was, didn't say he died. Yeah. Did oh, I? okay. Yeah. No, you didn't I said he got his head stomped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So did, yeah. Didn't Grimlock create um, Computron? Grimlock did create Computron in the Generation One of the cartoon. He, um, he, he, Grimlock was smart for like one episode, <laughs> yeah. and he used he gained intelligence, and then he used. The parts from Unicron's head yeah. to create the Technobots, which the Technobots would then form Computron. One of my favorite combiners, yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, I, we were then introduced in 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 this episode to um, the female robots. They're also Generation One, but they're not in the. In the, in the continuity that we're familiar with, uh-huh. Generation 1 ended in the U.S., but it continued in Japan. Oh, oh wow. Oh, shit. I didn't um, know Yeah, that. there's some episodes that we didn't get here. Uh, let me blow your fucking mind here. There's an episode uh, before Transformers the movie that was never released in the United States. Uh-huh. That was the first appearance of Ultra Magnus. Are you kidding Oh, me? really? I've watched it. It's on YouTube. Oh, that's Whoa. awesome. I'll try to find it for you if I can. Cool. But, yeah, Ultra Magnus was not introduced in the animated hold on he was i i'm i know i'm 100 percent right here i don't know if what came out first but i know that he was introduced in generation one before transformers the animated movie okay that was not his first official appearance i don't know if the episode the episode was never aired here yeah but he's in a generation one cartoon there's continuity past what we saw okay in generation one and these female uh combiner assassins they are part of generation one continuity okay Okay, cool so uh then we're introduced to windblade victorian and maxima yeah and uh we see Rodimus Prime. Oh, that was so good to see Rodimus. Yeah. <laughs> Question. Yeah. How can him and Optimus both be Prime? Well, Optimus is in exile. He's no longer the leader of the Autobots. So he no longer has the Matrix of Leadership? I don't know who has him. At this point in the continuity, I don't know who has it. I don't even know if it exists anymore because yeah. it was used during the Battle of Unicron. So it's right. not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> God damn it. 
<laughs> so Rodimus Prime uh, is 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 he's hanging out with Starscream and uh, who's the other Mistress of Flame? Yeah, and he's wanting yeah. to use this Enigma of combination uh, to create more combiners to destroy the existing combiners. Right, and that sounds like the dumbest plan. Ever. <laughs> it sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of fighting fire with fire. There. Yeah. But, yeah. but the fire are ginormous fucking robots. Yeah, I can just see this going all sorts of wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, w- one of the combiner assassins then tries to shoot the Enigma of Combination, uh, which is an artifact of Primus. Mm-hmm. Are you guys familiar with Primus? Oh, yeah. Not the band. Right. <laughs> My name is Mud, yeah. the South Park theme song or yeah. whatever. You know, Primus was the original... Uh, Primus was the first Transformer. Mm-hmm. He was a Transformer. Uh, he's also the brother of Unicron. Unicron was the fallen robot. And I think, don't quote me on this, but I think Primus was created by like a little monkey-looking character. Really? Okay. Yeah. And if you can look that up. Yeah. Primus was the first Transformer, one of the giant Transformers. Okay. And so tra- uh, Primus was the one that actually created all of the Transformers and Cybertron and everything. So um, the Assassin... Uh, then tries to shoot the Enigma. It actually shoots Starscream. Yeah. <laughs> so Starscream gets blasted. Yes, he does. And then the assassin is wa- she's walking away, and I can't remember which one of the uh, assassins. Windblade. It's Windblade. Yeah, it's yeah. Windblade. She's walking away, and she meets Optimus Prime. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. At, at the end of the uh. episode, and Optimus Prime. Looks fucking awesome. He it's looks the best he's ever looked. Generation one. He's got he's, he's got some cracks. Yeah. In the in the glass. I there. love the damage. Yeah, the damage. Uh, we find out that Optimus and Megatron have exiled themselves, and they basic basically they're living in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, the assassin uh, tells Prime of uh, Rodimus's Prime's plan on using the Enigma of combination, and Prime is basically like. Somebody has to stop this fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No matter the cost. Right, yeah. Yeah. He so, still sounds great. I, yeah, he does. Yeah. I, I know he's not the original. Yeah, if people are pissing and moaning because they don't get Peter Cullen to do five, oh. six-minute episodes, there's something wrong when the story is so goddamn good. Yeah. And you got to give props to the voice actor that's playing Prime, too. It's yeah. still in the same style yeah. that Peter Cullen is, but he's not trying to mimic it. It just... Fits. It's good. It's I'm more impressed like. with somebody else that comes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite episode is when they go to the planet where Megatron is at, and I love yes. the. Yes, I know it's not Frank Welker, but oh my god. Yeah, he's still great. This guy sounds great as Megatron. His delivery is fantastic. Yes. And basically, Megatron is on this planet. Uh, he's, he's on, he's not on Cybertron. No. He's on a planet and he's basically just fighting three robots that make up Devastator in this gladiator arena type sport. Yeah. And he's just beating the shit out. He's having fun. Just out of boredom. Yeah. Yeah. He's just kicking the fuck out of Kastrofa. Oh, yeah. He's laughing. Yeah. He's laughing. Oh, man. The the thing is, he's, he's living in peace, though. Yeah. But in his downtime, he likes to beat the shit out of these. (laughs) Well, he's a violent motherfucker. He likes to beat the shit out of Constructicons. That's what makes him happy, yeah. And, uh, those Constructicons are Scrapper, Long Haul, and Scavenger, Mm -hmm. just in Mm -hmm. case you wanted to know. Um, Prime, uh, the reason he's visiting Megatron, uh, 
Um, and this is awesome, man. When he walks up, man. Yeah. When he boom. walks up, dude, and they they're gonna go, they're gonna uh, fight, man. He's yeah. like, you come, you come back to fight. The fight scenes are awesome. Yeah, they are. They're really good. Fuck yeah. all of them. Yeah, all of them. Phenomenal. Dude, I'm excited. Like, from, yeah. like this episode, like this makes it a Tupperware for me. Absolutely. I mean, you see fucking Megatron fucking beating the shit out of fucking Constructicons, yeah. <laughs> and then fucking Prime shows up on this planet. Yeah. I was just like, dude, this is dope as fuck. As soon in the previous episode where Prime kind of alludes to the fact that they're going to see, you know, yeah. like, we're going to need somebody else's help here. Yeah. And I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, Megatron. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, I was just like waiting, waiting yeah. for the fucking video to yeah. load. It was yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. And that's exactly, he's he's there for Megatron, to recruit Megatron. Yeah. He believes that maybe Megatron knows of a way to destroy or stop the enigma of, uh, what do they call it? The enigma of combination. Combination, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which well, is, well, they say that like there's only one person that has the firepower to destroy. Yeah. That's, that's Megatron. Megatron. Wow. Yeah, baby. Wow. <laughs> I do want to clarify that like, even though I take issue with how long the episodes are mm-hmm. it's not because they're short that upsets me it's that this is so good that I want more of it it's like as soon as yeah. I'm into it yeah but it's like ah it's over your review was like did not no you said it was just too short that's what you said like you gave it a taste it's of because the length of that. yeah but it it's because it's so good just I didn't have it, any just, other bad things rate to it on say this, about rate it. Read it on the story, then. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. Like, oh, it's too short. It's like, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I'm rating it. I'm. I'm rating it on the story. I fucking loved it. Yeah, I know. But this like, is a great Transformers story. It is, and my excitement level is through the roof about it. But like, when you watch it, and it's like you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, and then it's over. It's like, god damn it! Like, I get the fuck for two oh. seconds, and then I'm done. I guarantee you, <laughs> most of these episodes are longer than your love making. <laughs> it's close. It's a race. Yeah. <laughs> I think the big thing is, like, for me, it's like, I want everybody to support this so that we do get more. Oh, yeah. This is just a taste. This is just a taste of what this could be. I hope at some point we get, like, full-length half-hour episodes. Oh, I do, too. I want this to be ongoing. I want to see longer episodes, too. But for me, like, this was, like, glorious. Glorious for me, like, to see this again. Me, too. Like, they didn't fuck this up. To get that shot of, like, the three of them walking away together and then Megatron looks at Optimus Prime and says, what was that thing you used to always say (laughs) to the Autobots? Autobots transform and roll out. <laughs> He's like fucking making fun and of him. He made fun of him. And I was just like, that is so fucking awesome. Yeah. And then they groan about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, He's like, I'm not gonna fucking say it. I loved I loved it when Megatron even like when he when they brought up Starscream yeah. and, and him talking about what an idiot he is. Yeah, he hates him, yeah, that was good. And it's like I, I love this show. I don't yeah. care if it's one minute long. Yeah. I, I the story is fantastic. So I've got to give this a Tupperware. If you're a Transformers fan and you grew up on Generation 1, Transformers, and uh, man, I I love it. I absolutely loved it. Best Transformers I've seen since the movie. They've got like little subtle cues to stuff that happened in the past too, even if it's unexplained. Like if you notice the Decepticon logo on Megatron's chest is faded and like scratched off a little Mm. bit. Like what the fuck happened there? I want to know because Optimus isn't fucked up. I I want to know what happened to Megatron. He's probably like exiled himself and tried to scrape that fucking thing off. Could be. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love that about Starscream, too. I love this other side of Starscream. I don't know if it's going to last. You know, I, I maybe see him. He's been an Autobot for quite a long Has time. Has he really? Yeah, okay. I mean, like, in different iterations of the Transformers cartoons, he's been an Autobot for I, a long I, time now. And I remember, like, his origin story from the original cartoons where he was kind of the good guy, and then he kind of turned to the Decepticons. You're thinking, of, you're thinking, of, you're thinking of Jetfire. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're well, right. There he was, was a video... Jetfire was. We're talking about Generation 1 cartoon. There might right. be a video game. Yeah. And there have been cartoons where he... But you're thinking of Jetfire, yeah. or they call him Sky... Skyfire? And some, they call him something. Yeah. He's got The two, white, the white jet. In the comics, he's got a different... Yeah, the white and red jet. Right. Yeah. He was friends with... Um, Starscream on Cybertron. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. You're just confusing the two stories. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but I, I find guys, that so interesting. Did know, sorry, did you guys notice that Starscream's voice was kind of like, he kind of towed him down? I know you said like it's different voice actor and stuff, but yeah. he seems way more like chilled out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like he's got on a load of Transformer tail whilst we've been away. <laughs> he's kind of like, you know, blown his load, so he's nice yeah. and relaxed now. <laughs> it's hard to do that voice, though, from the original actor. That guy, he was yeah. the voice of Cobra Commander as yeah. well. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he passed away. He, he was actually a stand-up comic. Oh, okay. oh wow. Um, and uh, you can actually see him on a few episodes of Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a couple episodes. Remember when... Um, uh, Al Bundy was in that group called No Ma'am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was one of the members of okay. No Ma'am. Oh, wow. Yeah, the guy who voiced the original Starscream. He had wow. a bit of an accent, but still, it was raspy. It was good. Fuck you and your taste it. <laughs> what? God damn it. You too, Dan West. <laughs> Fucking taste it. Dan, bullshit. are you with me on the whole thing being just it's not long enough? Uh, a, yeah, but it's, it's only because, like, they, that's not the reason I tasted it, though. I mean, I understand that, like, they've only got a certain amount of time to tell these stories and the, the budget and all that sort of stuff. My main issue is with the frame rate of uh, of the actual animation. It just it felt really kind of choppy to me. Like those things that you talked about in Civil War, where it yeah, seems like okay. there's frames missing. But um, You're watching honest, it on YouTube, though. So it's like we watched yeah. it on the Go90 app. Yeah. So yeah, it was exactly. different for That's me. It was more it fluid. So I was going to say, yeah. if anyone's in Europe and you know not in the US and you do want to watch this, they do have all the episodes and all the preludes on YouTube at the moment. So get on that shit now because it's going to be taken down. Yeah. Mm. And I would watch the preludes for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you go to go the Go90 app, you can see some very cool interviews how they're talking about how this ties to the 84 series and how they wanted to make an adult. And, you know, they were kind of like, that was their mission to make a more adult centered yeah. transformers. And man, they succeeded, man. Fuck. I love, I love how fucking prime is like, he's, he's not affiliated with the Autobots now. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think that group of three, when blade Megatron Optimus are actually going to go against Rodimus, Starscream, and, uh, could be. I hope so. I hope so. I want to see fucking Rod- I want to see Optimus put oh, the smackdown on fuck. Rodimus. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see him put Finally. the smackdown on yeah. Rodimus, man. Yeah. He was From never worthy, man. Never. He was never worthy. Never. He's not the same, no. Oh, shit. I, that's what I'm thinking, though. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, there's going to be that combiner aspect of it where they're fighting those guys, but at yeah. the same time, they're going to go against the council. Yeah. So Optimus is kind of an outlaw now, and he's mm-hmm. fucking working with Megatron. What's up with the other three fucking Constructicons too? I know. Yeah, I know. Well, they were talking to each other. Yeah. I, I think. I, yeah, I think Devastator is going to be the big bad. I think at least for now. So he'll probably be the one we see kind of like yeah. causing. He's he's kind of the biggest of them. I think, isn't he? Scale wise. 
Well, yeah, he's made of like all sorts of construction equipment. But and they were all talking to each other when they were listening in on what was going on. Yeah. But I think even in the cartoons, he, he kind of towered over the other combiners. So that'd be yeah. interesting too. Yeah, he was, he was huge. I mean, we had, uh, we had the aerial bots. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, uh, we saw a menosaur, the stunticons. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other combiners. The Technobots was Technobots. Uh, Computron. Yeah. Um, yeah, who else was there? Wasn't there like, uh, who's the race cars? That was the Stunticons. The Stunticons. That was Menosaur okay. that we saw in the episode. Yeah. Damn, I can't think of them right now. Yeah. But yeah, he was the biggest. He was the biggest. So it would be interesting to see how that, that plays out. Because now they know the plan. Yeah. And so what are they going to do about it? Are we going to get any Dinobots in this? Oh, shit. I oh, hope so. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be I awesome. So. Me want Grimlock. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who all we're going to get, but yeah. there's definitely some some that I want to see. If you're know. a Transformers fan, you got to watch this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. And if you're a nitpicky bitch, you can give it a taste. <laughs> <it because laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, if you're a nitpicky bitch and you want to give it a taste over to the link, then not, not fucking grade it on the fucking story and just grade it because you're a greedy fucking bastard and you got to have more. <laughs> I am a greedy fucking bastard. It it's fucking great, like, but it's so short. You sound like Jake over there. God with damn your, it. The fucking length of shit. No, it's so, I mean, really. It didn't even feel like it was five minutes long. It felt like it was more than two and a half. That shouldn't it was over your before fucking, You should fucking, rate it on the story, you son of a bitch. Uh, I need more. God damn it. Well, well, uh, now you're just trying to just, you're just trying to justify bullshit now. That was my only complaint with the fucking thing. Yeah, I've got That's a lot it. of complaints with you right now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Damn, damn! What are you trying to say, man? I was saying, uh, what, what, what was your favorite scene out of the episodes that you saw? Mine oh. was when. God damn! There's uh, so many, man. Well, we, mine was when Wingblade was trying to attack yeah. Optimus Prime with that sword, Me and too. he just kept fucking dodging it, and she couldn't hit him for shit. Right, dude, that yeah. was cool as fuck. He was like Donnie Yen and shit. Yeah, he was. <sighs> yeah, was, that was. He so was like, cool. yeah, like, like Mr. Miyagi. I think I literally said aloud, this is what I've always wanted from Optimus Prime. Like, you can't touch the motherfucker. <laughs> Mine was everything that happened in the arena. Yeah, the arena's Every cool. time When he walked into that Coliseum, when it was fucking, when it was Prime and Megatron looking at each other again, I felt like an eight-year-old kid again. Yeah. 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 I liked uh, when the speaker was talking to Megatron, and he's like, oh, I'm a big fan of your work, and she started yapping. He's like, I meant the killing, not the talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such great personalities. Yeah. Like, uh, all this is what it needs. Yeah. yeah. We don't need more, like, kitty Transformers right now. We no, this need this. And uh, Transformers the movie comes out on Blu-ray on September 13th. Awesome. Yeah. yeah I'm going to that shit up. Very nice. Fuck, I love that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, before we uh, – any, anything else? Any final thoughts about no. – uh, I think I think our uh, discussion about Transformers Combiner Wars, is, uh, Combiner Wars is actually longer than the episodes combined. <laughs> you are correct. Oh, yes. hey now. <laughs> I know one person. That'll like that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Frank's like, mm, gotcha. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up, uh, to anybody that's a Transformers fan. Um, I, just, I don't know. I'm bringing this up. Fuck it. I'm going to bring this up just for me. Uh, there's a board that I've been a member of since 2008. They're called Total Transformers Message Board. It's a, you can go to, I think it's like totaltransformers.com. It's a message board that started 14 years ago and oh, they wow. had their 14th anniversary yesterday. 
and uh, it's closing down uh, next year. Oh. So, um, yeah, they, 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 nobody's joining it. They can't keep it up. Yeah. Uh, the only people that were interacting on the page, and I, I'm guilty, I wasn't doing it. Yeah. I mean, I used to be on there and post a little bit here and there, and then I, I was mostly, I was kind of like a voyeur. I was just getting on there and reading what people were saying. Yeah. I've made, I have, I've posted a handful of times. Uh, but, um, yeah, if, uh, I don't know, join now. Yeah. If you're a tr- fan of the Transformers, join now. This maybe. is something to talk about right here. Yeah, maybe, well, yeah big time. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll keep it up if, if uh, more people join. But it's TotalTransformers.com. It's a message board. Yeah. I'm Straxus. Straxus. That's my name nice. on there. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I just don't think anything, there was anything worthy of like talking about up until now, honestly. I think this is fucking it, man, and I'm, I'm so happy it exists. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope we get a ton more, so I hope everyone watches it and fucking raves about it. Yeah, big yeah. time. I, once, I think what I'm gonna do now is like wait until all the episodes are collected. Right. Yeah. And then go back and just watch them all. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think, cause the new episodes drop on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can just like watch one next week. Right. You know what? I might. Yeah. I'm dying to see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I don't, I don't I'm think really, I can wait. I don't think I can wait. It's yeah. that good. Even for five minutes, they like set you up so bad for the next, you want to watch the yeah. next episode yeah. so bad. You do. So even, even for so short, I, I think they're doing a great job. Yeah, Dan and Frank don't, but you know. <laughs> God <laughs> damn right, man. I think it's the quality of the, the version that I watched. That, like I said, that's the only thing that like put me off. So yeah, if I if I could get it on like yeah. Blu-ray or actually manage to, I don't know, maybe uh, do a bit of a dodgy IP address and watch it on on Go ninety, then I'm sure I would Tupperware it as well. But yeah, I just yeah. went on what I saw. I hear you, dude. I mean, you've got a valid excuse, like. <laughs> fucking excuse dude like frank on the other hand is just God a, damn it. you're just a fucking dick i'm a greedy motherfucker <laughs> i got i gotta have more i will say though if you have the opportunity like mirror that shit on your tv i've got an apple tv and i was able to do that off my phone so i was able to watch it on a bigger screen mm-hmm. and it was it was that much better yeah on it on a bigger t on a bigger screen yeah not good enough to affect your rating <laughs> god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell it how it is, man. This is Transformers, motherfucker. It didn't last long enough. This is great Transformers. Yeah, yeah. Is what it, it is. is. It really yeah. is. I love. Seeing as we don't talk about Transformers very often, and I'm sure I know what Brian's answer is going to be to this. But okay. who are who are your favorite Transformers? <laughs> okay. Uh, so mine are like fucking Ironhide. Um, I fucking love Blur. I mean, that might be a little surprising, but like when he was in the movie, I was like, who the fuck is this? I love this fucking character. His <laughs> toy was my favorite because it was that cool ass fucking hover car. I still have him. Oh, I oh, love wow. Blur. I, I love still have him, him and he's got the shield. Yeah. I still have but that. But Ironhide, he was like the, he was like the, I still have my Ironhide too. Tough motherfucker that was like always saving the day, but yeah. he really wasn't recognized that much, man. Ironhide for me is my favorite. Uh, so, I love. So, uh, who are your three favorite? My three favorite. Um, yeah, everybody give the three favorite Transformers. Ironhide, Blur, um, and I'm tr- I'm trying to think if this is correct. It wasn't. Um, oh, Fortress Maximus. Oh yeah, Fortress the, Maximus, the big one. Yes. Yeah. Fucking love those. And you had him as yeah, a kid. Yeah. I uh, got him as a toy and I was, that was my favorite toy of that all time. That son of a bitch was like fucking three feet tall. It came up to my waist. Yeah. Jesus. It was a, it was a headmaster too. Yeah, he was a headmaster. Um, and I'd say. It, Why the fuck did they make Scorponok his fucking arch I didn't know he could squash him. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I hated that. And like, same thing with like, uh, the fucked up thing is like Transformers, like the toys. Like, uh, Galvatron was the same size as Metroplex. Yeah. 
Galvatron was the same size as Metroplex, which Metroplex was a city. Yeah. And he's right. the same size as Galvatron. I'm like, what the fuck? A city for like micro machine size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like him and Trypticon. Mm-hmm. Like Galvatron was the same size as Trypticon. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? You guys are bullshit. <laughs> yeah. They, I, like little kids just should have yelled at fucking toy manufacturers <laughs> for like, it's dumb. It was hard to play with them. Like, it, I was just, like, always in this dilemma. I was like, okay, Galvatron, like, what the fuck am I going to do here? He's against this city, but he's just as fucking big. He's the same size <laughs> yeah. as as Metroplex? Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. The Metroplex destruct- was cool, too. The, uh, the, the, uh, fuck. Constructicons were tiny as fuck, yeah. too. The toys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were the, they were combiners, but the thing about them, though, is that there was not one big one. Right. The aerial bots were like five robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had one big one and then the four made up the limbs. Right. The Constructicons, there were six. Yeah. There was no big one. They, right. All six just combined into mm-hmm. a, one big combiner. That was the big difference between them yeah. and the other combiners. I had that one when I was a kid. I got them all for my birthday one yeah, year. Yeah, nice. I uh I, I like Grimlock because I was big into dinosaurs at the time, too. Mm-hmm. So he was my favorite. I had him. Uh, I loved Optimus, mm-hmm. but I never got him. I did get Megatron. My brother got him for me for a mm-hmm. birthday once. And I remember my brother telling me, like, you need to keep track of all these pieces because this was $40. And yeah. I can't even imagine what that fucking thing would go for today. Yeah. But, yeah, those were my three favorite. I had yeah, I had Optimus and I had Megatron when I was a fucking kid. Mm-hmm. And I gave fucking Megatron away. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, um, I've still got a lot of my Transformers though. I've still got like a, I still have a bunch of them. I have my Metroplex. Do you really? I have uh, I have Hot Rod and I have uh, Ironhide and. I'm um, trying to think. Such quality fucking toys, yeah. man. Well, they were originally. They were actually metal. Yeah. yeah. In 84, mm-hmm. and then they started making them plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, I guess my top three favorite, definitely Optimus Prime is my favorite. My second favorite is Starscream. Yeah. I love Starscream. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, man, number three is hard. It, it kind of changes all the time. Um, I'm probably going to have to go with Beachcomber. Oh, yeah. Beachcomber. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I fucking love Beachcomber. I'm a big fan of ah, I forgot about the Dune Buggy Beachcomber. Yeah, man. That yeah. episode uh, where he was uh, – he found that – he basically found this lake that had like this uh, liquid metal in it that mm-hmm. made, when he put his hand into it, he was indestructible. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, the Decepticons then found it and they dipped themselves in it. Yeah, and, I remember that episode. Yeah, but I loved that episode because it was a Beachcomber-centric episode. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, I – it's so fucking cool. So, yeah. I, I always know. wanted Starscream, but I had Dirge. I had Dirge instead. <laughs> fucking Dirge. He had yeah. that fucking rubber tip yeah. for the fucking airplane yeah. on his head. He looked I, like a I, dunce. I always <laughs> thought Starscream looked like one of the coolest. Like, yeah. to me, like, I still even watching this new cartoon. I was like, man, he looks so good. He was, it was always a cool design, Starscream. Yeah. Especially when he got inaugurated in the movie and yeah. he had all oh, the extra. Yeah. Oh man, he looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, let's uh, take a quick break. We'll come back, finish this good pop, bad pop bullshit. Yeah. This fucking episode. <laughs> hey, did you did you wake up this morning and think to yourself, you know what, you know what I want to do? I want to give I want to give some money, hard earned money away to three assholes so they can do a stupid podcast every week. Yeah, I'm, money's burning a hole in my pocket. Where can I? Where do I put all this money? I'll just give it to 
three dicks. Yeah, if that was your thought process this morning, number one, there's something wrong with you. Number two, Pop Culture Leftovers has started a Patreon where you can donate to our show. It's really simple. Go to patreon.com forward slash pop culture leftovers starting out as simple as one dollar a month we'll thank you on the show you get us one dollar a month that's twelve dollars a year who can't afford that every one of our listeners did that that would be amazing is that gonna happen fuck no anyway moving on there's also rewards where you could get your own personalized audio bumper like the ones that we play here on the show that's pretty awesome that right there should be enough for you to sign up for our patreon oh wait that's not enough you're just a spoiled little shit, aren't you? You gotta have more, don't you? All the time, more with you. Uh, we have a reward where you can Skype chat with the leftovers, and that could be played on the show as a bonus episode. Wait, hold, wait, that's not enough? Seriously, fuck you at this point. We also have a reward where you get to be on a full episode with the leftovers. That's right. We get to talk to your boring ass for a full episode. <laughs> Uh, there's all, hey, hold on, that's not it. There's also another reward, and this is exciting, where you get to co-host with me on a brand new podcast that I'll launch. Uh, this is our masochist reward level. You really have to be in order to want to podcast with me. So check out all the rewards on patreon.com. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash pop culture leftovers. Some of the rewards are limited. Not that I'm expecting them to sell out or anything like we did the moment we started this Patreon. All right. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Kata. <laughs> Mr. Kata. <laughs> Mr. Kata. You know what? Uh, there's something I want to address before we go any further. Mm-hmm. Today, we got a very interesting like on Facebook. Oh, yes. <laughs> we got a like mm-hmm. from... Andrew Russell Garfield. Yeah, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> so, uh, hold on. Okay. And you go, you, you click on this person's page, the person that liked this, you click on their Facebook page, and it's got, it lay, it lays everything out. I mean, it's, it goes through everything. Uh, it says that basically, uh, he's an actor, director, um, where, where is it? Hold on, let me find it here. Yeah. Where he's went to school. Yeah, where he went to school, Central School of Speech and Drama, University of London, went to Priory Preparatory School, went to City of London Freeman's School, lives in Los Angeles from, uh, is it is Surrey? Yep, yeah, Surrey's right. Yeah. So this person is uh, claiming to be the Andrew Garfield uh, from uh, the Spider-Man films from the uh, Social Network and from Jay, one of your favorite movies last year, one of my favorite movies yeah. last year, 99 Homes. 99 Homes, great movie. Uh, he was this, even in an episode of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Was he really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, I can't remember if it was the ninth or 10th Doctor. Okay. I can't remember which now. Okay. But yeah, he was in one. So yeah, somebody claiming to be Andrew Garfield saying that they like our Facebook page. I am calling, sir, I am, hey, hold on. Andrew Garfield, hold on. What are the, hey, Jay, what are the chances? Okay, I'm, yay or nay, is this the real Andrew Garfield? <laughs> uh, uh, I want to say yay. I, I don't, no signs so far point to this being fake. Yeah. So I'm saying it might be. Might Frank. Be. I, I gotta go with Ye too because all he did was like the page. It's not like he tried to comment or draw attention to himself at all. And I'd be willing to say like if, if he's not like super active, then it's definitely him. All right, Dan, talk to me, man. 
I, I'm going to say no because uh, I'm calling him out and saying if it is the real Andrew Garfield, my boy from across the, the road, <laughs> seeing as Surrey is right next to where I live, um, come on the show and and have a chat with everybody if you are in fact Andrew Garfield. I you know I I am I am a born pessimist. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> I am a born pessimist. Like the, the people ask like the question like uh you know is your glass half empty or half full? Uh so I don't even have a glass. <laughs> <laughs> I have no glass. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, like some asshole stole my glass a long time ago and pissed fucking in pissed in it and then fucking threw it in the road. <laughs> And uh, somebody ran it over. I don't even have a glass, so I am a born pessimist. But you know what? If it if it is the real Andrew Garfield, uh, I, I dude, uh, I'm I'm not asking anything from you. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm not asking you to you know to come on the show or whatever. But if it is the real Andrew Garfield, I would love to hear from you. Uh, yeah. And I won't blow you up. Like send me a fucking message, Brian at popcultureleftovers dot com. And just let me know. Just let me know if it's the real deal. Just like, curious as fuck. I'm right just. Now. I'm really curious. <laughs> like, and I won't fucking like email you and blow you up unless you like want to hear back from me. But I'm just curious that like the story behind this. Yeah, that'd be cool as fuck if he is listening. Huh? That'd be cool as fuck well, if he sure is. Sure, it would be. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> fucking Spider Man listens to my podcast. Right. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> fucking no brainer. <laughs> Taste <laughs> it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I taste it. <laughs> Fuck that shit. God damn it. Well, it depends on how long he's listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's jump back into good pop, bad pop. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, does anybody want to go first? Anybody got anything? Frank? No, nah, not yet. Okay. Dan? Yeah, man. I can just I can just rapid fire some stuff off. Well, yeah. Rap- um, I've got a bunch of shit. So, like, me and you, can we can do some back and forth rapid fire bullshit. Cool, okay. Well, I'll start with... Uh, I started watching and finished watching Outcast on your guys' recommendations. On nice. Jay's recommendation, I think. Yeah, it was Jay. And, and uh, yeah, loved it. Tupperware, all the way. Great cinematography, brilliant acting. Like, made me want to read the comic books. Um, just really interesting premise. And, yeah, loved that. So I know it's a bit late. I'm a bit late in the game to that one. But, um, yeah, really, really good show. And if anyone hasn't seen it, definitely watch it. Written by... um. Oh god, the guy did Walking Dead. What's Kirk Robert Kirkman. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, yeah, and just uh, it, a lot more kind of um, uh, what's the word? Sort of grounded than than Walking Dead in in the fact that it's a lot more kind of character based mm-hmm. and a lot more mythos based than the Walking Dead. It's not so much like shooting the crap out of people all the time and surviving. It's all about what's going on in this town and like relationships between different people and how they struggle with what's going on it's really good show really really good did you rate it or yeah tupperware all day awesome Awesome. and and uh i finished watching preacher finally because uh, i i don't have the uh the the service that we need over here to watch it so uh, one of my friends actually lent it to me which was great and i ended up watching uh episode seven through ten and uh Again, Tupperware. I'm the same as you, Brian. Yeah. I'm, my uh, Dominic Cooper is not my Jesse. He's not the Jesse that I know from the comics. Uh, Preacher's probably my second favorite comic book series of all time, and he's not my Jesse. But Ruth Negger as Tulip is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, she just like she'll just stand there in a doorway or like 
there was one 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 episode she all she did was she put her hand on the fridge and just leant in a certain way and gave Cassidy this look and I was like I've never seen anyone embody a character so much. I know. As far as characters standing in doorways, she... (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it! She is the cream of the crop. I mean, I've never seen anybody stand in a doorway like her before. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for that. Right there with you. You know what I mean, dude. She's got a presence. She's awesome. (laughs) I know. Yeah, no, she's incredible. She's, you know, she doesn't, like, look anything like the Tudor out of the comic books or anything like that, but she absolutely nails that character. And Mm -hmm. it kind of goes back to what you guys were saying last week about the the Mary Jane news with uh, mm. Zendaya and uh, <laughs> oh, so, hey, well, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, we don't want to trigger Cecilia. <laughs> Is that how it's pronounced? <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I saw it, and I was like, yeah, it's probably Zendaya because it's phonetic. She's freaking out right know. now. <laughs> you know, it's like it just shows that like, it's funny how the told- character's name is. It starts with Zen, and her email was anything but. <laughs> <laughs> so did, did did you say it right, Dan? Is I that, have no idea, man. I like, called her Zendaya. I called her Zendaya. That's how I would read it. And, but yeah. it might be Zendaya. Or maybe Zendaya. <laughs> oh, I just pissed her off. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the thing. It, it was Z-E-N-D-A-Y-A. So Zendaya. But, you know, I've probably fucked that up as well, so she's probably not listening. I don't don't think there's any other ways to pronounce it other than the three we've covered. I I pronounce (laughs) it, get the fuck over it. (laughs) Get fucking over it. That chick. Jesus Christ. Of all the, I don't know. That that conversation you guys had about her playing Mary Jane and the whole, like, that whole race issue thing, it's just like, it, it doesn't fucking matter. It's like you got Ruth Negger as a character who's white in the comics, and I think she's mixed race in real life. She's a British actress as well. Mm-hmm. It's, what I thought was crazy was that the three main characters, they're all British actors, all doing, well, obviously Dominic Cooper's doing his like, Texan accent, and so is Ruth. But, and then you've got, um, what's his name, Joseph uh, Gilgan, who's, the, who's Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he's, I don't know if he's English, I think he's from the north of England, so he's doing an Irish accent. Um, but it's just weird having these British actors, like, Fronting a, an American show, it's really odd. But yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we see it with Andrew Lincoln, uh, you know, yeah. in The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. So I see, it's it's crazy how they've, you know, a lot of lot of our actors are going over to you guys. Hell and, yeah, we saw it with Andrew Garfield, listener of the show, <laughs> long time listener, long time listener, longer than Brandon McLean. <laughs> you see it with him, you know. I didn't even know he was British. Fucking Andrew fucking Garfield. Are you listening? <laughs> are you what listening are you right doing? Now, you son don't, of a bitch, you. Don't you have a movie to make, sir? <laughs> Come on. Now, it's freaking us out. <laughs> but, yeah, preacher, man. It, it's, it's great. It's, uh, what'd you think about, what'd you think about that last episode, man? The last episode, uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was awesome. I yeah. just, I loved it. And I loved the way it had about 15 endings as well. Yeah. And I was like, I was sat there and I was like, oh, Oh, that's gonna be the end. And had more endings gone. than uh, had more endings than the Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous, and they played on that as well. There's like even a bit where um, Jesse's like walking through the uh, diner, and it all goes into slow motion. You're thinking, right, it's gonna fucking cut, and then that's gonna be it. And then he goes up to the counter, and it's you know spoilers, everybody. Um, it's uh, it's uh, uh, fucking it's tulip uh, in a fucking doorway. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Wow. 
Emmy, and, Oscar. And Dan is like, yeah, I've never seen this, like anything like this before. This is amazing. Ripped from the pages no, of the No, Dan, camera. what were you saying? What were you saying? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be funny and shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, like he's, he goes in slow motion, and then he like sees like the what is like his mental image of Eugene like behind the desk and saying, "Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you." And then it goes on and on. There's about another like five different clips of like supposed ends to the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just great, but it's in the same. It's not obviously a direct adaptation of the comic book, um, and I know a lot of people have been pissed off with that, but. It's got the same like feel and atmosphere and 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 writing. It's like it's something that you know, like um, Garth Ennis like might have might have written. Yeah, it's, it's, I love it. It's yeah. so good. It's, I never read the comic, but a big surprise there. But this came out of left field for me. I didn't expect to love did it. Did you as much. watch it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I didn't expect. I can't to love- get Jake and Jay to watch. What? <laughs> Oh my god, it's so watch. good! I'm not against it. It came out of left field for me. It's so fucking quirky and yeah. weird. Like, when they go to a fucking attack the this church... Guy, this guy's over here, he's too busy watching Voltron. They're <laughs> <laughs> not watching well, Voltron. Well, it's just that first episode over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Tupperware, Tupperware, Tupperware. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't take itself seriously, and that's what I love about it. They go to attack him at the church, and dude comes running back, you blew my dick off. It's fucking great! <laughs> I love it. It's so weird. I love it. Frank loved that part. I did love that part. <laughs> I loved it. No, I love it when the congregation shows up and they're like, we're going to call God. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Uh-huh. And they're fucking on a call with God <laughs> or who they think is right. God. And then they, he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> fucking it's, catch him at a 22. This, it, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. At the, uh, spoilers. Uh, no, you know what? Fuck it. No spoilers. If you, if you didn't watch Preacher, watch it. Yes, it's, please. You've got three people on here. Uh, Dan, myself, and Frank. It's a Tupperware, right? Oh yeah. Fucking yeah. Tupperware all day. Hmm. Yeah. Dan, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I'm, I'm glad I'm not like the only one. Yeah, me too. I'm not. I'm not talking what? shit about you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I deserve that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's brilliant. I never thought anything that Seth Rogen would have been involved in would have been as as good as that. I know. You know? Like I didn't even know he was involved with it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, this. I don't think this would have been made had it not been for Seth Rogen. Wow. No, it wouldn't. It nice. Wouldn't. He pushed. He, it was like he was like the Ryan Reynolds like with Deadpool with this. He yeah. Oh, awesome. Pushing. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. It's not like complete. Stupid we never would have like got that. Comes out with. We never would have got that doorway. <laughs> Breathtaking. All that, all that fridge scene, <laughs> or the fridge, like the way she leaned on that fridge. Like I felt like I was in the presence of a frigid air at that moment. She like right. like. <laughs> 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 Wow. Talk about blown dicks off. Funny side story. Like, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dicks were blown off. Uh, my kid came last weekend and now he's like getting. Don't close ever to say my. Shit. Don't ever say. Rephrase <laughs> that. Fuck that. God damn it. My 11 year old son visited me last weekend. There you my go. kid That's came last shut weekend. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. I can't handle that shit. God. <laughs> Fuck! I don't want to know if he's coming or not. God damn it! No. Anyway, hey, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Frank. Your kid, yeah, awesome kid. Thank you. He's 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 cool. He's a very he's a very he's he's a good kid. Yeah, we me and Brian and him hung out at the end of one of the shows. Yeah, I think it was one of the ones I wasn't even on. 
And like you guys were yeah. at my house. Yes. And like we just shot the shit for like an hour and a half. Yeah. You entertained the living fuck out of him. And the whole time <laughs> Corwin, my son, is trying to like make Brian laugh. And Brian's telling him, you gotta try harder, man. It <laughs> <laughs> was cool as shit. Yeah, there was, there was discussion of him smacking me in the balls and Brian having to tell him like, wait, 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 you put your dad in the hospital. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, so he, he's like, you know, preteen and, like you know how kids get like that attitude and they make make the little purse thing with their lips with their mouth like so I was joking around and I called him ass face all weekend and he got pissed off at me so I had to show him a few minutes of preacher to make him understand like no 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 that this is why I called you that I wasn't being a dick this is why I called you that can you <laughs> that imagine sucked. like okay so like uh you give fucking arse face he gives you a blowjob you're getting anal at the same time <laughs> I double mean, your pleasure, double your fun. Hey guys, I'm gonna <laughs> knock out two birds, one stone. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Lean into that fridge, our space. It's a blowjob, but it feels like anal. <laughs> this is the content that Garfield comes for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This is the worst episode. <laughs> Fuck that. Hands it's down. Fun. Pound for Hands down. <laughs> All right, Dan. It's not as bad as the Civil War episode, and that ended up getting a truck driver anal, so. <laughs> That's true. Yes, I got somebody into the brown. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Pretty you, proud of that. You took somebody to brown town. Hell yes. <laughs> Vicariously. Uh, Dan, uh, any last thoughts on Preacher? Uh, nope, just awesome. Watch it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Please. I agree. I agree. I agree. 100% agree. Jay, after you finish Voltron, you should check that out. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a while. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to talk about uh, there are three Amazon original pilots on uh, Amazon Prime right now. None of these have been greenlit, but they are available to watch, like I said, on Amazon Prime. I'm going to talk about all three of them, and I'm going to rate them. Uh, the first one is called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. And it- <laughs> The name's fucking awesome. <laughs> and it does star Jean-Claude Van Damme. What? Shit. Uh, it wow. stars, stars Jean-Claude Van Damme, Kat Foster, and Moises Ararius. Hmm. Uh, sorry, Cecilia, if I didn't pronounce those names correctly. <laughs> it, uh, it's about a famous action hero slash martial arts star comes out of retirement to assume an alter ego as undercover private contractor named Jean-Claude Johnson. <laughs> This show starts off really bizarre, man. It's 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 Jean Claude Van Damme, and yeah, he's playing himself. Uh, he's an actor, and, uh, and and he's he's retired from acting, mm-hmm. and um, it deals with like like his relationships and and um, deals with his everyday life and things like that. Um, but it takes a weird turn when you find out that he's been retired for a couple years. Um, from being like an, an actual undercover private contractor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets back into that game. And he, it's it, the woman that is in charge of that whole undercover operation is Felicia Rashad from The Cosby Show. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Wow. And uh, he goes back into action, but he's really out of shape. Yeah. He's really out of shape. And I, I will tell you this. Watch this. Uh, I'm going to give this a Tupperware. This wow. was fantastic. Like, I didn't know what to think about this at first. There is nothing like this on TV. 
there is absolutely nothing like this. Um, I Tupperware this. Van Damme is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he's doing stuff that's totally different. And, and he, he actually makes fun of like the old movies that he used to oh, do. Oh, that's cool. He tries to do the splits in this one, mm-hmm. and he can't. <laughs> Instead, when, when he does the splits, he can't go all the way down, and a fucking guy hits him in the face with like a metal billy club. No. And you see that shit just rock his face in slow oh. motion. This, this show is fantastic. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's only one episode. It's called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. It's on Amazon Prime. It's one episode. Um, <laughs> this sounds great. It's fantastic. It, it's so it's so good. Uh, they show him filming. They, they show him he he's undercover, but he's he's actually filming a new movie, and it's an action version of uh, Huckleberry Finn, uh-huh. and he's playing Tom Sawyer. <laughs> It just sounds great. It's biz- it's so bizarre. This show is so good. Uh, the next uh, Amazon original show uh, is called I Love Dick. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Frank laugh. Insert Frank laugh here. Uh, it stars uh, Catherine Hahn, uh, Griffin Dunn, and Kevin Bacon. Ah, Kevin Bacon. Uh, it's a, a married couple's relationship is put to the test when they both fall for the same professor. Uh, I enjoyed Catherine Hahn and Bad Moms. I've loved her in Children's Hospital mm-hmm. and some other things that she's done. I'm, I like Kevin Bacon. Um, this is a taste for me. I want to see more of this. Um, it's just that, uh, I think like the description that I gave you, I don't think the first episode really showed that this married couple, both of them had fallen for Kevin Bacon. Uh I I can definitely know, I definitely know Catherine Hahn has a thing for him. I didn't realize, I guess the twist here is that her husband has a thing for him too. (laughs) And I didn't get that from this first episode. Uh, definitely watch it though. It's a taste it for me. It feels like an independent film. Okay. It feels like an independent film that they've turned to series. Awesome. I could definitely see this being like an independent film, but like it, it it's bizarre. Once you, if you watch it, you'll you'll be like, yeah, this feels like an indie film. Yeah, this feels like something that like that would premiere at like the Sundance Film Festival. You know what I mean? But it's it's a it's a TV show, and I like that kind of shit. And for that, I'm going to give it a taste. It Kevin Bacon's fantastic in it. Catherine Hahn's good in it. Um, it's 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 just really weird. Yeah, <laughs> who the fuck thought of that, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one, uh, the last original series is The Tick. Oh, damn. so they brought back The Tick. Yeah, uh, it's not uh, Patrick Warburton. It's uh, it stars Peter Serafinowicz. Uh, Griffin P- Peter Serafinowicz. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Peter Serafinowicz. Oh Christ, fucked it up. Peter Serafinowicz. Okay, thank Cecilia you. Cecilia is we, Yeah, we don't want Cecilia to be pissed off. Uh, <laughs> no, Griffin Newman. That's definitely correct as well. Good. Griffin Newman and Valerie Curry. Uh, it's about, uh, of course, it's a tick. In a world where superheroes have been real for decades, an accountant with zero powers comes to realize his city is owned by a supervillain. As he struggles to uncover this conspiracy, he falls in league with a strange blue superhero. Um... I I enjoyed this. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm going to give it a high taste. It mm-hmm. okay. Um, I don't. Yeah, I enjoyed. It. I, I, I the tick is a great character. Um, this is a fun series. I want to see more of it. The villain uh, is uh, actually um, can't think of his name right now. He was Rorschach. Oh, okay. In uh, Watchmen, he was also in the villain in Preacher, the first season. Oh, wow. That okay. we saw. Yeah. 
Um, the guy who believed in the god of meat. <laughs> that dude was weird. Yeah, yeah. I can't think Great of his. Line. I can't think of his name I can right picture now. Picture him. I but... can't think of the name off the top of my head. Um, I, 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 I really enjoyed the series. I, I give it a high taste, and I want to see more of these. These were all just pilots, though. Yeah. Um, and none of them have been greenlit. If uh, you watch these and, and you like them, go to Amazon.com/slash/pilotseason. And then there's a survey, and you can tell them what you liked, what you didn't like. And uh, if enough people like a certain show, they might give it the green light and give it a full series order. I, for one, want to see more of the Jean-Claude Van Johnson. <laughs> that sounds like the funnest one of them all. It, it, it is fan-fucking-tastic. I'm glad that's being made. There yeah. is nothing like this on fucking TV. No and, way. like, I'm, I'm telling you, I think the first 20 minutes, you're going to be like, what is, <laughs> what am I watching here? But the last 10 minutes, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. I want more of this. Yeah. I loved it. I, I thought it, sounds it was great. great. It, it was fantastic. <laughs> it's great. Like, everything in his house has, like, a JCVD la- label on it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Property of JCVD. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's so good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Out of all three of them, that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's uh, Jack, Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie is, uh, Earl Haley. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. And uh, Peter Serafin. Dan, you're going to be our crack <laughs> research team. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Just a bit slow. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon's... Uh, Peter Serafinowitz is actually the voice of Darth Maul as well, if anyone didn't know that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, nice. Amazon's yeah. trying. They're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, they're not quite Netflix level yet as far as like original content, but yeah. they're starting to put stuff out. It's getting to be a service worth having. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're doing it. Um, Hulu is getting better too. I mean, I, uh, another, yeah, let's just jump. I'll jump into this good pop, bad pop. I watched the season two finale of Hulu, of, uh, Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> All of it? <laughs> I didn't know that was humanly possible. <laughs> I finished Hulu last night. It's like, done. <laughs> no more. It's like that. It's like that one meme that I saw. Like uh, it showed a guy at his computer. It's like you have finished the internet. <laughs> no, um, I uh, I uh, I watched the season two finale of Casual. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, and it is, uh, what a great fucking series. Yeah. Uh, so fucking good. Um, if you, if you're not watching casual, watch it, but it's a Tupperware. So. Awesome. Yeah. It, it went 10, 10 episodes the first season. Uh, second season went 13, so they gave it three more. Oh, wow. I thought it was going to be over a few weeks ago, and I was like, holy shit, they're giving it 13 episodes. So Tupperware the fuck out of season two of casual. Awesome. So fucking good. Cool. So, uh, Dan, uh, what else do you have? Uh, just a couple of uh, board game things, really. I've been I played X Wing with my brother um, this week. Um, just a, a Star Wars board game, um, which was which is great. Uh, I know the Joseph uh, Olivares likes playing that too, so that was cool. There's a few more Waves uh, expansion packs coming out soon, so I love that game. That's a that's a tupperware if you're into. Your What's it game. called? What's it? Well, you just like you call it a Star Wars board game. What was it called? It's just called X-Wing. Oh, you called it X-Wing? I'm just an yeah. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like Thomas Comiskey not listening. 
Gamescom. It is called X Wing <laughs> Star Wars board game. Um, yeah, and it's it's just a like a flight combat uh, game where you have uh, different upgrade cards and stuff. You could choose your pilot for your particular ships and uh, different like dr- like astromechs and droids and crew members and stuff. It's just a good fun game. So if anyone's fun. into their board games, check it out. Quick question: Do you have to have a board yeah. with it, or is it just cards? Uh, you have to have what? Sorry, a board. Like for uh, locations, no, you, you you can buy one, but it you just recommended you just play on a. I think it's a, a, a three by three foot area, so you can just play it on the floor if you. Oh, want. Oh, okay, cool, badass. Yeah, you just basically like put borders around and just like agree with the other player like where the end of the the space is because you can. Uh, in the game when you're doing like a dogfight match if you go out of the boundaries your ship basically is dead it's like that ship has left so you don't get to use that one anymore so you gotta concentrate on like what uh whereabouts your moves are going to take you and stuff so yeah that was good fun i love playing my brother it's always a good time um and the other game that i haven't played but I, i will be playing it is a game called mansions of madness which is a a game based on the um H.P. Lovecraft, uh, Cthulhu myth- uh, mythos. Oh, cool! Wow. So, and that's the, this is the second edition of this game, and it comes with an app, and you can just download the app if you want to check it out. It's totally free, and the game. I'm not. It's about thirty, well, thirty pounds. So that's about like uh, forty-five, fifty dollars. So it's quite expensive. Yeah. But uh, the app has scenarios which you just click on, and they load up, and the app tells you how to set the board out and it takes you through every single step of the game so it's like an ai which tell it's like a you know in dungeons and dragons you have like a game master yeah like a dungeon master uh-huh. hey hey dan dan hold yeah. that can you hold that thought real quick yeah sure okay i don't want you to forget where you're at let's clarify something for thomas comiskey <laughs> <laughs> thomas he said this game is 30 pounds. That does not mean if you're going to purchase it <laughs> that you need to show up with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> All right. Who needs a wheelbarrow for 30 pounds? Well, Thomas might. <laughs> Weak as fuck. <laughs> Just saying. We don't know his condition. You don't need, like, we don't know. <laughs> He's got a small boy carrying a load for him. <laughs> Tom, it's not a unit of weight. All right. Just throwing it out there for you, Chief. Andrew Garfield, if you're still listening, thank you, sir. All right, Dan. Dan, continue on. Jesus, Frank. I just slipped out. (laughs) Dungeon Master. Yeah, it's your normal, like, sort of, you know, done... Dungeons and Dragons game, but the the AI in the app it is the Dungeon Master, and it tells you what the enemies are, where they are, what sort of hit points they have, and stuff like that. It, it's it looks like a really cool game, and I've done a lot of research on it. Downloaded the app, and I'll be playing it on Tuesday. But it, it looks great, and the app is fucking fantastic. It's really really good. So there's that, and um, I've been playing a game called Knights of Pen and Paper. Volume two, which is um, it's on Android and iOS. As so well. there, it wasn't enough with Volume one. They were like, <laughs> no, no, that's uh, it's like a, a that is a Dungeons and Dragons game, and it's really cool. It's like pixelated artwork, and it's a typical kind of like role playing game. But what you're actually like a group of kids playing Dungeons and Dragons, and so what the screen is is like you've got your characters all sat down on a table, and there's a table. And then the other side of the table is another is, is another kid who's like the games master. He's a dungeon master. And around you, the world kind of appears as how he describes it. 
and then you get to fight bosses and battles and stuff like that, and you have paladins and mm. clerics and, and you know all the different classes and stuff. And that was that was uh, that's about sort of like five dollars. Um, and it's it's a really good game, and it pokes fun at, um, at the D and D like um, you know all the tropes that we use and stuff like that. So you start off in a place called Spawn Central, and your first mission is to destroy all of the rat traps because their giant rats that live in their city are the uh, are the main tourist attraction. So if you don't destroy all the traps, then all their tourist the tourism industry is going to go down the pan and they won't have any money so <laughs> it, and, and there's a play, the whole the whole country's called uh, paperos as well instead of like westeros, <laughs> westeros. from yeah from game of thrones and there is a, there is a place just called the wall and there's like a little igloo that sits outside it and stuff like that <laughs> that's cool I'm not going to say any more cuz it it'll ruin all the cool jokes in there but there, it, every single location you go to there's like another joke it's it's mm-hmm. really good fun it's it's great game mechanics and it's just awesome. So I top aware that too. And this is an app. Sounds really cool. Yeah, it's a game. It's just a tablet game, man. You can get it on PC too. So I think it's on Steam. So uh, uh, for Thomas uh, Kaminsky, what is it called again? It's called Knights of Pen and Paper Volume Two. Oh, Thomas, that's Volume Two. And uh, how much does it weigh? (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's about it's 3.99 pounds <laughs> which is about five dollars nice, nice nice and and aside from uh, apart from that i would just like to say happy birthday to bryce logan as well because it's his birthday today yay he's, he's, he's an army member we <laughs> see not just some random guy <laughs> i've heard that name before <laughs> yeah that, that's my good pop bad pop happy birthday you dirty bastard <laughs> I just I want to say uh, happy anniversary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some random people. <laughs> Some rando people. <laughs> Listen to him. Like you act like like uh, like like uh, we're at that point on the on the prices right where you're, you're getting ready to spin the wheel and you can say hi to your family and friends and shit. <laughs> No, but because he's an army member, that makes Dan like our human resources liaison. And I just want to say hi to my mom out there. Mom, I love you. Uh, all right, spin the wheel. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, All right. I, I, uh, a lot of people have been telling me to watch this uh, Bo Burnham comedy special on Netflix. Hmm. Uh, I got about uh, 30 minutes in, and he's all right. It's just not my kind of comedy, so I stopped watching. Yeah. He's kind of like music, and yeah. yeah, I was never a big fan of Bo Burnham. Yeah. Is he that guy that kind of talks monotone? No. I don't think so, right? I don't know what Frank's talking about. Was it the Make Happy one that you watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the one before that, which is just called, I think it's just called What? That that is that's really really good. So I mean, if you want to give it a second chance, watch his <coughs> earlier show called What, because I I love that show. But he, like you're saying, the the Make Happy show isn't isn't as good as the first one. Okay. It's a bit of a shame. Maybe but, yeah, I'll check that out. I, I don't know, man. It's just like I would rather. I, I'm more of kind of like a Daniel Tosh, Bill Burr, you know, Louis C.K., yeah. fucking George Carlin, Jerry classic, Stein. yeah, just yeah. shit like that. I, the, I don't know. I wasn't like a huge fan of this. Mm-hmm. Give it a taste. That I, I couldn't even. I, it's not that I couldn't finish it. It was just like I, I was just feeling like I was just kind of like 
not really getting into it. It, it, it always felt like <clears throat> his comedy style felt like just a short attention span kind of humor. You know, like, here's mm-hmm. this, here's this, here's this. I'm going to yeah. do this now. I'm going to do that now. It's like, yeah, but yeah, I, I more am into like tell the joke, tell the yeah. joke, you know. So yeah. yeah, I wasn't a big fan of his stuff either. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I have been watching uh, the second season of 60 Days In started. It's the, uh, the show where they take regular people and they put them in prison. Oh shit! And How's uh, that? it's uh, the first season. I, I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I've been looking more into the second season, and there's some things that kind of upset me. What's I, that? I still enjoy the show. I still love it. I'm finding out that uh, one of the guys from the first season, uh, actually two. Uh, hold on, Robert from the first season uh, has actually uh, tried to be an actor before. Oh, geez. and oh, he starred in some other like uh, reality shows. Then I found out that this car- this guy Zach that was in the first season uh, starred not starred but he had like a bit part on this. He was an actor, an aspiring actor, and he was on this like show called like Homicide something or other, uh-huh. and he he was an actor in that. And so they took Zach's wife and they put Zach's wife into season two. And so I was like, holy shit, they're putting Zach's wife into season two. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. And I found out that Zach's wife is an aspiring oh, model. God damn it. <laughs> And yeah, in, normal people in quotes. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so uh, I'm still watching it because maybe the people are plants and they're not real, mm-hmm. but the prisoners are. Right. Yeah, they are. So I am watching it. So um, well, hold on a second. Hold on yeah. A second. So this is an American show, right? Yeah. And so they put normal people in prison yeah. with real criminals. Yes. Yes. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, dude, dude. Like the whole, okay, check this out. Check this out. This is what's fucked up about it, Dan. Is like the yeah. first season they were claiming, "Oh, we are putting you in there for so we can get intel on how to make prisons better." Because yeah. we want to find out where the drugs are coming from, and we want to find this out and what we can do, what what's working, what's not working. Okay. And so what they do is they get these people and they put them in the prisons. Well, what's fucked up is that the first season concludes, the second season starts up, and then you've got like your narrator or your you know your your your, your uh, fucking guy introducing the episodes, and he's like. Now in the new season of 60 Days In, he's like, the drugs are more rampant. (laughs) Wow. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking to myself like, so you learned nothing. (laughs) Yeah, you made it worse. You've you've learned nothing from the first season. Right. Like you guys are talking about all this wonderful intel that you're getting from the first season, but it sounds like things are more fucked up. <laughs> Let me know when somebody gets ass raped. Maybe it just sounds like you're just trying to make things, you know what I mean? Like get more viewers. Yeah, because that yeah. would get more viewers. Yeah. 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 And the other thing is it's like all the correction officers don't know about the program. Yeah. Bullshit. Right. I guarantee you. They have to know. They, well, I guarantee you like the people that are involved in this told the corrections officers because they don't want to look bad. Yeah. Right. And, Big time. I mean, uh, yeah. Like if any, if you've ever served time at all, then you know they would have to fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. Are, they, are, the, are, the, are the people in the show, are they safe or do they go around the yard with, with all the other criminals? Are they in general like population? They're in general population. That's crazy. Yeah. Are they uh, in like in a state or a fed? This is, uh, it's within, uh, it, it's a, it's a prison in Indiana. It's, uh, Clark County, Indiana. Hmm. 
So yeah. I, it, I, it's 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 I don't know, Frank. Federal's anything you get over a year, but otherwise they can do state or county, which you can be in there. It's got to be sixty four days. Yeah, it's it, it's it's called sixty days in, so they're only in for sixty days. Some right. of the people have been there over a year, though. Oh wow! Okay, that's and, not supposed to be and at least pe- in this state. And the people that they pick for this aren't probably like the best people to get intel for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aspiring fucking actors. Well, that Jesus. and they've got like I don't know. You just have to see like some of the people that they pick. I think that they pick people that are going to be just either controversial when they get them in there. Yeah. That's uh, so stupid. Here, take a chance of getting shanked, motherfucker. Well, it's enter- it's all about entertainment. Oh, yeah. Fuck, That's Jesus. what it is. It's not about... I couldn't get on Big Brother, so I'm going to prison for 60 days. <laughs> it's not about fixing the prison system. It's about fucking ratings. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. what it is. <laughs> and that's, like, the first season I thought, like, I thought, like, okay, this might be genuine. And then finally, a lot of these things coming out, how Robert was a plant, how Zach was a plant, how Zach's w- a wife, her modeling pictures are on the internet. Yeah. And in the first, excuse me, in the second episode, she's got fucking girls in the cells taking her to, telling her to take her pants down. Uh huh. And she's showing her ass off to these girls. Oh my god. She, and she's bouncing her ass up and down. And I was thinking to myself, when I first saw it, I was just like, oh my god, poor Zach. Mm-hmm. Like his wife is doing this, and like, why is she doing this to herself? She's a she's a new mother, yeah, and she's only like twenty seven. Like, why is she doing this? She's putting herself in this position, and now I fucking get on the internet and I find out she's an aspiring model, and that he's an actor, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, of course she's showing her ass off because she's a fucking model, yeah. She's doing this for her own she wants self. That. That's yeah. so fucked up because any normal woman but she's would be like re- reduced to tears to have to do that. Yeah. And she's a recovering drug addict and they're putting in her putting her in a place where there's drugs. <gasps> Lots of drugs. Drugs running rampant. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. This this show is it's uh it's it's in, I, I'm going to keep watching it. I I still like the show, yeah. but but it's not what they I I go into it now knowing it's not what they claim it to be. Right, right. Just entertainment, pure entertainment. entertainment. They're not trying to change the prison system. They're just trying to get ratings and... And they're putting some bullshit people in these. They're shows. cashing in on a shitty prison mm-hmm. system, basically. Yeah. Big yeah. time. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is I've been rewatching a show uh, within the past couple of days that I loved it when it first came out. Uh, I revisited it a few years later, and I'm back watching it again. It is one of my favorite shows of all time, Freaks and Geeks. Oh yeah! Oh, wow! Yeah, buddy. Uh, this series ran for 18 episodes from 1999 to 2000 before it was canceled. It was written by Paul Feig, and uh, it was created by Paul Feig. A lot of episodes were written by Paul Feig and written by Judd Apatow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. This is the best thing Paul Feig and Judd Apatow have ever done. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the best thing they've ever done. Um, it, you can watch it on Netflix. And I, if I'm telling uh, Finn Dietz Creek and Jacob Harmon – if you've never seen this, this is right up your fucking alley. You yeah. guys would love this. It's uh, set in 1980. It goes from 1980 to 1981. It stars Linda Cardellini. We loved her in Bloodline. Yes. She played Velma in the new Scooby-Doo live-action movies. She was uh, also in uh, Grandma's Boy. Yeah, she was in Grandma's Boy as well. Uh, the guy that played Grandma's Boy is yeah. in an episode of this show. Oh, nice. Uh, James Franco is in this. Martin Starr. Who's going to be in the new Spider-Man movie? Seth Rogen yeah. was in this. Sam Levine, Jason Segal from uh, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Joe Flaherty from SCTV is in this show. He plays the father. 
Tom Wilson, Biff from Back to the Future, yeah. <laughs> plays the fucking yeah. He wow. plays the fucking gym uh, high school gym Perfect teacher. Perfect casting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Busy Phillips. She was in that uh, that Cougar show with oh, fucking yeah, yeah. Courtney Cox. I remember her? Yeah. Uh, John Francis Daly. Uh, he's one of the uh, writers for the new Spider-Man Homecoming. He's in this as a little child. Uh, there's so many special appearances and cameos in this thing. It's it's hard to keep them all straight. You got Joel fucking Hodgson mm-hmm. from Mystery Science wow. Theater 3000, the creator of that show. He's in he's in a few episodes. David Keckner from fucking Anchorman. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Wow. Fucking everybody. This is like monster B-list everything. Ben Foster. Tracy Boulier, who played Dr. Forrester in MST3K, Mystery Science Theater 3000, is in this. Ben Stiller is in an episode. Mm -hmm. You've got Rashida Jones. Um, this, this is, this, oh my god. I love coming back to the show every 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 five six seven years or whatever. I come back and I just I binge watch this. Yeah, like as soon as I get home tonight, I'm gonna put on an episode before I go to bed. Yeah, because you kind of forget about it until you start watching it again. Like, yeah, I remember this episode. Freaks and Geeks yeah. is so good. Uh, it got canceled after the first season, um, and I'm gonna say this: that Goldberg show that's on. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed like the first two seasons. That that show has become formulaic, and as much as I love Jeff Garland and and I love the first couple, the show is formulaic as fuck. And this show destroys the Goldbergs. The yeah. Goldbergs is fucking shit compared to this show. And for this show to get canceled back then makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, this show is so fucking good. This was like the next best thing to like the Wonder Years. Yeah, and for our time. Yeah, for our time. I get emotional watching this show. There, there are scenes in this show that just like make me fucking like emotional. Yeah, um, it is so good. Freaks and Geeks is one of the best shows that was – one of the best sitcoms ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. It's on Netflix. The whole thing is on fucking Netflix. The cast is amazing. Everything is perfect. Yeah. This is the best thing Paul Feig and Judd Apatow have ever done. And, like, Judd Apatow, he left – after this, he went on to do another show called Undeclared. Did mm-hmm. you ever see that? Never saw it. Undeclared, I think it went on for maybe two seasons. Uh-huh. Maybe two seasons. Uh, that was uh, Jay Barrichell. Okay. And um, that uh, Seth Rogen again. I did. I watched a couple episodes of that. And Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Okay. Before they, they hit it big. Yeah. And they did that show, and that was a great show. Mm. Not as good as Freaks and Geeks, but still fucking damn good. Yeah. But my God, there are some great episodes. Like there's there's an episode. I mean, there's episodes. They they, they talk about classic rock. They talk about the death of John Bonham in this. Mm-hmm. They fucking talk about uh, going like going to a Who concert. They, they they talk about uh, they talk about there's drugs they talk about sex uh, the the the, the geeks, bullying yeah. Bull, yeah, the geeks in this show it's like uh, one of the what is it Martin Starr his mom mm-hmm. starts dating Tom Wilson yeah <laughs> and he's the gym teacher and it's like there's such a great episode about that man it's like crazy this is a fantastic show Freaks and Geeks Tom Thomas Comiskey. <laughs> watch this on Netflix. I'm, I'm not kidding you. You binge watch it. 18 episodes. Yeah. This is one of the best fucking shows ever. My dream would be for them to fucking Netflix to bring this back. Mm-hmm. 
with all, either all new yeah with it have to be with all new actors yeah bring back Paul Feig and Judd Apatow and and finish this story yeah they did something right they did something like absolutely perfect how did this. it get canceled Jay I don't know what the fuck I don't know because I I remember fucking watching that all the time yeah. religiously yeah I was like there's nothing better than this nothing. And uh, it was like the Wonder Years. It, yeah. I th- it, absolutely. And then we get shit like, I'm not knocking the Goldbergs. It's still all right. Yeah. Dude. But like, it's fucking formulaic as fuck. Last year, they had an episode where they buried, they had a funeral for a t-shirt for yeah. Barry. Yeah. They buried a t-shirt. This guy wore the same t-shirt all the time. The t-shirt got ruined and they buried. Fucking stupid. That's fucking dumb. This show is smart. It's funny. Yeah. You would watch an episode and be crushed. There yeah. were times where it was like crushingly, Absolutely. like fucking brutal. The episode where Sam Levine Neal, his character, finds out that his dad's been cheating on his mom, mm-hmm. and fucking Sam comes home to his dad and his mom, and his mom and his dad are happy to see him. Yeah, and they want to watch TV with him or something. Oh, no, they bought him the they bought him an Atari. Mm-hmm. And he just starts crying and hugs them. Yeah. And he's crying and he's hugging them because they're still together. Yeah. And he's watching his best friend, Neil, he's watching his dad cheat on his mom. It was... I, and it's like, 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 dude, dude there's, this, this show's fucking amazing. Yeah. It was ahead of its time. Way ahead of its yeah. time. And I think that's the biggest issue. If you put that out now, people would eat it up. They'd yeah. be like, this is the best fucking thing Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. But back in that day, it was like everything on television was shit. Yeah. <laughs> Besides like The Simpsons or something like that. Yeah. We were lucky to get one season. I mean, if, yeah. if you told me now that you could have a fucking series with Linda Cardellini, Martin Starr, Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jason Segal, fucking Tom Wilson, Busy Phillips. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. You can't get that cast together now. No. They had it. They had fucking lightning in a bottle, and a fucking network canceled this fucking show. Yeah. And now we get garbage like fucking Goldberg. I know. <laughs> and it was a, it was like essentially a never ending story. They could pick it up again if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that story could have went on and on into their adult lives and every kind of you know. Yeah, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. But that like shaped who I was because like that like made me feel okay with who I was as a person. Yeah. You know, you're right. I, that's fucked up to say like a no, TV no, no, show. No, 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 no. You're but right. But it did. It no, did. it makes you reflect on high school. Yeah. It makes you reflect on the times that they were growing up in and and it makes you reflect on yourself. Like I it, within the last 2 days, I'm on there's 18 episodes. I knocked out 14 episodes in 2 days. But damn. This show is so Whoa. goddamn Yeah, Dan, it's Jesus. fucking it's it's fucking addictive. It is, yeah. It's so goddamn addictive. Like How la- long were the episodes? Uh, they're 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 uh, they're originally like an hour long format, so it's about forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool. last night, dude, dude, I'm just fucking sitting there. I'm drinking vodka and shit, and I'm fucking watching Goldbergs, and I'm just fucking like laughing and tearing up, and it's just like I went through like a whole range of emotions. Yeah, this is fantastic. Jacob Harm and Finn Deets Creek. If you haven't seen this, fucking watch it. You will thank me. Yeah. You will fucking thank me for watching Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, that's retro as fuck. Can't go wrong with that. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. One of the best fucking shows ever, and it got canceled after one season. It's like, this is like, oh my God. Fucking, makes you mad at humanity. It makes you fucking <laughs> Yeah. Like, I want to see Netflix bring this back. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get these fucking actors again. Yeah. But fucking... 
you know, do a wet hot American summer like the series. Bring these actors back to play these parts. Totally, totally. I want to see where they're at now. I want to see how they've grown. No, or no, not no, no. Grown. Have them back in high school playing high school oh, kids. Shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Wet hot American summer. True, did true. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd Do be it. Cool. That'd be cool All it takes that. is James Franco or fucking Seth Rogen to get the bug in their head, and they fucking bring yeah. it together. What the fuck else is Busy Phillips doing? And it wouldn't be necessarily... I don't think it would necessarily be like, oh, ha-ha, these guys are reprising their roles as adults. I think they could actually pull it off in a way... Oh, yeah. The way that it's written, yeah. I think he would take it seriously still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it'd be great to see them now after all their acting chops and everything yeah. else they've been through. Yeah. Wow. Damn, that'd be it, awesome. Yeah. Watch this fucking show. Yeah, watch it. Thomas Comiskey. It's called Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> I do got one thing I didn't think about. Oh, Jesus. Longest longest running fucking good pop, bad pop ever. <laughs> it's because of you. What oh, Jesus. Uh, I've been reading this book from Rob, uh, not Robert Kirkman, G.R.R. Martin, mm-hmm. uh, The World of Fire and Ice. Yeah. It reads like a history book, so it's a little on the dry side, but I like history, and I've been really big into this world since the finale of Game of Thrones. Yeah. I've been doing a rewatch of the series, and I'm halfway through the third season again. Now, knowing what we know from the show, and also having read of the history of Westeros, also, like in this book, it goes through every fucking Targaryen king, right from Aegon the Conqueror all the way up through Ares the Mad King. And it makes the series mean that much more. Things that are said, um, like just from a rewatch, watching the fucking mistakes that uh, fucking Eddard Stark and Catelyn made throughout the early seasons that mm-hmm. fucked over their entire family yeah. if they would have played shit just a little differently. And then just even little one-line comments and stuff echoing back to like big events that are covered in that book, like the Dance of Dragons where the dragons all died and that's why there are no more. Yeah, It's really neat to go back and look and see how those things happened. It's written from like a scholar's point of view, so there's no flavor spun onto it at all. There's no like sides. Friday night I went to... Um I went to this place and they had the dance of the Jasmines. <laughs> God, that was amazing. Left immediately. Wow. <laughs> Shit. No, I stuck around. I'm like halfway through. It's a, it's a, it's a big book. It's like 1,300 pages. It's yeah. a big read. And a, admittedly, after I got through uh, all the Targaryens, it goes through like the North and the Riverlands, mm-hmm. and all that stuff's a little bland. I'm gonna even taste it. I'm not done with it yet, but I'm definitely gonna finish it. I can't see You're that rating change. Taste it this episode. <laughs> No, man, it's good, but it's not going to be for everybody. I mean, the Targaryen parts were great because that was what I was most interested in. The thing that was a little uh, disappointing was when they got to things during Robert's Rebellion that we were hoping would be revealed on the show, like John Smo's mom, ah, John Snow's mom and dad, John Schmo, John Schmo, John Schmo comic show. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Um, I thought you were going to bitch about the length of the book. <laughs> Fuck no. Either it's too short or Shut up. Either it's too short or too fucking long. God it's damn. all about long. 1,300 pages. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, but like literally they, they go over that part and say, but but that's well-known 
material. I'm like, you fuckers, no, it's not well known. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of pricey for a book of just background stuff. It was 25 bucks off of iTunes. Yeah. I taste it. It's worth reading if you're really interested mm-hmm. in like the history of Westeros and Essos and the fall of Valyria and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Uh, but, you know, the price along with how it seems like it drops off after they get done with the Targaryen Kings, I got to give it a taste it. But, you know, in combination of reading that and doing a rewatch of Game of Thrones, it really brings new life to the show, especially the earlier seasons, which a lot of people would have called the first season kind of bland. Yeah. But especially knowing what happens later on along with some backstory, it kind of helps to flesh some shit out. But yeah, if you're really interested in it, I, I recommend picking it up or like doing like the free trial, reading some pages of it, seeing if you like it. The through, the, I mean, the the parts that go through the old Targaryen kings is worth it for the purchase alone, in my opinion. It, it's really good, and you can see how they were so hit and miss between a good king and a fucked up king, and how they ended up where they were at with Aerys. And it does shed some light on some things that the show doesn't, as far as like Aerys Targaryen's relationship with his son Rhaegar, mm-hmm. how right there at the end. He thought that Rhaegar was even conspiring against him, mm. and and Rhaegar really wasn't on his side. So it, it really it really does help flesh out the world. It's really interesting. So the world of uh, Ice and Fire from G.R. Martin. Good this, read. Yeah, there you go, Thomas. They got to reiterate. Yeah, uh, you know what? We're gonna take a quick break here in a little moment. But you know what? I think we can knock out our review of Don't Breathe. Okay. I almost forgot. Oh, I almost wow, forgot yeah. about this movie. <laughs> that's, okay. that good. that's a great sign. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Almost like uh almost half of my audience passed out during this movie. <laughs> right? They stopped breathing. Oh no. <laughs> they took the message literally. Idiots. No, I uh let's talk about do- Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe is uh it's uh the new horror film uh that's out currently in theaters starring Stephen Lang, Jane Levy, Dylan Minnette. Uh, it's directed by Fetty Alvarez and also written by Fetty Alvarez. Uh, it's a group of friends break into a house of a wealthy blind man, thinking they'll get away with the perfect heist. They're very wrong. Frank, what did you think about Don't Breathe? Uh, I got a low taste it. I mean, they had a lot of jump scares in it. And where, like, the camera would cut and all of a sudden the blind guy's standing there. Mm-hmm. And where it really got kind of confuckered for me was and are we spoiling it because some of it i got to talk about uh I, you know what actually i don't want to spoil the okay. ending i All don't right. want to spoil the ending well there's a bit where there fuck i don't even know how to say this spoilers uh non-spoilery um so there's a part that involves semen reproduction and it really kind of just fucking lost me at that point it's an amalgamation of a bunch of jump scares Mm -hmm. i didn't know who to be for because the three fuckers were robbing the guy in the first place Mm -hmm. and then they get into how fucked up the dude is it i i just i I, at the end i just really didn't care who, who fucking killed who the guy was blind he didn't have any superpowers or anything like that but i mean he had a heightened sense of hearing and stuff and that allowed him to track him it eh just low taste it the only thing keeping me from tossing it was it it did have decent pacing because it wasn't it it didn't like lollygag as far as like backstory on the three main characters who break into the dude's house Mm um yeah just just low taste it's just kind of meh you're out of your goddamn fucking mind (laughs) as per usual what you are out of your goddamn mind this this movie was actually pretty entertaining um 
I actually really enjoyed this. As far as horror films go, I'm going to give this a high taste. It. Um, it's 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 hard not to give it a Tupperware. Uh, I'm going to give it a high taste. It just because I think like the first two acts weren't uh, fantastic. Uh, the third act I thought was amazing. I thought that they really gave us a lot of twists in this movie that were just kind of fun. Just kind of fun. Like I didn't see like a lot of these things coming. Like of of course you think like certain people are dead and they're alive and they come back and like we've seen that in a ton of fucking horror films. But in this movie, it all seemed to work. We even got like a fucking Cujo scene out of this. (laughs) I was like, holy shit! They fucking gave us a Cujo scene in this fucking movie. I thought that was fantastic. Um, This is not a traditional horror movie. Like I was expecting to be scared the entire time. I wasn't scared. This movie didn't scare me. It wasn't. I don't think it was meant to scare you. I just think it was meant to uh, keep you engaged in the film. And I was very engaged in the film. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I give it a high taste. It. I think wow. you're out of your goddamn mind. The only thing that I keeps, do. I think you're out wow. of your goddamn the thing, mind. The only thing that keeps it from it. being a toss up for me is the fact that they did use sounds to their fullest. Like that was the thing. Is like instead of it being some silly thing, like don't breathe, don't really breathe. Mm-hmm. Like every little sound did have like an impact on this guy, mm-hmm. and, and and they did continue with that pretty much throughout the whole movie. But yeah, the the, the big twist. At the end, with like who else was there? There's like there's like there's multiple twists eh. in this movie for me. Yeah, I think I think you're out of your mind. I think like this is like as far as horror movies go, and like horror movies, the way that we're given the, the traditional horror movie now is like mostly like special effects and uh, a lot, just a lot of special effects and like scary monsters that you can tell that they're computer generated. Right, and this is like. Uh, this movie is interesting because it's like these these kids are bad because they're trying to steal from a blind man who's like a, a veteran. Right. And so you go in there and you're thinking to yourself, okay, honestly, at the beginning, I'm thinking like to myself, like, yeah, these kids deserve to get fucking either killed or or they need to get they need to get their asses. Especially kicked. the douchebag with the fucking cornrows. I couldn't stand his ass. Well, I, him him and and everything, but like, there's another twist. There's another twist, and and then, there, and then they give you another twist, and then they give you another twist, and there's another twist. And I, this movie's fun. This movie's fun. I would highly recommend this. I would highly recommend seeing this. This is a great if you if you are a guy and you're seeing somebody and you want to take a girl to a movie and you mm-hmm. want to be in a dark theater and you want something to to talk about, you know, yeah. or like maybe to bring scare, you a little closer. Yeah, scare her a little bit. Uh, I think this is a fantastic. Movie I don't to know see. about that necessarily, given like what the dude came at her with towards the end. I don't know if that is necessarily the best date. Dude, movie. dude, there, there dude, there I, I guarantee like all the people that I saw in my theater were couples. All the people that I saw in my theater were couples. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean I do I mean I appreciate the fact that you like it for the ambiance and how they use like natural sound and no CG. Sure. It didn't need that and, and that was kinda cool. But like it just had, I guess, too many twists and turns for me, especially there at the end. I can't fucking talk about it without spoiling. No, it. I still think that this is a good movie for couples because there was like that tension between the two. The there was like kind of a like like a sexual tension between the other, the the, the male character and the female character. You talking about one of the other criminals? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but that was more like the friend zone no, kind of thing. I think there's a little bit more than that with her. I do. Uh, I don't know. I do. <laughs> I do. Like the scene in the car at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I know. And then even the other guy fucking addresses it later on, like tells him, like, well, stay I think, here. I, I, the there's, so many, there's so many fucked up things that you can watch, Frank. I think, like, if you take a date to this movie, I think she can handle it. Not my wife. <laughs> well. Well, I, she, she can't handle scary anything. Sure. But, I'm just saying, but, I, I think, I think, I think this is, I think it's a, I think it's a crazy date movie. Uh, I don't know about taking another, uh, taking a lady. Hold on, hold on. Let me throw this out there for you. Okay. I went out on a date with a girl and our first date movie, no, our second date movie was the movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg. Oh shit. That's a horrible movie to do. Yeah, it is. Especially for your second date. Right. (laughs) Dan knows, I hear him. She might think I'm fucking him. Yeah. She might think I am like that crazy guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, well, I at least she's not going to get that out of watching this. <laughs> no, I think that like there's certain things that happen in this movie. I was laughing too. It was supposed to be serious, but I'm like laughing. You Which part? I, mean? oh. I, I don't know. Like spoiler like, bit. Yeah, it's spoiler stuff. I don't want to spoil it for people. I feel like I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to spoil. It I agree with you. It's not something that you really want to like air out. People should watch it. I think people should watch this movie. I don't know about in the theater though. I think this would be better suited think- at home. I think that this is a good, I think this is, I think this is a good movie to see in the theater. I, I want to support this. I think this is, I think this is a good horror movie. There are a lot of bad fucking horror movies out there. Absolutely. Well, like, how okay. many paranormal activities can you fucking, right. this is different, Frank. This is a little bit different. I, I agree. Mean, if you compare this to any of the other bullshit out there, like the trailer with some fucking possession fucking movie, I don't even remember the name of it that they all are anymore, mm-hmm. where like the chick's mouth got three times too big and her eyes turned milky fucking stinky white but uh this, this didn't do any of that and i do got to give it credit for that it tried something different and it, no cg that that is something that's rare these mm-hmm. days i didn't hate it. it there's just a couple of things that turned me off about it i i thought it was great i, I thought it was fantastic i finally a fucking movie where it wasn't it was not another creature from another dimension yeah uh, i'm yeah. not looking in a mirror and saying something three times, and something, <laughs> or I'm not basically watching a VHS tape, and uh, somebody calls me on the phone and says you're going to be dead in seven days. Right. right. This is something different. This is a fucking blind guy in a fucking house. Um, like it like is quite idea. possible too that the, the only problem that... that I had with this is how, like, this guy received that settlement mm-hmm. for six figures, three hundred k. Yeah. How did they know that the money was in the house? Right. How did they know that the cash was in the house to rob it? They didn't know for sure. They didn't know. That's the only problem I had. They broke in and were looking around like, for it. Because, yeah, they broke around. They, they, yeah, that's the only problem I have with this. Like, like I know the guy, may, like, why? what makes them think that he does not have the money in a bank? Well, they probably figured it was a slam dunk either way. Like, they go in and can check around and see what they can see. And then if it's not there, you know, no harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. Dude's blind. Yeah. Because the uh, the cornrow motherfucker, he even said when he found like the locked basement door, yeah. he's like, "It's here, it's here." Yeah. So, hmm. basically, Jay, like, like they fucking break into this guy's house, uh-huh. and as soon as he fucking finds out that they're in there, like he fucking locks them in. Yeah, yeah, I like that. 
And <laughs> I like it know, already. He cuts out the lights and like he can fucking hear them in the house and shit like that. Frank, I think you're crazy. I, I think, like it. I, I, I think this is I, this is definitely not a Tupperware. It has its issues, but I think that this is a fun movie. It, I think this is a good horror movie. This is different than the uh, than, than most of the horror movies that are out there right now. I, I'll have to bring it up to you when we're off air because it is something that is very spoilery. But there are you is talking one- about? Are you talking the turkey baster? Yes. That that was stupid. That was fucking stupid. Like as far as that dude went, that silence doing, of the lambs level. That's fucking stupid. That's si- I I took it like they didn't want to piss off the social justice warriors, so that's how he was gonna have that happen. That, dude, that's silence of the lamb level fucking crazy, dude. It could be, but I guess I would. I I took it like they didn't want to piss people off with a a, a fucking rape. And and that that's the way I took it. They didn't want to go down that road, and that's why they went that route. And I, that, that, I don't know. That's how I took it. Yeah, I don't know. When that when that part came out, I was like, "That's fucked up," but that's like unrealistically fucked up. Like I don't understand that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Turkey baseball. <laughs> technically, 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 though. I mean, look at it. We're both in the taste it range. Low, high, we're still tasting it. No, no. If you're gonna, if you, hold on. Hold I'm the right there with on. you, Tate. Hold the fuck on. If, if we're doing, if we're doing like, if our rating scale is like from one to ten. Yeah. Okay. A fucking toss it is a one and two. Yeah. A low taste it is a, is a three and four. A taste it is a five and six. A high taste it is seven and eight. And a Tupperware. It's fucking nine and ten. All right, if I have to give it a number, then it'd actually be a taste it because I'd land right in the middle at five. Jesus Christ! Give me your fucking right rating then. <laughs> because we no, never no. spelled this out before. Somebody didn't give me the fucking Cliff's notes of the rating system. It's not that fucking difficult, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you just divide ten by two. Exactly. That's all you fucking do. <laughs> And think about it. I like overall when I left the theater. That's where I. That's Frank, where I fell out. I was like, eh. I'm gonna rate you a toss it. <laughs> and so no, you should. I'm rating you a toss it as an as a person. <laughs> you should. That's fucked up. That is fucked up, Frank. <laughs> as a person, like like your entire being. Like we've never uh, rated a person. Seriously, I'm talking about like no. Hold on, hold on. This is fucked up, Frank. Like I'm talking about like like from like your conception. To like yeah. this very moment, like everything, like from your conception to this very no. moment, and everything in between that makes up Frank Hammer, I gave it a toss. Like, <laughs> like you, you, a like every portion of that, I every, agree with, but not all of it. You are a waste of whatever was in that. <laughs> Fuck. You are a waste of whatever was in that tricky base. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, goddammit. <laughs> Origin story. See, that's what happened. Is nobody heated me up on the stove first? <laughs> Fuck that stupid shit. Guys, guys, don't, don't. Yeah, okay, guys, as far as don't breathe is concerned, don't listen to Frank. (laughs) Don't listen to Frank. Check this movie out in the theater. I I, I actually, I happen to really enjoy it. uh, I had a really good time with it. I think Stephen Lang was great in this movie. Um, there's there's some tense moments in this movie. Um, visually, it's fantastic. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, there's some cheesy shit in it too. Towards the end, there, there's the you know you know there's a lot of cheesy shit that happens. In, but I think like that's some of the best parts of it. Yeah, is like some of the like some of the twists and turns. Lots of horror end. movies have that stuff. No, a lot of the, lot of the good ones have cheesy yeah, fucking you don't, shit in it. This is. 
This is different. Yeah. This is, we've got a lot of garbage. I don't want to com- I don't want to compare this to other horror movies that we've gotten. Yeah. Because there's a lot of garbage that we've gotten. Well, it's got to be something different for you to like it that much. This is different. Yeah. This is different. I have a lot of problems with a lot of horror movies. Um, Frank's ratings this episode. I am not a horror movie fan. Didn't understand the system. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not typically a horror movie fan. They're all way too tropey, except I'm for not, a lot of the older I'm fucking campy motherfuckers. You <laughs> I know, goddammit. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. <laughs> 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 oh no oh shit <laughs> Brian don't listen to the name of the movie fucking breathe <laughs> alright guys oh, we're gonna take a break we'll be right back oh god Woo. pie like a cream pie baby <laughs> ain't that right frank <laughs> yep no substitute no substitute <laughs> oh, jesus christ <laughs> andrew garfield thanks for listening this is why he listens and this is why he listens guys it is now time for the pop culture leftovers news hear ye hear ye read all about it it's a leftover news and there's no doubt about it this news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo. Cream pies are gangster as fuck, yo. <laughs> People have no idea what you're talking about. Anybody that watches porn does. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, in uh, quick news, I wanted—I don't even have this in my notes. It's just something that I read recently. Uh, it looks like uh, a Matt Damon movie is making Chinese viewers nauseous at the theaters. Huh. And, uh, no, this is not, uh, the, uh, Great Wall movie that's coming out. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Yeah. You would think that that would be making Chinese viewers nauseous because, uh, it's a, basically a movie that's, uh, supposed, it should star all Chinese yeah. actors, but yeah. of course they have to cast an American white actor in this film. Very white. No, it is not the Great Wall. It is Jason Bourne. Um, Jason Bourne uh, is out in China, um, and uh, they gave it a 3D version in China. Uh, huh. Not in America. We did not get a 3D version of this film. But in China, they have a 3D version. You gotta understand that 80% of the theaters in China have 3D theaters. Uh, okay. 3D is huge in China. And, uh, the way that they made this, uh, 3D in China, it's actually making, uh, Chinese viewers sick. <laughs> they are leaving nauseous. Oh, shit. Kind of fucked up. Wow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Damn. I can't, yeah, I can't imagine, like, what would be 3D about a Jason Bourne movie, but, uh. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Like motion sickness, you think? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the steps on that wall are a bitch as well. 
What's that, Dan? The steps on that wall are a bitch as well. Oh, the Great Wall? Yeah. Get out of the park and walk up. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> You're talking about the wrong movie. <laughs> Let's get to some real news. Let's get yeah. to some real news. Yeah, fucking uh, Chinese. Uh, second bit of news Dan West will never be on Pop Culture Leftovers again Yeah, yeah Guys what are your thoughts on this so. Dan shut the fuck up oh, I tossed no, I'm, that idea. I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Guys the Duffer brothers The Duffer brothers the, the brothers that are responsible For Stranger Things mm. They talked to IGN About season 2 oh. And here's what they said uh, this is what IGN wrote here. Nancy's best friend Barbara died and she won't be revived as is sometimes the case in TV shows. The creators of the show know very well that they owe some explanations for what happened to her. There needs to be some closure and we need to see some, see what happens to the town in light of Barb's death. After all, this is used to, uh, this used to be a pretty peaceful community where crimes rarely ever happened. Matt Duffer, one of the creators of the show, told IGN in an interview that Barb is almost definitely not returning from the dead. Hmm. Quote, I can't see it happening. Duffer said when asked if Barb will somehow survive the Upside Down, although she really is dead there. But Barb will not be forgotten. We'll make sure that there's some justice for Barb. Hmm. People get very frustrated, understandably, that the town doesn't seem to be really dealing with Barb. <laughs> yeah. I said that in our review. Uh-huh, yeah. That stuff is all happening. We're just n- we're just not spending any screen time on it. Huh. I, that was one of my gripes. Yeah, yeah. I like how they addressed it here. A lot of people's gripes. Yeah. I, I said, like, you know, like, well, yeah, Will goes missing. Mm-hmm. But then Barb goes missing. We get one shot of her mother, and that's it. Yeah. No follow up. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know, and, and it's it, there's a lot of Barb means. What about Barb? And you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's true. They kind of shit on her. <laughs> what, ab- what about Barb? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I think if you try to expand that story though beyond the focus of the kids, yeah. that it, it would probably lose something. I mean, you get it's still traumatic when you see her in the upside down. Like, oh shit, there she is with something crawling out of her my, mouth. My main problem though is like uh, Will goes missing, and that's what the whole fucking thing's about. Right. Barb goes missing, and, and, and there's, like, one scene with her mother, and then, like, the police never talk about her yeah. again. Even Steve's like, don't call the cops, man. <laughs> don't call the cops to Nancy. But they got a, the, she left town, didn't they? Ah. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of said, oh, said that. Like they covered the it up. Yeah. They tried to cover it up. It, it was just, to me, it was one of those things where they took a character that normally is kind of heroic. Like, you know, the 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 moral compass of the show like you usually see those characters survive and it's like oh they're alive and I learned so much from this character in this case they've just fucking killed her well, they kind of <laughs> flipped it though the the girl who was naughty and had sex lived through it right. really, that's who they kill off right I kind of like that they flipped it yeah it's interesting that and I think that's my take from it too like I was a little bit like what the fuck you know why, why are you killing this character off she's so great why is teenage sex naughty <laughs> Horror movies, it is still naughty. Yeah, it's still naughty, but it's everyone's doing it. Yeah, teenage sex is just natural. It, it is natural. I mean, fun. 
hormones are raging. Yeah, yep. and and you know damn well at that time you're at your fucking peak, you, man. Well, <laughs> no, well, we know now that that was our fucking. You know peak. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I definitely know now. That was <laughs> yeah. my peak. No shit. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> we're so fucking. That old. night I went seven times. Yeah. <laughs> There was that night I went seven times. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seven times. I know, right? <laughs> I could never do that now. I, I <laughs> Seven times? Three is probably my peak. <laughs> no. Se- I, was, I know. I'm I, blown away by your seven times. Seven times. I can't believe that shit. She must seven, have been fucking hot. Se- well, uh, she, uh, uh, she would just have to, like, say anything to me. Boobs. And, boom. Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. Uh, just look at you me. You got say, thighs. I, I love your thighs. I, sex. Got, I got boobs. Here calves. Go. I love yeah. your calves. Number sex. five. Let's do this. Here's your ass. Sex. Your hair looks good in the sunlight. Sex. <laughs> like honestly, like towards the end of it, like my dick was. I, I wasn't even fucking. I was not even like like sperm was not even coming out. It was almost like you were putting your your hand under one of those automatic blow dryers. It's like an airsoft air, gun. Fucking, yeah, airsoft gun. It was just like fucking air was coming out. She fucking. She, she didn't need warmed up at that point anyway. It was all fucking inside her. It's just lubed up, ready to go. It was insane. <laughs> She probably had some wicked burn the next day, rug burn, oh friction my, burn. Seven times. I know, man. <laughs> She'll never be the same again. I was 19. She was 17. Seven times. Nice. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, and it was illegal. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Anyway, Did you say it was illegal. Yeah, it, seventeen. Technically, eight. Well, I, I think seventeen is legal for consent in some states, isn't it? Yeah, not in this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pretend for the sake of the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she was eighteen. So, yeah, she was. She said she was eighteen anyway. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, yeah, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> It's like, I love this stuff, man. There's the eighth time. <laughs> Jay, I, I love your Andrew Garfield. <laughs> your Andrew Garfield spot on. I channeled him, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> He's either loving or hating this episode. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Let's see here. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, let's see here. Matt Dufford, he continued... Uh, it's not like her parents are like, oh, Barb left. She died. Season one actually takes place over the course of six or seven days. It's really a short period of time. <laughs> He's trying to explain it. <laughs> so part of what we want to do with the hypothetical season two is to explore the repercussions of everything that happened. Nice. But if Barb isn't coming back, Dr. Brenner is almost definitely returning. Oh, shit. We didn't see him die in the Upside Down. Mm. I would say that if we were going to kill Brenner as an audience member watching the show, if that was his death, that would be very unsatisfying to me mm-hmm. when the monster jumps on him and we cut away, Duffer said. He would m- deserve much more than that as an ending. So, yes, there's a possibility of seeing him again. Yeah, I I think that's absolutely going to happen. Yeah, and I kind of thought to myself, like I I, th- I thought that they should explore him a little bit more in season two. Yeah, and it feels like that's where they're gonna go. He's such a good, he's a good bad guy. Yeah, yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he yeah. is. 
Dan, dude, uh, did we even get to talk to you about uh, Stranger Things? Uh, no, no, you didn't. No, let's was, not. Uh, let's not. Yeah, let's <laughs> move on. Let's let's. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's let's move on to some DC. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up, right? Dan, Dan, did you watch uh, Stranger Things? Yeah, man, all the way through. Fucking loved it. Tough cool. Awesome. Let's move on to DC News. <laughs> no, dude. Got my thoughts. No. <laughs> what did you, What did you think, man? Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, loved everything about it. The only thing that I didn't like was, and, and I know you guys loved her, but like Winona Ryder just didn't. I just didn't think she was very good in it. But what? Uh, I I know. I know. I don't. Uh, maybe it's because you know. I'm from another country and stuff, but, and I didn't understand, like, her intonation, her voice, or... Don't blame it on your... No, don't, no, don't... She was... She don't was blame it on your nationality. <laughs> she didn't know if she was going crazy, and she went, like, days without sleep. I thought she yeah, did a great job. Yep, it was just... I just didn't buy it from her most of the time. But there you go. That's just me. I'm not buying your rating. <laughs> <laughs> My rating is Tupperware all day. So I, I, I can't fault it. This is the episode where Sounds Brian like a low taste to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fucking between between frame rates and Winona Ryder, you're fucking batting o for o. Jesus Christ. We need to talk about Marvel so uh, no. Jay can join us in the pit. You know, you know who you know who I tossed this episode. Who? Myself. <laughs> Why? For asking Dan West to be on this episode. <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> You're a puss, Frank. <laughs> yeah, he's, dude, he's, 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 he is stinking this shit up. <laughs> Dan, 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 Dan. I'm fucking yeah. with you. Bro, like... The, I'm really fucking The with bar you. can't set be set any lower since I'm here. No, so no, no. Trust Dan, in that. Dan West is not... A, yeah, that's true. Dan <laughs> Dan West, you're not alone in that. Like, I've heard a lot of complaints about Winona Ryder. It, it's weird. It's, it's She's kind of... She's very... Like, a lot of people are split on this. Yeah. Either people love her performance in Stranger Things or they hate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm one of the. I'm in the camp of. I, I thought she did a fantastic job. Me too. Blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're just on the wrong side. Minority. Yeah, <laughs> like as far as the Barb stuff goes, I don't see a problem idiots. with it. Because like, what? What would Frank? Are you doing your Daniel Hopner impersonation this week? Because you are. You are cutting people off left and right. So I'm not trying to. You're, sorry. You're fucking like. You're like like. Uh, <laughs> Get off, Dan! Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Like he's, he's trying to get a thought out, and you're yammering on over there. Sorry, Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking, you, 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 you're like you're cutting more than uh, the fucking like lesbian scissoring. I, <laughs> fuck the way you were doing your fingers there. I was thinking like Joey from uh, fucking Full House. Cut it out. Yeah, that's fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scissor me timbers. (laughs) Scissor me timbers. (laughs) That that should have been his catchphrase. Yeah. Scissor me timbers. 
<laughs> I was thinking a little bit of Mrs. Mr. Garrison when he was Mrs. Garrison. Yes. Scissor me yes. timbers. Oh god. Oh my god. I I absolutely love watching those South Park characters scissor each other. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit. That's fucked up. No, what is it? Like Mrs. Chokes on Dick. And yeah. Just just fucking scissor and going to town. <laughs> Shit's funny. That's where she said it. Scissor me timbers. I'll scissor me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst episode we've ever Absolutely. had. Absolutely. This is bad. <laughs> we did it. My stomach hurts. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I like bad things. <laughs> Dan, I'm fucking with you. Don't, don't, don't get all weird and sensitive. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Brian tossed everything from my conception. You're probably doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, all right. Hey, guys. <laughs> Dan, Dan, what do you got? What do you got? You got something? I was just gonna. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I just I loved all the like the, the kids in it, especially Dustin was fucking incredible, yeah, wasn't like, he? Just yeah, man. I just it, I just hope that they get more work after this because yeah. it's that whole thing of you know the child actors and stuff. Even though they're so awesome, they'll always be seen as those characters, and they might not get anything else after this. But I agree. I, I, Hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's like I think everybody's like everybody's too obsessed with this with this anthology shit. Mm-hmm. Like ah, anthology. It's like I feel like this is. I think like if the creators of this story have more story to tell, I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I want to see these characters come back, man. I, I Dustin was fantastic, man. Yeah. Dustin was fantastic. I, I loved it, man. It's like. This is like fucking uh, freaks and geeks getting canceled. Yeah, if you don't come back with this, <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely, it'd be a fucking crying shame. It, it would be. <clears throat> Guys, let's move on to some DC news. You sons of fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina, and now the leftovers are going to destroy DC news. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. Let me throw this out there. Like, what what host, like, uh, refers to his uh, fucking co-hosts as sons of fucks? (laughs) (laughs) Does that happen? The only answer to that question is you. (laughs) None None in recent memory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like you're not listening to like any like big media outlet out there, yeah. right? All of a sudden, like fucking like you're listening to like whatever fucking NPR or fucking mm. Slash Film or Collider or whatever the fuck. Maybe it's Howard not, Stern. May, well, fuck, he doesn't do this fucking t- format of a show. No. No. So shut the fuck up, Frank. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like you're listening to that fucking show. You listen to that fucking show. You don't hear those fucking guys saying, hey, uh, you sons of fucks. <laughs> Uh, get jumping into some DC news. Thanks for being here, you pieces of shit. Let's yeah. move on. Hey, yeah. I fucking I toss your entire existence, you fucking right, piece of shit, Jesus. from your conception to the point where I'm looking at your fucking stupid face right now, you yeah. son of a bitch. And now we understand the rating system very clearly. <laughs> I, I'm still cloudy on it, apparently. God damn it. <laughs> After what, two, three years? Still getting the grips. <laughs> Guys, DC news this week. Uh, in an interview... Uh, with Collider, Andrew Kreisberg, an executive producer on Supergirl, revealed that Callista Flockhart will definitely return for the first two episodes. Hmm. Uh, they are working on getting her on the show more this season. So, um, 
it's it's an issue. Uh, the fact that the show is now going to be filming in Vancouver mm-hmm. is an issue for Calista Flockhart. They know she's going to be on the first two episodes. We might not get her for – we don't know if we're going to get her for any more episodes. They're trying to get her for more episodes. So as far as we know, she's only on two episodes this season. Uh, me being a Supergirl fan, a huge Supergirl fan, this is upsetting. Yeah. She was one of the best parts of season one. Um kind of sucks for me. So, uh, I don't know. Nobody else watching Supergirl? <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I saw like half of the first season. Yeah. So, I, I do think she was a strong character and it would probably, you know, definitely hinder the show, her not being on. Yeah. Um, I think they could handle it with, without her, but yeah. she definitely added a lot to that. She was a great character. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have is CW. I, oh, I was gonna say, is this because the fucking the fucking date? No, fucking Frank Hopner. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Frank Hopner. It's like simultaneous. <laughs> Every time, like Dan tries to say something, I want to hear what Dan has to say. <laughs> I want to hear Dan, and I got fucking uh, I got fucking Frank Hopner over here. Oh, <laughs> fucking uh, scissor me timbers. <laughs> 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 is this because the the shows moved from CBS to CW? Is that right? They've like moved locations. That's exactly what's happened. It's uh, yeah, CBS when they were doing it, they were filming it in Los Angeles. That's where she lives with Harrison Ford. And uh, now that they're uh, CW based, uh, all their production is done in Vancouver. That's where all those shows are filmed. And so, yeah, I mean, this is. Like, for her to do a fucking, like, 20-episode season, she'd have to move her ass over to fucking Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, that, that ain't going to happen, no. man. But she she loves, the, she loves the cast so much, and she loves being a part of the show so much that she's agreed to do at least these first two episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about that these first two episodes are going to basically explain why Kara is not working with her anymore. Ah, uh. And that's what I'm worried about because I want more Calista Flockhart. Yeah. I don't want to see them phase her out of the fucking show. I loved her. Her dynamic with Melissa Benoist in that first season was fantastic. It's one of the best reasons to watch this show. Yeah. And not to get more Calista Flockhart kind of sucks. But I know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. If they, if they introduce her into the canon world of flash and legends and arrow that'll be interesting but man it, it it's gonna i for me it's just kind of it's gonna kind of suck not seeing her as much as we did last season yeah she stood out she definitely stood out amongst all of them and she was yeah like i said strong character yeah. so yeah, yeah it's gonna feel weird it is without her being in it agreed <clears throat> No thoughts from Frank. I don't get the so CW. So why the fuck are you cutting Dan off all the time? <laughs> to say that I don't get the CW. <laughs> it's like... It's, we said it simultaneously. You know, it's like poor Dan can't get a word in edgewise. Yeah. And Frank has nothing to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still interrupting. Fuckery. But he's still interrupting. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> Somebody likes the sound of their own voice, apparently. Oh, God, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, during a uh, Periscope discussion, Umberto Gonzalez of The Rap talked about the upcoming Ezra Miller Flash movie and said that the rogues will be the villains in the Hmm. film. He didn't reveal what member of the rogues... Hold on, hold on. 
Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. So he's not narrowing it down to one villain. He's saying that the rogues yeah. are going to be the villains for the Flash movie. Huh. What I mean, what are you guys thinking? Are you thinking? I think oh. I think that's awesome. I, I I think that's the way to go. I mean, I think that's what I, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people want. The rogues, man, give me a fucking do something different. What What, what do you think Tasted Frank would say? Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out. That's too many villains. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just waiting to see if Dan's guy or not enough first. villains. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know enough about the Flash to be able to formulate an opinion. I wish I did. All right, so got nothing. <laughs> got nothing from Frank. Yeah. If they're good villains and have good interplay, that's only going to make him that much better. Oh, they're great villains. You know what? You know who doesn't have good interplay? Me. <laughs> I figured I'd get there before you had to do it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to go down that road and. Okay. Hey, Dan. Dan, what yep. do you... Dan, do you have an original thought? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Just, I just totally agree. I just... And any of the Rose Gallery just in, in the in the movie would be fucking amazing. I just can't... I, I'm really looking forward to the Flash movie. I really am. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in 100% agreement. Um, thank God that Seth Graham <laughs> Smith is not going to direct this thing. Uh-huh. I'm happy for that. I, I, I'm happy that the story was written by uh, Christopher Lord. Uh, uh, yeah. Is it Christopher Phil Lord and Chris Miller? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, those fucking. You had me convinced yeah. too. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Phil, yeah. <laughs> Phil Lord and Chris Miller wrote the fucking story for this. Yeah, and we've got the uh, director from Dope that's going to fucking uh, direct this thing. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm highly excited for this. Um, the, he doesn't, uh, Humberto, uh, Humberto Gonzalez does not reveal, uh, what, uh, members of the Rogues Gallery are gonna be in this film. Uh, but guys, if it's the Rogues Gallery, it could be Captain Cold, Heat Wave, Mirror Master, The Trickster, Weather Wizard, or Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Uh, any of those could be involved in this film. Um, Fuck. I, I'm thinking. I'm gonna guess that Boomerang, of course, we're gonna get Captain Cold and Heat Wave. Yeah, and then the yeah. rest is kind of a toss up. Um, but uh, th- I think that's who. If this rumor is true, that's who we're gonna get. Mm. And uh, I'm 100 percent behind this. I, 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 of course, I'm worried about the DCEU. The, the cinematic universe has not been what I wanted. Yeah, uh, except for Man of Steel. I thought that was fantastic. Agreed. But, um, wow, finally we're on the same page. <laughs> about, some, about something. But, hey, listen to, listen to Clickety Clack over there. <laughs> what's, what's going on? What, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you looking up? I'm typing. <laughs> Just nothing. What's this fucking dissertation for school? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing over there, Clickety Clack? <laughs> I was just bringing up the IMDb for the Flash. <laughs> Dan, Dan, am I a dick? <laughs> like, no, like you're trying to be like, 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 doing, like look, looking shit up all like incognito and shit, and then I'm like calling you out on it. <laughs> it's okay. We all know you're a dick. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Andrew Garfield, I hope you're listening. <laughs> you know, you know that, that's the thing. like I I I love that the 
the rogues should I think the rogues are a fantastic villain for Absolutely. this one. Like, let's not just narrow it down to one villain. Like let's have the rogues in this. Yeah. Like uh would you okay, let's say assume assume that we are going to get future movies. Mm-hmm. Uh who are we going to get? Are we going to get Reverse Flash? Oh, I you hope know, so. Are we going to get Professor Zoom? Are we going to are we going to get Gorilla Grodd? You know what I mean? Like is that going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I don't know how, like, this movie is going to turn out. I yeah. don't know if it's going to be good or bad or whatever. But, like, I think this is a good place to start. Yeah. I think this is a fantastic place to start. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they cast as, you know, Captain Cold and Heat Wave and Weather Wizard. Because, and Trickster. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see who they cast as these characters. Because we've already seen these characters in the CW. Yeah, and they've been good. I they've mean, been good. Yeah, and Captain Cold's been great, yeah, in yeah. my opinion. We got Wentworth Miller, yeah. um, and um, we, we got the, his uh, other co-star from that fucking uh, Prison Break show yeah. as, as yeah. Heat Wave. And, and uh, we got that. We actually had two Weather Wizards yeah, true. in The Flash. So it'll be, and of course, Mark Hamill is the trickster. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see who they cast in these roles. I, I think it's cool. I, I think it's something different. I, I think, like, we haven't seen, like, jumping right into the first film, hero versus a fucking group of villains. We haven't seen that. So they could they could make, like, something like you have a really cool team that you, you uh, get to know through this movie, kind of like Suicide Squad, and then you have the Flash on the other end of it, and we have it in the same movie. Mm-hmm. That'll be really fucking interesting, and no one's really done that yet. So. Next question I got for you guys. Do you, think that, do you think at this point, at this point where we are right now, do you think that Dan West is, like, really self-conscious about clickety-clack bullshit? Absolutely, he stopped. Yeah. He stopped. <laughs> no, he's probably doing it still, but he's, like, typing really gently. Yeah. Do you think so? Really gently, yeah. He's a hard typer, generally. <laughs> I just mute my mic. It's fine. Ah, there we go. Still typing. I like the idea of a group of villains because it makes it less likely that they yeah. will feel the need to kill one. You know what I mean? Like, he can stop them, but nobody's got to die. Because it, it's less plausible that he would actually be able to terminate one when there's a group. It'd be cool, too, to see him not beat them. You know, yeah, at the end of cool. the movie, he doesn't win. That'd yeah. be all right. You know, that would be yeah. fucking cool too. Yeah. You can do so much with the Flash that you can't do with anybody else. That's not really something no. we've seen so far with these comic move, move ah, comic book movies where yeah. the bad guys just win. The first movie, mm-hmm. have the Flash lose. That'd be good. Fuck. I like that yeah. idea. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But also, like, starting off with the rogues as well, then you can, like, the next film or even, like, the end of this, this first movie, you, then you can bring in Reverse Flash and bring in one of those massive, like, nemesis villains yeah. to fill in the role for the next film as opposed to just, like, waste and fucking kill, like, one of their yeah. main rivals right at the beginning. That's getting old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah You're so used to it. So used to the one on one showdown at the end. Yeah. Change yep. it up. Change it up, man. It'd be yeah. funner. Defeat doesn't mean death. Right, yeah, yeah, he can lose, man. And that would make me want to see the next one even more. Oh, fuck, the Flash lost to the Rogues. Right, yeah, how is he going to come back? Yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah. That'd be awesome. All right, guys, uh, moving on next story in DC News. Not only will Justice League Dark, will be, uh, will it be an animated film coming out next year, but it's going to be a live action film as well, hmm. says CBR.com, and here's what they said about the project and the new director. The long, gestating Justice League Dark movie 
which has also gone under the name uh, Dark Universe, is indeed happening with Edge of Tomorrow and Born Identity Helmer, Doug Lyman, attached to direct. Hmm. Guys, this is fucking crazy. Doug Lyman directing Justice League Dark. Let me finish this article. Due to Lyman's commitment to direct Justice League Dark, he'll no longer helm the X-Men spinoff movie Gambit. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Sources say Lyman's departure is a, quote, mutual split between him and the studio. <laughs> 20th Century Fox. Uh, I hear close. I hear that those sources are close to uh, the Hollywood Reporter wow. that are saying that. So, according to Variety, uh, revered filmmaker Guillermo del Toro, who was originally set to direct the project and contributed to the original script, is still attached as producer. Hmm. The site notes that the team featured in the film would consist of John Constantine, Swamp Thing, Dead Man, Zatanna. And a Trigon the Demon, all members of the super team in the original DC Comics series. Mm-hmm. Discussions of a Justice League Dark movie began years ago, even before Man of Steel, with Del Toro as leading creative force behind the project, eventually moving on to other projects. Del Toro dropped out, leaving the film in development hell for a few years. There is no release date so far. Um, I think like the biggest thing for me... The biggest takeaway for me is that I thought that the actual project was just going to be the animated feature. Me too, yeah. I didn't know that they were still looking at a live-action feature. And I'm also learning that fucking Doug Lyman, who was going to be the director for the Gambit movie, who actually left and then came back, yeah, has now left again. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. That's and he's going to be doing something in the DCEU. It's not good. It's not good for the Gambit movie. Like, the Gambit mm-hmm. movie, originally they had um, Rupert... Was it Rupert Wyatt? Mm-hmm. It was Rupert Wyatt, the director for the first Planet of the Apes movie, the reboot. He signed on. Yeah. He left. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, you know, that that sucks. Oh, shit. They got Doug Lyman? Sounds all right. Yeah. No, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Lyman's better than Rupert Wyatt? Yeah. Fucking A. Score! Yeah. You got Rup- you got fucking uh, Doug Lyman and Channing Tatum together? Oh, Gambit's looking pretty good. Yeah, then what happened? And then he leaves. He's going to do Justice League Dark, part of the Dark Universe. Um, what? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, we'll talk about Gambit later. But what do you think about Doug Lyman joining uh, Justice League Dark? I I think it's great. But like like you said, like I oh I think we lost Dan. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. All right, hold on. We'll take a quick break. I can talk and not worry about it. Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But their listeners can... So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com, and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers. 
and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. Jay, you were... T- <laughs> I don't even know. We're back with Dan. Th- Jan, Dan, you're Jan? Back. <laughs> hey, we're back with Jan. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the the quickest mi- sex change in the history of podcasting. <laughs> did I say Jan? You did. Holy fuck. I've been drinking more than I thought. You know, uh, Jay, what were you talking about? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> what were you talking about? Were you talking about the Rogues Gallery? We were talking still? about the Rogues Gallery, and uh, we are talking about... Uh, yeah, fuck Just it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. God damn it. We go into Justice League Dark. Oh, Justice League Dark. Yeah. Yes, yes. And yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I'm just hesitant to get on board with this, regardless of like who's behind it at this point. Yeah. Because yeah, I thought too. Yeah, this is absolutely going to only be an animated feature. Yeah, we're not going to get live action. Yeah. And for now, them to turn the and that was that was the talk of the town. That was all over the place. Yeah, this will be an animated feature, and now it's not. Yeah, that's kind of odd. I, for one, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm interested in this. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm interested to see how it fits into the DCEU. The, this is kind of like uh, the Shazam announcement. Yeah, for me. yeah. It's like where does that fit in the DCEU? But I think that there's one character that they're leaving out of this that I want to see involved in this universe, and I'm going to throw it out there: Animal Man. Oh, Animal Man. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. I want to see Animal Man. Yeah. I love Animal Man. Um, That's a twisted character that should be... It should be in this universe, yeah. but I feel like Animal Man's origin is so fucking awesome that, that it could be its own its own movie. Yeah. And, and I think that's something I just thought about, too, is, like, they can use this... They can use Justice League Dark or anything like this, or Shazam, even, yeah. to totally change whatever the fuck they're doing at the time. Sure. So if something's not doing well, they can change it with something like Justice League Dark and say, well, it's all fucked up now, mm-hmm. so it's not the same that it was. But, yeah, Animal Man would be an even more... You could take it even more out there with somebody like Animal Man. I mean... Yeah, I love Deadpool and shit, but yeah. you don't get more fucked up than than the Animal Man. No, comics. you don't. I mean, this, this <laughs> that's guy, a fucked up hero. Yeah, this guy has like the powers of all these different animals. Yeah, yeah, you know? and he's have insane. You the, uh, have you have you read the Grant Morrison run? Grant Morrison, I, I read the uh, Jeff Lemire stuff. Yeah, oh, I haven't read yeah. the Grant Morrison either. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's it's pretty good. I think it's three books and like three three graphic novels, and it, it's just some of the shit he comes up with is crazy. Like they lock him in a room so he doesn't he can't like sort of take any animal powers or anything like that, and he he mimics the power of like um uh like bacteria. And he multiplies like shitloads. So when they open the door, there's about like a hundred of him in this little room, and they all just burst out and just beat the shit out of everyone in the corridor. It's amazing. Be a cool fucking character. I, I think they should change his origin story to the uh, to for Animal Man. Uh, he gets his powers from eating animal crackers. <laughs> <laughs> They got a lion. Yeah, like <laughs> a, head, a headless lion. 
I love Animal Man. I, yeah. I, I think Animal Man should definitely be included in this universe. Do it, man. Like, yeah. even if he's not in this universe, make a fucking movie on that. That'd be great. Animal Man movie would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, like, if fucking, like, DC started doing, like, fucking, like, uh, Netflix or Hulu shows? Oh, fuck, man. Animal Man would be great. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be a great show. Absolutely. Guys, let's move on to Marvel news. Boom. Marvel news. All right, guys, it would be crazy not to talk about Marvel news when we just left off with DC news, talking <laughs> about Doug Liman. Uh, let's start off by talking about the future of the Gambit film and where it stands. We yeah. lost Doug Liman. Here's what comicbook.com said recently. According to those same sources, those sources being the Hollywood Reporter, 20th Century Fox is still eyeing a January start date for production and will continue on with Josh Zaturner writing the script. Actor Channing Tatum is still officially attached to the beleaguered project, along with producers Simon Kinberg and Reed Carolyn. The film has been delayed several times at this point, and it was originally pushed back in 2015 after Rupert Wyatt left as director. After a few different rewrites of the script, Lyman came on in 2015, but then the film was delayed again. Lyman turned his attention towards the Amazon Studios production, The Wall, and then he came back, and now he's left again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gambit film. Is mm-hmm. it ever going to happen? Nope. Is it ever going to happen? Nope. <laughs> it might, but it'll probably be a train wreck when it does. It, it's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, man. If you go on IMDb and look at like the cast and crew... Channing Tatum is the only person in the cast. They don't have anyone else. He's literally just, it's just him. They don't have, they just don't have anything and everyone keeps leaving and it, like you said, it, like people come back and leave and it just seems doomed to fail. It's, mm. it's gonna, never gonna get made. It sounds like the Momoa Crow, but that's gonna get made be horrible. I like to call it Cromoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Cromoa. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see uh like the only thing that's like drawing anyone to a gambit film at this point is Channing Tatum being on board. Yeah. I, and I don't I don't see that being enough. Yeah, you need uh you need the actor and then you need you need a director. Yeah. They had that director Doug Lyman and I was looking forward to it mm-hmm. with Doug Lyman and now that they've lost him it's like I think Channing Tatum should drop off this. I, yeah, I, I don't think out. I don't think that there should be a Gambit movie at this point. That would be the death sentence of it if he does leave. Oh, yeah, no shit, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Obvious over here. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> wow, mind blown. <laughs> the only name attached to this, if he leaves, it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, he he's he's not doing himself any. I tell you, I tell you, PCL will still keep pumping out episodes of Frank Leaves. I'll tell you that. Much. It has and it will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, Gambit. Gambit. I. I. I 
even with Channing Tatum, Channing, Channing Tatum, <laughs> Channing Tatum attached to this film without without uh, a director of the caliber of Doug Lyman, I, I think they just need to drop this thing. Yes, yeah, or put it to bed for a while anyway. Yeah. At least shelf it. Absolutely. All right, guys. FX has their new show Legion coming out uh, from writer director Noah Hawley from the FX Fargo series. Um, Legion follows the son of Professor Charles Xavier, but it's unknown if he's still the son of Charles Xavier on the show. Here's FX's description of Legion. Since he was a teenager, David has struggled with mental illness, diagnosed as schizophrenic. David has been in and out of psychiatric hospitals for years, but after a strange encounter with a fellow patient... He's confronted with the possibility that the voices he hears and the visions he sees might be real. Here's what I read recently on CBR.com. ComicBookResources.com said FX's X-Men-based television series Legion is officially canon. Hmm. At the Edinburgh Television Festival, X-Men Apocalypse director Brian Singer discussed the upcoming show and confirmed that it will take place within his X-Men universe, even if it doesn't feel like it is at times. According to Singer, who is executive producing the series, Legion is designed to be part of the X-Men universe, but when you watched it, you wouldn't have to label it. It could exist completely on its own. Additionally, Legion and another unnamed upcoming X-Men series will relate to future X-Men movies, as well as feature a really ambitious and fun and very unique storyline. Singer's statement comes in opposition to FX Network CEO John Landgraf's comments in January. According to Landgraf, Legion takes place in a parallel universe. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> the U.S. government is in the early days of being aware of mutants, but not the public. I don't foresee any characters moving back and forth between the movies and the series. However, considering the amount that has passed between Landgraf and Singer's comments, it's possible this aspect of the series could have changed. Yeah, so we've got Landgraf saying, yeah, it's not connected to the uh, films. And we got Singer saying, yeah, it is. It's, uh, it could totally exist within the films. What a um, fucking mess. I don't know. That's not reassuring. I mean, I like the idea of it being connected. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's a mess that the fucking CEO is not on board with the vision of the producer, you know, Brian yeah. Singer. So that, that doesn't. That doesn't yeah, bode we're getting, well. We're getting mixed signals. That sounds like Shield all over again. Yeah. In, I'm pretty in sure. Many it, ways. I'm pretty sure it boils down to the fact that they can't get any of the cinematic actors into the TV show. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it should. It shouldn't depend on that either. It's like they should. They shouldn't expect that. You know, right. as a television series. At the same time, I. I, I don't know. Like to me, Legion looks. A lot different from what we've seen from the X Men universe. For mm-hmm. th- for them to try and tie that together, it just seems like another like. Well, if things get fucked up, we've always got Legion to tie this shit together. 
So I don't know. It sounds like another loose end, and I don't I don't like those loose ends, especially when when there's so much confliction going on. It does scream lack of vision. I'm I yeah yeah I'm I'm with you there, Jay. Yeah. I mean I I feel like this should be like I want Noah Hawley. Be, I loved him. I love him. I love what he's done. Mm-hmm. Writing and directing Fargo. Yes. I just want him to be able to do his own thing. Yeah, and I don't feel like this should have to feel like it's tied to the X Men universe. But that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, Brian Singer's saying, even though he's saying it's connected, he's saying that you know it stands on its own. Mm. But it just sounds like yeah, Legion's going to be pretty good. We might need to use it later, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which is what I've, you know, from the trailers I've seen, it looks pretty fucking great. So It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to, th- I'm just letting, I'm, I'm educating yeah. some people, <laughs> letting them know it might be canon with the X-Men uh, films. So, yeah. uh, not what I was expecting. I was not <laughs> no. expecting to hear that this week. No. No, and, and like from the studio's perspective, it'd be safer to be like, no, it's not connected. And maybe that's maybe that's why they're why he said that from yeah. his end. But. Their best bet is to do it just like the uh, Netflix Marvel series. Have it be so loosely connected that it almost doesn't even matter. Yeah, and that, yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be yeah. fine. But at the same time, it's like, why even bother? You know, yeah. why even bother? And and. I don't know. I don't know if Singer's going to pull off another great X-Men movie to tie it. Like, to me, like, lately, TV's been way better than movies. To me, like, personally. And I'm maybe I'm in the minority on that. But It's hit and miss, man. It's really hit and miss. I mean, we look at, uh, you look at the Marvel Netflix series, and it's like, okay, yeah, I've really enjoyed Jessica Jones. I've enjoyed Daredevil. Yeah. I've enjoyed those series, but on the flip side, it's like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have not been a huge fan of. Yeah. Go- Gotham has been hit and miss yeah. for me. Uh, I've enjoyed some episodes, hated some other episodes. Um, Arrow, hit and miss. Yeah. Flash has been fantastic. Um, Legends of Tomorrow, I've really enjoyed. It, it just depends on what you're talking about. I don't know. And I, and I think it's hard for either, like... You have the movie studio. You have the television studio. I think it's hard for them to say, like, well, this is going to be successful. We need to tie it together. They don't know. You know, yeah. it's like the TV series comes out and people fucking respond to it really well. They yeah. didn't know. Okay, is, awesome. is, is FX the Legion series, is it going to be more successful if people know it's connected to the X-Men films? That I, I don't know. I don't think it – I don't – yeah, I mean that's tough to say. Like you, yeah, you could get viewers on that because they know it's tied to it. But from my perspective, it's like I'm, I'm interested in it because it's not. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know? I'm with you. From so. like a pure Marvel point of view, like the TV Marvel uh, on Netflix is as good as, in its own way, the cinematic version, and better than Fox's Marvel crap. Yeah, I mean, even even if we're talking about Star Wars, yeah, uh, I don't want a Star Wars television series tied into the fucking movies, just like Rebels and Clone Wars. I don't mind the hints, yeah, you know, but I don't want them directly tied or, or, or dependent on each other because sure. like, you don't know, you don't know how they're going to go. It's totally different teams. I do like the idea of them standing on their own merit without having to depend on watching the other to yeah. make it good. If it's great, it's great. I don't need the movie to like clarify that it's great or, you know, I don't know, like shove its fucking shit in it. So I don't know. I think uh, that's probably what the Netflix series does well that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't, the very little that I've seen. Hey, Dan, are you dead? 
No, I'm just, I'm just keeping quiet and listening. <laughs> All right. <laughs> basically, basically Frank and Jay are saying exactly what I'm thinking, so there's no point me jumping in. <laughs> so you don't have like an original thought. <laughs> Uh, the only thought they haven't said is I think the only way that they could kind of sell the series if they link it into the into the movie universe is is if they you know tell us that it is and there's going to be payoff because of it like you know a character will show up or or events in Legion are going to directly affect like the next X-Men movies maybe something like that but they're not saying that at the moment so I mean like you said because <laughs> two different people are saying the complete opposite thing right and they, they might have just kept the fucking mouth shut it probably would have been better mm-hmm. yeah I wonder what Andrew Garfield has to think about this <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield says there's not enough Spider-Man. Seems, uh, <laughs> seems to be a big fan of the show. So, Andrew, let me know. Send me an email, Brian at Pop Culture Leftovers. Let me know what you think about uh, Legion. And uh, his response: I'm not in it. I don't care. <laughs> guys, we talked a couple weeks ago about Mackenzie Davis from The Martian possibly being Domino mm. in Deadpool 2. She addressed these rumors in an interview with GQ. She said, "No." <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> it's very interesting. People keep sending me printouts being like, this is so cool. And I'm like, right? I also think it's cool, but it's not true. Oh. I mean, I'd love to keep the ruse going. It's sort of cool that people think I'm doing Deadpool, but no, I don't have any news to share. I wish I did. <laughs> that so. tells me they haven't even approached her about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Mackenzie Davis uh, from The Martians definitely saying, like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to be in Deadpool 2. So. <laughs> Just wanted to follow up on that one. Yeah, That doesn't even sound like she's interested. Normally, if somebody's interested, they'd say, be like, well, I'd love to do it. But she didn't even say that. Yeah, yeah. Got some interesting and weird news from The Hollywood Reporter this week about the Doctor Strange movie. They say... When Marvel Studios needed a writer to whip up some additional last-minute scenes for its latest movie, Doctor Strange, it called on a writer you wouldn't expect. Dan Harmon, Mm. co-creator of Community, the beloved but ratings-anemic sitcom about a bunch of community college misfits that was canceled by NBC in 2013 it also but it did come back on Yahoo streaming which is now dead yeah. <laughs> it did come back on that for one final year but yeah they're saying that uh, some reshoots last minute additional scenes were filmed for Doctor Strange that were written by Dan Harmon hmm. uh, you might be familiar with his work like I said on Community or his work on uh, Rick and Morty mm-hmm. um, I'm, that's so weird isn't it weird it's really weird. It's yeah. like, I mean, I love I love Rick and Morty as well. And it's like, would you ever think that the writer of that show would be brought in to do Doctor Strange? From the trailers that we've seen, is this kind of very serious, you know, like mystic supernatural yeah. movie? Yeah, where, do, where, where do they go that to to the point where they were like, ah, you know what this movie, <laughs> you, know what this, you know, this movie's missing. This is Andy Ants in his eyes. Yeah. We're missing some, we're missing Dan Harmon. <laughs> Let's give this guy a call. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it, this worries me, actually. Yeah. Like, this news worries me. The screams know? of a night of, like, drug-fueled conversation. This, this, this actually screams of, like, 
some of the problems that Suicide Squad had. Yeah. 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 Yep. We need more humor. Who can we get? Right. It's really weird. And such an odd pairing for everything that we've seen so far. No, I love Dan Harmon. Well, yeah, but I mean, everything that we've seen so far from Doctor Strange, that's the odd pairing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I, I think it's just, ugh, it, it kind of grates me. It, it boils down to them listening. These studios are listening too much to fucking people's comments. Like, it, make a good movie. Just make a good movie and fuck what people are saying about yeah. it, man. You're never going to please the loudmouth. No, you should know that. Like, the people with the loudest voices are usually the biggest assholes. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Fuck their opinion, man. Did you just call me an asshole? No. That's no. us. I was thinking that. I, 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 don't, I don't lump you in with those people, no. I heard Dan giggle, and I'm like, holy shit, I know what Dan's laughing <laughs> But it's like, it, that's, that's the new mentality of, like, Marvel and, and DC, and it's like, guys, stop listening to these motherfuckers with their fucking comments. Just put out a movie and see how it does. Is is this is this uh, is this actually reactionary to that? Or is I don't know. Yeah. Or see. is this the fact that Marvel has seen great success with uh, working with TV guys? Right. Um, they've have they've had great success working with some guys in TV. I mean, you've got Joss Whedon, who they pulled from Buffy. Yeah. Uh, you, they also pulled the Russo brothers from Arrested Development. True. Um, and, uh, so, I mean, is this, is this what they're, they're just trying to inject some of that into this? They have a different perspective, but it's like, why weren't they there at the jump? Why are they there at the end? And some of that stuff doesn't work all the time, as you yourself will know from Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. When it's pigeonholed at the end, you can tell when you watch the movie. Yeah. You can tell it's like You're I right. know that was pigeonholed in there, yeah. you know, and it's like ah. it's it like reverse the tone of the film. Yeah. It, it feels weird. It's yeah. like reverse engineering at this point. They're like, yeah. Oh well what worked before? Well we gotta capitalize on that and then we're gonna give them more of the same and then that's when you end up with piles of garbage that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah it's like an episode with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, did they say that they actually they reached out to Dan Harmon? in the article or not because mm. it, he may have even gone to them and said that it was something that he'd be really interested in working or maybe he's a yeah. huge fan that we don't know about this or, article or actually uh it says uh marvel studios needed a writer to whip up some additional last minute scenes for dr strange it called on a writer you wouldn't expect dan Harmon. oh God, I fucking hate that sentence. <laughs> you know what, though? It, about that so bad. What makes me believe it, though, is that everything that we've seen thus far in the trailers for Doctor Strange is, yeah, it's got the metaphysical shit and, like, reality-bending stuff. But, like, the only taste of humor that we've got from it is the comment about, well, we've got wi- – this is our Wi-Fi password. Yeah. We're not savages. None of the rest of it's funny. And I'm sure that that's what they're going off of is everybody's like, oh, Marvel's funny. Why isn't this funny? I hope it's not as reactionary as all that. They, uh, the article goes on. THR said uh, Harmon was brought on board after the movie had wrapped initial production. His pages were for, quote, additional photography, according hmm. to one source. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> That's weird. Why? Yeah, additional photography. Huh. Yeah, but after the fact scares me. That, mm-hmm. That's just, just put out a good product to begin with. 
Have a vision, have faith in it, yeah. give that to us, not what you think people want. And, and when you change it and when you tell people like, oh, we've brought this guy on board for, you know, we've already wrapped and then we brought this guy on board, it, it just, it just crushes my, <laughs> any anticipation I already had, mm-hmm. you know, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. This, the, I admit the Doctor Strange trailers didn't do much for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't need more humor in it. I needed something that that looked really cool, and I didn't really get that. If so. it's serious on its own, let it be serious on yeah. its own. I'm okay with that. I don't yeah. have to have funny in every single movie. Yeah. If if I needed funny in every single movie, I'd wish that RDJ was in every single. Well, movie. and and not to take away from RDJ, I think I think Iron Man one was. Uh, I I didn't look at that movie and say, well, there's going to be a lot of laughs in right. this when I saw the trailers. I thought this was going to be a cool origin story of Iron Man, and it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it had humor in it because he's such a charming fucking guy, and he's mm-hmm. a charming actor. And so. I took it like that was part of his character. Not every character has to be as funny as him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I I think Doctor Strange can be a very very funny character. He could be, yeah, he could be. Um, I but got my fingers crossed. Does it need to show? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I, it's worrisome. It can be good without having to be fucking funny. To be honest, that even even the fucking joke that they told about the Wi-Fi password, I wasn't into. Mm. I wasn't into that joke. Oh, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely. It didn't like, fit with the rest of the shit that they've shown us. No, I agree with that. It was totally out of place, but I thought it was still funny. It's okay. Well, listen to you. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> Normally, I love all that shit, but everything that they've given us so far shows like a real serious metaphysical no, mind bender. And then if, all of a sudden, if, oh, if, this is our Wi-Fi password. Yeah, if the Wi-Fi pa- if the Wi-Fi password was like Come Guzzler sixty nine, <laughs> no, you'd be fucking laughing your ass off. But you know what? If that's the fucking thing, let that be in the movie. Don't give that to us in the fucking trailer. Let us see it. Let us laugh in the theater. That's one of my biggest bitches about Suicide Squad is that there was too much shit shown ahead of time. If you're going to have little bits of humor sparse throughout that what's supposedly a serious film that they've shown us so far, let us see it on film at the time. Don't give it to us in a fucking trailer. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Like uh, in my head, I have a version of Doctor Strange that I would love to see on screen. Am I going to get that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to get those small little things that I want to see from a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. If they're going to put this in the film. I, I, I do. I, I want to see. There's certain things that I want to see from a Doctor Strange film. And I and, and they haven't shown me any of it yet. Yeah. They With have. luck. Keeping fingers crossed. They're holding it close to the chest. And they give it to you on screen at the time. The only things that I I will say that 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 that. That they have kind of shown us in the trailers of the fact that I feel like this, I feel like this version of Stephen Strange is looking for a cure for his hands. Mm-hmm. His hands are, you know, fucking after the car wreck, they're destroyed. Right. And this guy made his living off of being a surgeon. And to be a surgeon, you have to have steady hands. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I want them to really explore that. Like, like he, I want them to explore the fact that like this guy has sought out like, other doctors and other experts and like his last fucking um hail mary is to fucking uh try to find the ancient one yeah i can see that as being his reasoning for going yeah. along with it 
That's the only thing that I feel like they've gotten right in all this. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen enough from Chuetel Ejiofor's character to know, like, like he is going to be a, a great fucking uh, villain going forward in the series. Mm-hmm. I, I, Mads Mikkelsen's character doesn't look awesome to me yet. No. What I've got my fingers crossed for is, like, the trailers that we got to see from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They were not, like, they did not show you all the good shit that was in that film. I'm hoping that that's kind of, like, what we're lined up for Guardians here. Maybe not, trailer, like, the laughter. Guardians trailers for me were awesome. I love the Guardians trailers. But they didn't give everything away. They didn't give everything away. Right. But they were still better than this. Well, agreed, but maybe there's not as much I mean, awesomeness in this to go around. You got fucking, you got, in those Guardians trailers, I mean, you saw fucking like Star-Lord battling Jaime Hansu's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also saw like, you know, Rocket on Groot's shoulder shooting the fucking gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way more exciting than anything that I've seen in the yeah. Doctor I will agree with that. Well, like ninety percent of the comedic beats in that film. Not that this one's going to be a yuck, but ninety uh, percent of the comedic beats, which really made that film, they left to the actual film itself. They didn't show mm-hmm. those ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, and and they're just they're just different characters, Guardians as opposed to Doctor oh, Strange. Right. Yeah, and directors James Gunn to fucking. Yeah. Uh, Scott Derrickson. Different right. feel. But I feel like they put these trailers out and they're worried that people are like, well, these are no fun. And then they're bringing in. It's like, I, and I harp on Marvel for that. I do because it's like, it's, it feels forced. Like, yes, people have normal people, superheroes, whatever, have a sense of humor. Yeah. And it should show. Yeah. There's nobody in life that doesn't show a sense of humor in their mm-hmm. life. It should fucking be in the movie. Sure. But it's like, that should not be a focal point. Well, how much fun are people going to have with Doctor Strange's origin? Yeah, you're right. right. It shouldn't be that much fun. <laughs> Doctor Strange's origin is not that much fun. And he's not really like that fun character either. Yeah. If you're going to bring him in there, like, that shouldn't I, be a priority. I think the origin of Doctor Strange shouldn't be fun. But I think Doctor Strange can be a fun character. He can be. After he is Doctor Strange. Yes. Like, when you are brought into Doctor Strange's house and you see how he lives now. Exactly. What he feels is normal as being the source of Supreme. Yes. I think that can be funny. Yeah. On its own, yeah. You don't need any special writing for that. Like, and that Doctor Strange doesn't, he doesn't eat regular human food. (laughs) Right. He doesn't eat regular human food now. Yes. Like, this guy eats fucking, like, you'd have to see what he eats. Like, like, in the comic books, like, he eats fucking, like, weird fucking, it looks like, like, almost like alien stuff. Like, right. like, it's, it's, it's like basically he's eating sushi that's alive. Like, he's eating, he eats weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. And I think, like, watching, like, a normal person, a normal person, if you bring, like, a normal person into Doctor Strange's house and they watch how Doctor Strange lives, that's funny. That's fish out of water comedy. Yeah. But I feel like his origin should not be funny. But right. like once he's an established character that is the source of supreme, you can make that funny. At absolutely, that point. absolutely. But that, yeah, they should not force it with his origin. Yeah, give him his origin. And I think like I think this is a lot of to do with I don't know the specifics of why they brought these people in, but I feel like a lot of people didn't find that fun. But I, I feel like I think Marvel did it really well with <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think that Peter Quill. I don't think his origin story was funny. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Right. We watched Peter Quill's mother 
die. Right. That First was brutal. Five minutes of the film. That was one of the most emotional things ever in a Marvel. Yeah, my we, son was crying we watched, in the theater. Yeah, we watched her reach out to him, and we watched him run away from his mother as he as she was dying. Yeah. And then he runs out there and gets abducted by the Ravagers. Yeah. There was nothing funny about that no, scene. No, huh? That was fucking Steven Spielberg, E.T., fucking pulling at your heartstrings yeah. Yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Then they jump ahead. Right. Then we get to see Star-Lord years later as an adult, as he's been grown up and raised by the Ravagers, and that's where shit started getting funny. Yeah. But we saw him as a little boy. We saw him as a little boy. And we we know where he comes from. Yeah. And I think, like, that's what Marvel could do in this movie. They could do this really well. I haven't been impressed by the trailers. But, like, if you show, like, this guy fucking, you know, he's got it all together. He's a surgeon. And he fucking gets in a car wreck. He uses – he loses the use of his hands. And then fucking we show, like, this fucking – uh, he meets the ancient one and he starts becoming the sorcerer. Mm-hmm. We, they can actually have fun with showing this guy using magic. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. What this I'm keeping, can, this can be fun. Go ahead, Frank. I'm sorry. What I'm keeping my fingers crossed for is what it seems to be thus far is pitched very much like a Marvel magic version of the Matrix. And I'm okay with them not showing a lot other than like, ooh, look at the world bending stuff. If like the story itself is so good that they don't feel that they can show it in trailers to like let on. Like I'm hoping that they, they're, these trailers are somewhat bland because to me so far they are because they know that people are going to go see it because it's a Marvel property and that it is so good that they can't give that much away mm-hmm. through the trailers or else they'll ruin the film. Yeah. If that's what it is, I fucking love the idea that they're not giving us that much. But I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because so far it seems very bland. I, it doesn't seem like it has much of a heart. You know what I mean? I get it, man. I'm, I'm not impressed by these trailers. Dan, I, I mean, the trailers, what are they doing for you? Anything? Yeah, I love them. Really? <laughs> Talk yeah, to us. I yeah, I, I think it's a really interesting look and like a uh, you know a way for Marvel movies to go. Um, it's I think it's going to be a really good introduction to the mysticism side of, of Marvel. And uh, it's weird that you said about the Matrix as well, Frank, because what Brian was saying about having those moments of levity. I think that it's going to be very, very similar to the beginning of the Matrix, which is, you know, you have all the shit with Neo mm. getting captured and the, like the horrible scene of where he wakes up in the in the tube and all that sort of stuff, and it's it's really fucking full on all the way through until he, you know, wakes up on the um, the Nebuchadnezzar and he meets uh, Cipher and he says, "I know what you're thinking all this time," and he says, "What's that?" and he goes, "Why, oh, why didn't I take the blue pill?" Right. And then at, at, at that point in the film. It's kind of you have a bit of a laugh, you get to breathe, breathe in again, and just kind of like everything kind of settles down a bit. I think that might be quite similar with this. It's going to be very, very serious. We're going to see him lose the use of his hands. He's going to be told by countless people that there's nothing they can do, and then he goes on this massive trek to get to um, the ancient one. And then even, I mean, I hope it's not, but it might even be that particular moment about the Wi-Fi where. You know, he's had his soul blasted out of him by the ancient one, like you see in the trailers, and then he gets mm-hmm. shown to his dorm, and he's like, oh yeah, Wi-Fi person, password is blah, 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 and then, then you get your laugh, and then, 
like you said, Brian, we'll get to see a bit more kind of fun with him having the training and stuff like that. And I want it to be serious, but, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't have, like, fun with his training, like, where he, you know, he's having to move, like, in the cartoon movie, where he's having to move, like, huge pieces of stone. Um, and he's trying with all of his force to do it, but he can't do it. And then eventually, you know, he learns that, you know, that it's just matter and that's just energy and all the rest of it. It's, it I, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm not going to say that I'm hopeful because it's really fucking difficult to get this character right. So, uh, you know, I've just got my fingers crossed like everybody else. I've literally got two fingers crossed right now, hoping that it comes out the way that you're talking because you have to go through that tough stuff first in order for just a slight bit of levity to really pay off in that yeah. situation. I don't know, man. It's like, I, I I love what, Dan, I love what you're saying. And it's like, that's what I want to see too. I feel like what you're saying is like wishful thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I, I feel like, I, I don't know if like, you're basing everything that you've seen like off of the trailers. Is that, because, that's my only thing. It's like I'm 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 saying that the trailers are a taste it. Okay. Like I can wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like what I'm seeing from the trailers is a taste it. Like if that's what I get from the trailers, I'm getting a taste it movie. And I yeah. feel like you I feel like you are kind of like trying to be a little bit more positive with what you've seen and try to fill in the blanks and yeah. say they're going to go in this direction and I'm excited for it. But on the flip side, it's like you're also saying I hope they go in that direction. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, man. I'm okay. just like I said, I love the visuals, like yeah. the, all the, the cities folding in on each other and all that sort of stuff. I'm really interested to see like uh, the different realms that he can go into and you know like the, ast- the astral plane. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. it's gonna. I can't wait to see that because, like, you know, all the art and everything in the in the comics was just so fucking trippy. It's gonna. So be- you're an optimist. You're you're not no. like me. Like I, I, you've still got a glass and it's it's full, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm an optimist as far yeah. as the visuals go, but I totally agree with you guys in the fact that as much as I love Mads Mikkelsen, it's like, oh look, he's got guy liner on and he looks evil. Yeah. It's like I fucking I want more than just a bloke with eyeshadow. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. worrying, but what I saw like uh, visually, like how the you know astral planes represented and how the the powers are going to work, I thought that was really good. And it's such a massive part of the Doctor Strange like universe and stuff. But you know, I think I'm more of kind of like when it's you know not optimist pessimist. I'm a realist, so it's like yeah, that's got half half mm-hmm. water in it okay. at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this movie takes us all by surprise, and we just fucking leave the theater and just like, yeah. oh my god, what a Tupperware! Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Would it be in the first so mist? I was doing that thing again. <laughs> fucking Frank! Hoffman. I stopped myself. God damn it! I heard him talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just said ditto. That's all. Carry on, Frank. Uh, with this being the first mystical Marvel movie, mm-hmm. I really hope it blows us out of the water. It needs to be something different to stand out. Yeah. I agree. Guys, it's, uh, rec- uh, recently James Gunn was on Facebook and he addressed some rumors uh, from internet gossip uh, that 4chan started. We've talked about 4chan before. <laughs> Fucking 4chan. Yeah. I, got this, I got this news from Screen Rant. Here's what they said. One particular piece of info from the 4chan leak that he confirmed is that Groot, 
voiced by Vin Diesel, will appear in the movie as Baby Groot and is, quote, not an adult, while 4chan described Mantis, the half-sister of Star-Lord Peter Quill, as a new member of the team, Gunn did not confirm the character's involvement in the plot, but did reconfirm that Mantis is in the movie. Um, so... James Gunn um, was on Facebook. He talked about these rumors from 4chan. He also confirms that Baby Groot is not an adult. Uh, and he also confirmed that Mantis is in the movie. So that's real shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gunn ostensibly debunked one major detail from the 4chan leak that Sylvester Stallone would be playing a member of the alien race known as the Ancients. Hmm. Gunn said in the video that Stallone is playing someone, but, quote, we don't know who. The leak says that Yandu, who was shown sporting a new look in the recent photos, and Nebula join the good guys in the sequel, but Gunn would only confirm that the two have, quote, more important roles in the film. Hmm. I am going to agree with 4chan on this one. I think Yondu and uh, Karen Gillan, Nebula, are going to be members of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, everybody loved them, yeah. Well, I mean, I I just feel... From the trailer that was shown at San Diego Comic-Con where Groot, Rocket, and Yondu are being held captive. Mm -hmm. And whoever is holding them captive um, is going to execute them or whatever. Baby Groot is held captive too, but they are not going to execute Baby Groot because they feel he's too cute. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So Baby Groot gets loose, and Baby Groot is the one that tracks down Yandu's fucking uh, whistle arrow. Ah. Brings back the whistle arrow to Yandu, and Yandu ends up killing all of them. Nice, nice. So that leads me to believe that he is with the team at one point. Right. Okay. Because he saves them. Yeah, yeah. They might not be able to trust him at all times, but I think that he's going to be a part of the team in, cer- in a certain capacity. That's cool. I, th- I think he should be for sure. I wonder how uh, Nebula is going to fit into that. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that is weird because, yeah. like, she wasn't part of the team ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. there's going to be that sister, that, that, that sister's fighting with her and Gamora, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, but she was all shoved up Thanos' ass. Yeah, but Thanos might have fucking. I think what's going to happen in this movie is I think Thanos is going to be upset with her and cast her aside. And I think Thanos is going to send his uh, other daughter that we don't know anything about. I think he's going to send Moon Dragon yeah. after them. Interesting. And that's going to bring in some more father, some more daddy issues because yeah. Moon Dragon is the daughter of Drax. Ah. Oh shit. So I think that uh Nebula is basically since she's been cast out from Thanos, that I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing. She's been cast out from Thanos that she'll have to team up with Gamora and and, she has no choice. She has no basically. choice. Yeah. And, and then Moon Dragon's going to be after him. So. Shit, from a dad's point of view, if Drax looks at you and tells you you're a disappointment, I guess you have to take it for every word. 
Frank, you're <laughs> you're a disappointment. <laughs> no, he doesn't know uh, exaggeration or analogy. It's just it's just you're a disappointment. He fucking means it. <laughs> New arrival ego played by Kurt Ru- Kurt Russell. I just belched. <laughs> That happened. <laughs> Kurt Russell is described as one of the primary antagonists in the film, in the 4chan lake, but Gunn only confirmed that Ego is an ancient being and the father of Peter Quill, which Gunn previously had to explain was not a spoiler. Independent of the 4chan post, Gunn confirmed that there would be another post credit scene and that Guardians 2 takes place two months after the ending of the first film. Wow, that's quick. He also confirmed that the name of the monster seen in the recent concept art is an abelisk. Hmm. There are details in the 4chan leak that Gunn did not mention in his video, like that Thanos and the Infinity Stones will not appear, will not appear in the Guardians of the Galaxy sequel, but are referenced, and that the ending of Guardians 2 leads right into 2018's Avengers Infinity War. Hmm. It's certainly possible that this information is true, but the fact that Gunn offered uh, a denial of many other details from the leak suggests this anonymous, unsourced internet leak is shockingly not altogether reliable. Hmm. So um, this, I mean, I, I've reported in the past that I've heard that the Thanos and the Stones will not be a part of this movie. It sounds like it won't be. Yeah. I've heard that from multiple sources. And that's probably pretty good. But it's interesting that this movie is the movie that leads right into the Infinity War. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does make sense. Yep. Absolutely. I've got a question. Um, All right, let's go. skip over that. How, how... Moving on. Moving on to Star Wars news. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you, man. Go ahead. <laughs> how, if Ego is Star-Lord's dad... Yes. Is Ego the living planet? So how does Ego make love (laughs) with a human woman? I'm confused. It's a tight fit. (laughs) I think, I I think they'll explain it in the movie. I think they will explain it in the movie that, that he, that he'll take the form of a man. Yeah. It's, it just seems odd. That's all. Yeah. I would, you know, much prefer it to be Adam Warlock, but. Yeah. Well, There's probably yeah. a turkey baster involved. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, Jesus. <laughs> I th- I th- they'll explain it. Um, I'm I'm not so much concerned about that. I I I, I think James Gunn is going to do a great job. Um, I I think they nailed it with the casting. That's that's all I'm really concerned about. I think they fucking nailed it with this casting. You think about like who could play the father of fucking Chris Pratt in this movie. It's gotta be fucking Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, most definitely, man. It's it's fucking great casting. It really is. And when you think about like you know they talk about like in the first movie, the mother is talking about she's on her deathbed and she talks about like how how charismatic. She doesn't say it in this exact words. She does say he's beautiful like an angel. Yeah, and bathed that, in light. And yeah, he bathed in light. And you think like this guy's charismatic. You think you yeah. think Chris Pratt, not Chris Pratt. You think Kurt Russell. And then, and then, uh, again, you think about like, who could make Yandu jealous? Cause Yandu fucking hated this guy. Right. And I, <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think like, uh, we talked about like Jake last week talked about like, you know, I thought this movie was going to deal with like father issues. I think this is another way to look at father issues. I think Yandu feels like he is the father. Absolutely. Of yeah. and he raised him. He yeah. feels like he's the father of Star Lord. 
And I feel like when this guy shows up, that's going to piss Yondu off. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he okay. can't do much about it. No. And he's going to feel like he's losing his son in a way. Mm-hmm. As fucked up as that sounds. You know I can I mean? see it, though. But, like, Yondu's way of showing Star-Lord that he loves him is basically saying, like, <laughs> the other Ravagers wanted to eat you. <laughs> and I wouldn't let him. <laughs> but he's got he's to gotta maintain this hard-ass persona. Yeah. And uh, I th- I think deep down that Yandu loves loves Star Lord. Otherwise, he'd be dead. Yeah. At the end of the, at, at the end of the movie, when fucking uh, Star Lord pulls that Ocean's Eleven move <laughs> and fucking tricks him, and he doesn't walk off with the infinity. Yandu doesn't get the Infinity Stone. Right. And he realizes he's been had and been outwitted by this kid, outsmarted. He smiles because he taught him. Because he taught yeah. him. That, <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's going to carry over into this movie. I think there's going to be that father issue there. I think that uh, you think I think Yandu feels like you know like it's kind of like adopted parents. Yeah. You know, like an adopted parent, like like a parent of an adopted child. If that child goes out and tries to seek their real parent, you're worried about losing that kid, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like Yandu, as fucked up as that character is. <laughs> He feels like he could lose Star Lord. That's a good fucking story to tell. Yeah, it's a great fucking story to tell. I can't. I fucking love it. I fucking can't wait for this. Jay, toss it right. Now. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Jay! I'm gonna uh, pre-toss. I've, I've got pre-toss. I, I own Guardians of the Galaxy on Blu-ray. I'll. I'll let I want to watch it again. I'll let you watch it. Yeah, again. I might change my mind. We'll see. Yeah. Guys, let's uh, let's move on to some Star Wars news, and I, I I don't feel like I'm I don't feel down for reading emails this week. Oh, I'm happy. That's... I think we'll, <laughs> we got a late start this week, and yeah. I think we're gonna wrap up with the Star Wars stuff this week. Can and, I piss real quick? Yeah, no. go for it. All right, I'll play this Star Wars email, uh, the Star Wars bumper. Frank's gonna go urinate. Listen <laughs> close, you might hear. Yeah, Andrew Garfield, thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Uh, it's time for Star Wars news. Frank is pissing. What's happening right now? What's Amisa saying? Be here with me, listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. It's not true. That's impossible. All right, this week I'm going to start off Star Wars news with a Star Wars email. It comes from Junie Valentin. And Junie, I'm glad you sent this email. I actually wanted to address this last week, but I did forget. There are some uh, points about Rogue One that we've gotten wrong, and I feel like it's my fault. Um, there are things that we've reported about Rogue One. We've reported them correctly, and then through throughout the show it's like i forget certain things about certain characters i forget i don't know let me just let me just read his email it'll do the explaining hey guys love the podcast and listen faithfully every week that being said i just wanted to send you a quick email to point out a few things about star wars news first and i mean this with the utmost respect i have to point out some corrections on your conversations about characters in rogue one I'm only pointing these things out with love of Star Wars in mind so you guys can sound like the true fans I know you are. Just like me, I know you follow the sites, listen to podcasts, and love the universe itself. With all that being said, please don't kill me. (laughs) Wow. Very humble. (laughs) Read the email, do the research, and you too shall be one with the Force. He's right. Everything he says here is correct, and I know it to be true. 
Um, it's just one of those things like we report these things and it's like, I'm not from, I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not so familiar with these Rogue One characters yet. Yeah, me neither. The movie yeah. hasn't come out and I don't know. I, I suck. <laughs> it's just speculation. He says, here we go. You mentioned that Baze is the furry alien and is the best friend of Chirrut Imwe, but actually Baze is the other Oriental guy. You shouldn't use that. Oriental is not what you should call a person. <laughs> So really? That, yeah, it's highly disrespectful. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Come on, Frank. You should say Asian. Oh, shit. All right. Like, you can call, like, I think you can call, like, an object of Oriental descent. Yeah. But you shouldn't call, like, a person Oriental. Okay. Yeah, hi. Have well, you been doing that? I, I don't know that many Asian folks. Yeah, kidding. welcome. So to, I, I, I luckily have dodged that bullet so well, far. In welcome, my life. welcome to 2016. <laughs> but yeah, he says he says Bayes is the other Oriental guy. He should have said Asian. Yeah, didn't he just correct us? <laughs> well, he's correcting us on Star Wars stuff. I'm correcting him on being oh, a, okay. a a good human being. <laughs> Bayes is the other. Asian guy that has the heavy blaster with the red armor. He's a pretty big dude and shoots the rocket launcher at the AT-ACT in the latest trailer. Ah, okay. He is Chirrut's best friend as they are both from Jeddah. The small Wookiee-like alien that people are referring to as, quote, Space Monkey, for he came out on stage at Celebration, is actually Bastan. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you can watch the video where he came out in Celebration is Awesome. Very cool. Okay. It's very cool if you I haven't, haven't seen, seen it. That, yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, you can, you can check it out online. It's pretty funny. He comes out and smiles and stuff. It's, it's pretty awesome. Ah, very articulate. Yeah. Uh, he is one of the, uh, cinematic real shooting. He, he is the one on the real cinema. Uh, he is the one on the cinematic real shooting the gunner station on the flying U wing mm. and laughing maniacally. That's fucking badass. Also, <laughs> The planet Scarif, which is the beach planet, is actually an installation planet for the building of the Death Star, as it can be seen orbiting it. This planet houses parts and such for its construction and is heavily guarded by troops. Hmm. Jeddah is the planet that is destroyed by the Empire, but not like Alderaan. It is destroyed because it is mined by the Empire for its natural resource, kyber crystals, which is... Why it is also a holy land for followers of the Jedi like Chirrut. Mm. Uh, the ATACT actually means all terrain active cargo transport as it carries cargo for the Death Star along with some troops. Uh, so that's it. Again, I don't claim to be Pablo Hidalgo or even <laughs> Jason Ward, but I do follow those guys and more. And this is what I have learned about Rogue One. That is off uh, from what you have been. Uh, that is off from what you have been saying uh, in your segment. Keep up the good work. Much love to you guys, Junie Valentine. P.S. You suggested uh, updating your Star Wars bumper. That idea is awesome. Get some Kylo Ren in there. That whiny bitch in a black dress. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Oh, I love Kylo. You get shot in the fucking gut from Chewie's blaster, and tell me how you feel, asshole. Um. 
No, I, yeah, I'm not going to give this guy shit for correcting us on this. I feel like I, I actually wanted to do it last week and I had forgotten. Eric Grubb, uh, our buddy, he sent me a text and he's like, dude, you're confusing fucking, uh, Bays with that furry motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, I confused the Bay's name with Bistan and, uh, I was totally wrong. Yeah. So. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> it's a whatever. simple mistake. You know what? I, I, you know, I can go to bed at night knowing that <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> God. Listen. Regardless of our mistakes. Regardless of our mistakes. And our shortcomings. Andrew Garfield, fucking, uh, 99 Homes, fucking, uh, oh, 99 Spider-Man, homes. fucking, uh, yeah, fucking uh, social network dude. Yes, listens to our podcast. Loves it. Big fan. <laughs> Huge fan. He <laughs> loves it when we're wrong. He in fact, is, no. And he's gonna reach out to me this week. <laughs> he's Brian at popcultureleftovers.com. I am gonna get an email from uh, from Andrew Garfield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what he does. Yeah, <laughs> he's that kind of stand up guy. He's got time on his hands, and he's going to be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to one of my heroes. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Like like <laughs> that Brian guy from PCL. Yeah, inspiring. I can be your hero, baby. Watch this be the one episode he misses. <laughs> my name he's is not going to hear any of My name shit. is Andrew Garfield, and I can wash away your tears. Oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was a great. That was a great. That's a great way. Yeah. To say, hey, you guys were a little bit wrong. Yeah, you guys are wrong. A little guys, bit wrong. A little bit wrong. Yeah. And very respectful. Very respectful. Um, it. The title of this uh, email was not. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Right. <laughs> I've lost my way. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That was a great way of putting it. And I'm going, I'm going to absorb that information. Nothing about the little prince. No. <laughs> Nothing about the way I pronounce a Disney child actress's right. name. Yes. Nothing about that. <laughs> Nothing about how you don't love the source material. <laughs> oh, guys, I got, I actually, let's move on to the actual Star Wars news and we're going to wrap this up. Star right. Wars news, uh, this week. We'll, we'll read emails next week. I I don't feel like reading your shit this week. I'm down with that. Unless I get an email from Andrew Garfield. Yes. I ain't reading nothing. <laughs> What's your email address again? Oh my god. Brian at <laughs> Brian at popcultureleftovers.com. Dude, you would if it was fucking Andrew Garfield, this would make my life. I know. I know. Like seriously, no, like seriously, I would read that email. I would be on Cloud Nine. I would fucking I would take I would take the gun and blow my brains out. <laughs> Oh my god! You've completed your task. No, there's nothing after that. Yeah. There's absolutely. It's not. I'm not committing suicide. I'm. I'm basically. That's. That's basically just like. That's like my way of saying like. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. This is as it's good. Never as going out on a good note. I am going out. I am going out like. Uh, yeah. I'm John Bon Jovi going out in a blaze of glory. But you're taking away one of his heroes. Who's cleaning that up? Not it. That's a good question. <laughs> Who does? Clean Jake's that? not here. He's fucking yeah. de- by default. Who's cleaning that up, Jake? When I, when I when, no, when I when I blow my brains out and it's like all over the fucking. <laughs> Who comes in there and fucking cleans out my corpse? I nominate Jake. Who I probably that? would. I'm pretty anal. I, I'd be like, oh, that's messy. You know. <laughs> I feel sorry. I feel sorry for the guy. I should do it in the tub. Yeah. 
Be considerate. It's, yeah. <laughs> Put a pillow over your face. That way it kind of deflects the brain matter into the tub. Yeah. Don't make a mess. We're going to yeah. get emails on this. <laughs> you guys should talk about suicide. Trust me, there's been so many listeners that listen to me and would love for me to kill myself. <laughs> Fucking internet ass. I might get a five star fucking ice review. <laughs> he finally did it, y'all. Just for mentioning that I might kill myself. So, um, no, guys. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about rumors for Donald Glover being cast as Lando Calrissian. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In an interview with Time Magazine, he was asked about this very thing, and he didn't confirm or deny it. Huh. He said, "Yep, there are rumors." I mean, I grew up on it. My dad was a big fan. I had all the toys when I was little. I had a Darth Vader with the lightsaber he has. Um, it was cool. <laughs> it's a dynasty. It's like the Bible. I love that franchi- franchise. So unlike Mackenzie Davis, mm-hmm. who said, no, yeah. no, no, <laughs> nobody. He said, yep, there's rumors. Yeah. I- I'm a big fan. Uh, so for me... I'm not counting this out. I think where there's smoke, there could be a fire. Mm-hmm. Definitely Donald Glover could have been approached by this. Um, it might be something where they are working out the contract. Yeah. Signatures have not been signed. The ink has not dried. Yeah, it sounds like. And I think Dan, I think Donald Glover could be Orlando. Um, he's, he's a great cast. That yeah. answer is very yep. pro Star Wars and does a little to promote it. So, yeah. It smells as if to me. Dan. Yes, mate. <laughs> what am I just saying your name so you can just let me say it? Yeah, Dan. I'm, 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 I'm acknowledging Brian that you said my name. Oh, it's like I that video, Dan, Dan, Dan. No, like, let's assume that there was a question mark after when I said your name, and that I'm trying to ask your opinion on this. Like, what uh, do you? Yep, love it. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, let's assume that I didn't. Jesus. Let's just forget about it. (laughs) Dan, Dan, Dan. All right, last thing that I wanted to talk about, and then we're going to wrap up. Daisy Ridley might know the the title of Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh. Uh, She recently was on uh, the My Dad Wrote a Porno podcast. What? Yeah. And she said this. She's, Jesus Christ, Frank. <laughs> it's just so out of left field. I know. I know. Daisy Ridley on that kind of a podcast. My dad wrote a porno? My dad wrote a porno. Yeah, yeah. it's out of left field. My little Daisy Ridley on that <laughs> my little My little sweet baby's all grown up. Sweet innocent My Daisy little Ridley. porno. <laughs> she says, I heard a title, but I don't know if it's going to be that. I really don't know much about anything. I heard the title a long time ago before we started filming, and so I feel like some things have slightly tweaked during production. It's going to be a while before it's released, I imagine. Um, so it sounds like she heard a title, and she doesn't want to say what it is. <laughs> yeah, that smells of a seasoned I don't know, or, we, um, or I don't want to answer. It sounds like she knows. Yeah. She knows exactly what it is, yeah. but she's not going to tell us what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, otherwise she would have just said no. Yeah, yeah. She would have been she would have been pulling a Mackenzie Davis. Right. And just yep. saying no. Mm-hmm. She knows what the yeah. title is. She's not going to fucking... T- Fucking, you gotta understand that these Disney actors, Lucasfilm actors, they are trained very well. Once you become part of that family, like John Boyega, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, 
you know, uh, Oscar Isaac, all these new actors, once they're brought on board, Disney is like, okay, uh, yeah, Domhnall Gleeson. This is what you say. You, this is what you can say, and yeah. this is what you can't say. We've seen him slip up. I mean, Domhnall Gleeson in an interview revealed Star Killer Base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've <laughs> we've seen him fuck up. Yeah. But I think like now we're going into the second movie, and I feel like Daisy Ridley, she she's basically letting us know that yeah, she knows the title. She's playing along. Disney's not letting her tell anything. Right. right. Yeah. The closest thing that we know to a title is what we heard was the rumor months ago, which is Fall of the Resistance. Yeah. There was that poster that they showed a picture of called Fall of the Resistance. Is that the title? I have no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. No fucking clue. Somebody somebody may have fucking uh, made a fake fucking poster, photoshopped that fucking shit, yeah. had it fucking printed off at posterburner.com, had it sent to their house, and fucking thrown it up on a wall and said, yeah, here's, here's your fucking Star Wars episode. <laughs> People do that shit. I know. People do this fucking shit. I know. People will photoshop bullshit. People will make fucking fake posters. And they'll fucking throw it up on their Instagram. Why? Yeah. Why? Clickbait, and they get new followers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. People make up bullshit all the time. Is it called Fall of the Resistance? I have no fucking clue. Yeah. We'll and look, out. look how fucked up it is that so much hinges on what the fucking title of this thing is. Yeah. A- any Star Wars movie, what's the title? Yeah. What's the fucking? That's the first question. Sure. What's the title? You don't think about that with any other fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. God, it makes so much. Yeah, of- but the, like, like some of the some of the titles, like you, you still don't know what you're getting. No, like, no, yeah. The, the Clone Wars, when the, it was a fucking love story. The Force Awakens. Right, right. Yeah, the Clone Wars. Yeah, we knew what the Clone Wars. You know, like it uh, happened in the last fifteen minutes. The of the Phantom film. Menace. But they already know. They already know. Disney already knows. Lucasfilms already knows that this whatever the title is is going to be talked yeah. about for fucking sure. decades. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever the title is is going to be. Yeah. You know, people's lips. Yep. That's crazy. Crazy. Hey, uh, Dan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, dude, we're going to... Uh, dude, I don't even know what time it is over there, but I feel bad for you. Can you see the sun yet? Uh, Nope. No, oh. it's still nighttime. All right. Jeez, man. Dan. <laughs> All right. Did You're you a trooper. That, um, the guy that uh, what's his name uh, Wen Yang the guy that plays uh, Bays, he released uh, he fluffed and fucking um, released a huge spoiler apparently at, um, the the Star Wars um, the Star Wars celebration did you hear about that no what is it uh, I don't, I, I'm a fucking spoiler pussy I skipped right past that bit <laughs> Did you hear about that hot poo juicy so, piece of news that I don't know nothing about? You're asking us. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, like, this makes no... Hold on. Dan, this makes no sense to me. You're asking us about a spoiler that he blew. You didn't read about it. But if one of us had read about it, then we could talk about it now. And then your fucking yeah. spoiler pussy would be blown wide open. That's fine. I've literally just read it. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, go for it. Are you sure? Yeah. It's huge. We love it. Yeah, bring it. Bring it. Okay, hold on. Let me play the spoiler warning. Right into our yes. vaginas. Spoiler warning for Rogue One. This is a pop culture leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dickhole. You have been warned, spoiler pussies. All right, Dan, what is it, dude? 
Donnie Yen dies. <laughs> Whoa. Really? Yep. <laughs> Holy so, shit. Oh, everyone's silent. <laughs> How'd that happen? Like, he just came out and said it and nobody scolded him or corrected him or anything? Apparently, what happened was he started talking and um, they blamed it on his bad English, but he fucking said something. And Gwendolyn Christie, who was hosting that particular panel, like stopped him immediately. Oh. And, it, and on the video, which is the official Star Wars celebration video, it actually says, it comes up on the screen, which is why I realized what was going to happen. It said, massive spoilers skip forward <laughs> to this timestamp. So yeah, I'm I'm Jake on this episode. (laughs) Wow, man! Wow, not surprised. I'm not surprised that his character is going to die. I figured almost all of them are. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of people dying in this one. Uh, Yeah, I'm not surprised. But that that's pretty crazy that he would fucking announce that. By the way, whoops! (laughs) Don't get attached to this motherfucker. Yeah. How fuck? Hold on. (laughs) You know, you know who wouldn't make that mistake? Andrew Garfield. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) The perfect actor. Andrew Andrew Garfield, (laughs) listener. He doesn't want his balls sucked. Listener. (laughs) Listener of Pop Culture Leftovers. I am happy to say Andrew Garfield is a member of the Leftover Army. (laughs) (laughs) First lieutenant? Is that what you said? Well, I'm gonna let I'm I'm letting him take my spot. Are you fucking kidding me, showrunner? <laughs> author, <laughs> producer, finally gonna Guys, live that dream. <laughs> just wait. Next week, we're totally reformatting the show. I'm gone. Andrew Garfield in. Wow. I'm gone. Andrew Garfield in. Jake quits. <laughs> yeah, Jake's like fuck this. The show. The show. No, the show will never. It, it, it could never get any better than that. <laughs> I am gone. Garfield in. Garfield leftovers is the new oh title. Garfield forever. And the funny fucking thing is about this. He hates Mondays. God damn it! You stole my joke, you son of a bitch. <laughs> We released. Sorry. You stole my joke. I had no idea of no one. I had no idea of no one. Jesus Christ. Shades of Hopner. And mine was better. Oh, God. Mine right. was better. We released the episodes on Monday, and I was going to say something about finally you have something to forward to. Garfield has something to look forward to on Monday. Who fucked it up? And then Frank fucks it up for me. <laughs> and Frank just That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> you son of a fuck. Jesus. Everybody's Christ. a son of a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got here. Nobody's yeah. fucking beating it off and shooting hoops with their shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> he just, is he talking about masturbation and basketball? What the fuck's going on? Love and basketball. You gotta movie? fuck in order to have a kid. Everybody's a son of a fuck. Nobody's guys, fucking like jizzing on a fucking. Do you guys remember when Andrew Garfield <laughs> used to listen to this show? <laughs> I miss him, man. It was I do. Until five minutes ago, I do. There's no, way, there's no way Andrew Garfield uh, likes pop no, culture leftovers. No, no. Think about it. Think, <sighs> I want you to think about everything that's like uh, he did until well, this episode. I think I want you to think about everything that's taken place this entire episode. Yeah, I want you to think about everything that took place last episode. Episode. Before I don't want to think about that. Andrew Garfield <laughs> is not listening to pop culture leftovers. Pro- this probability is, low. No. Probability zero. <laughs> there is no way in fuck that a guy like Andrew Garfield is sitting around like in between fucking, you know, yeah. like. Scenes. I got time to kill. Oh, you know what? I'm trying to listen to some PCO. <laughs> what? No, really? 
really though, think about it. What do fucking famous people listen to and watch? They gotta yeah. listen and watch to something. They're, they're, they're listening. They're watching shows. I mean, they're watching TV. They're watching their peers, but they're not fucking sitting around listening to uh, pop culture leftovers. Fuck. Oh, fuck off, Frank. <laughs> it's mathematically possible. It's not. There's no way in fuck. There's no way in fuck. Fucking Andrew Garfield is listening to pop culture leftovers. There's no way. Whoever fucking liked our page, it's a. There's no fucking way. We'd have to have visible proof, like him sitting in front of his computer yeah. with like the the logo up. Yeah, that would oh, be proof. I hope we get that. Oh, you guys are out of your mind. He'd probably tell us, like, okay, like, you can't tell anybody, though. I'll be honest with you. Like, it would make my fucking life if Absolutely. Andrew Garfield yeah, listened. Yeah, no shit. But me being the eternal pessimist that I am, <laughs> there's no... Guys, come on. The reality of Andrew Garfield taking... Our shows are sometimes four hours. Do you think Andrew Garfield is just like... <laughs> honest, do you think, like, he's, like, fucking... Listening? Nothing better to do. What else does he have to do? <laughs> yeah, he's got plenty to do. He's got tons to do. Yeah, but in his downtime. He he did Emma Stone. Yeah, he's that's his downtime. I mean, seriously. <laughs> can't do that all the time. Yes, you can. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Oh, guys, we'll uh, we'll get to all your emails next week. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Dan's gotta get the fucking sleep. And uh, Jesus, I don't know, Frank. I don't know what you're gonna fucking do. It's no, like I Tuesday in Dan's time, isn't it? It's like already Tuesday over no, there. It's Sunday. No, it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Sunday. I've got a baptism to go to today. Oh man, jeez. Yeah, it's only twenty past five in the morning. I'll be fine. Are you sure? Yeah. And it doesn't matter for me anyway. <laughs> it's, it's not going to affect me one. Time doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. I don't, you know, uh, Dan's day doesn't, you know, I mean. Yeah, whatever. As long as you're safe, as long as you're safe and you're breathing and you're healthy, yeah. then I'm happy. But if, yeah. you, if you're at this baptism and you pass the fuck out and fall asleep, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> Just have Cat nudge you. Hopefully the snoring's not too loud. No, I don't snore. Is it a Catholic baptism? I don't know. Oh. That's <laughs> something you need to know going in because that shit lasts forever. I am going I'm not a religious guy, so I right. don't know. Alright, chatty chatterton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna end this show and I'm gonna say this. And I don't I don't I don't do this a lot. I've done it before. God, he's gonna be nice. I am gonna be nice. Holy shit. It is going to happen. Fuck! I'm going to say, I am going to throw this out there. Andrew Garfield, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Top of his class. Not any of us, but Andrew Garfield. <laughs> 99 Homes, man. 99 Homes is fantastic. Dude, the, the, him and Michael Shannon, they killed Fucking it. Fucking killed it, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best movies. Who would you rather have listening to our show, Andrew Garfield or Michael Shannon? Um... I feel like Michael Shannon would be more of a... Or, uh, Michael Shannon's intimidating as fuck. I would not want to be his friend. But Andrew Garfield, I'd hang out with that guy. I'd hang out with Andrew. I don't I don't see me hanging out with Michael Shannon. I don't even know who the fuck Michael Shannon is, so yes. Andrew Garfield all day. Frank, god damn it. Zod. Zod from Man of Steel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd still go Andrew Garfield. He se- the other dude seems like he's a grumpy ass. <laughs> You know what I do? What if they're good friends? If I was hanging out with... Dude knows he's I, a grumpy like, there, there would be an awkward moment if I was hanging out with Andrew Garfield because, like, we'd be talking and hanging out, and then it would just, like, cut to, like, me just, like, stroking his hair. Right. Beautiful hair. 
He's got beautiful head of hair. Wouldn't that be fucked up though? Like all of a sudden, like we're talking, we're getting along, we're having a good time, yeah. and drinking a beer, or whatever, and all of a sudden, like he's like, I'm just stroking his hair. Nah, the only man I'm touching is David Tennant. <laughs> what I'm serious, I'm fucking serious. He's not a possible listener either. Oh God, yeah. I wish though. <laughs> David Tennant. We're, we're only talking we're about like, possible listeners. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it fucked up? Like, 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 the, 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 like as minuscule and as small a chance as it is. Yeah, there's a chance that Andrew Garfield is listening right, right. now. I wonder how his hair's doing. Hang on to that. <laughs> I am. No, but I am going to say this. I am going to say this. Like one of the coolest things about starting this podcast is the fact that we've been able to expand and like. Um, get listeners like Andrew Garfield. And, <laughs> no, in all honesty, like one of the one of the coolest things about doing this podcast is that we've been able to like reach out and meet new people. Yeah. Like, uh, had we not started this podcast, we would not be talking to you, Dan West. Right? Yeah, that's true. So, like, yeah, there, true, yeah, there was a day. There was a day in October 2012 when me, Jake, and Jay got together, and we thought to ourselves, "Let's do a podcast." Yeah, and here we are. Years later, and here we are talking to you, and we've met you in person. Yeah. Here we are doing this show, and like we've met so many other people doing the show. You know, Luther Shaver and Kelly Claiborne and fucking Jacob Harmon. Hawksby. Hawksby, Aaron Claude Miller, and all these other people that we've met through doing this podcast. And, um, you know, as much as I fucking uh, shit on this stuff all the time, I, I I wouldn't trade anything that we've done for the world. It, it's fucking amazing. You guys are awesome. All of our listeners are amazing. You guys have always pulled through, um, you know. And Cecilia, I don't, what the fuck? <laughs> Still pissed again. She's I not mean, down with OPP. Uh, Still pissed. We're trying to give her love, and she's just like, eh, "Fuck you, I don't know, man." Guess so, she up. doesn't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> But you know what? Tonight, when I go to bed, when I when I put my head down on my pillow tonight, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> Andrew Garfield likes pop culture leftovers. Yeah, go to sleep very soundly tonight, <laughs> so peacefully. Fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> Endorsed, I would dare say. Endorsed by Andrew Garfield. Endorsed by Andrew Garfield. Because he liked it. Yeah. Yep. Even him liking it is an endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a weird situation. We don't know what to think of it. I don't know what to think of it. Yeah. I'll be waiting for your email. <laughs> he's never going to write in. But even if he's not the Andrew Garfield that we all think he is and, is talk- and we're talking about, if, yeah. if you're not him, just email in anyway, please. Yeah. Just to say that you're Lie to him. us. <laughs> dude, 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 dude. Like, okay, hold on. Andrew, listen, I'm talking to you, Chief. Dude, if it's you, man... <laughs> Like, send me an email, and, like, you can say in the email, dude, I don't want you to announce anything on the show, but, yeah, it's me, man. <laughs> this is this is your boy, Andy. Yeah. This is your boy. This is this is me, dude. Right. Dude, I, we can keep this between us. <laughs> no, we can be, we can be secret friends. <laughs> we can, no, we can be secret friends, Andy. And now he's weirded out. <laughs> you won't even tell, you won't even tell us. There's nothing weird about secret friends. <laughs> We're secret friends. <laughs> It's a it. secret. Nothing weird. <laughs> Nothing weird about that. And if you're ever back in England again, um, give me a shout and we'll have a beer. You're, see, Dan, you're asking for too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... Giving it's take a mile. You yeah. Know? Is that what it's like over in yeah. England? 
<laughs> it's a small country. We literally just fucking get in the car and go see each other. Oh. <laughs> right next door. Exactly. Like I said before, we all go to the same pub anyway, so I'm going to bump into him eventually. That's true. That's true. Oh, man. All right. I've had a lot. I've had. Uh... No, I really haven't had a lot of fun. <laughs> Bullshit. No. You fucking ripped into me enough. You had to have a little bit of fun. No, I was gonna like, I was gonna be like, oh yeah guys, I've had a lot of fun this episode. And like, I, I, don't lie to yourself. I started, yeah, I started, <laughs> I started like, you know, thinking about this episode and like the journey that we've taken. And I kind of like went back and like looked at it and I was like, I really didn't have a good yeah. time. This was, no, this wasn't a lot of fun. Horrible. It sounds episode. like the like worst breakup monologue ever. <laughs> No, it's just, I didn't have any fun. You be, suck. I, I gotta be true. I gotta be. I gotta be real. I gotta be real to myself. Yeah. Like when I, you know, it's like people like get done. I hate it when I listen to a podcast and people are like, "Oh, we had a great episode," and like this. You listen to it and you're like, "That wasn't that good." Yeah, mediocre. Like, who the fuck are you? Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> that bullshit? Like you know, you like I've listened to some podcasts out there, and the host is like, "Man, this has been a great episode. Thanks for coming on." And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I'm glad you're excited. I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna forget this episode tomorrow. Right, right. Not memorable. You gotta try and look at it from different perspectives. No, come on, give people like expectations. Like, I'm telling them that it's not good. It's, it's not that yeah, great. It's not that good. It's pretty much shit. It's garbage. It's I feel like, like I've been fucked by a turkey baster. It's like somebody took a crapper dump on a podcast and then recorded it. It was close. Yeah, I went before I came. That's what she said. That's a true story. Think about this. Think about this. Think about this. Okay. If you were freezing, uh-huh. if you were freezing in the cold, you're in the you're in a mountain mm-hmm. and it's cold and you're freezing and the wind is just whipping at you and you're fucking you're you're gonna die. Yeah, fucking cold. What if like a like a bear took a shit on your face? <laughs> You'd probably be grateful. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, think because of the warmth. <laughs> there was a book that I read. I can't remember. The dude got caught in an avalanche and then shit himself, and he was happy for the warmth. Let me fucked up. It happens. <laughs> like you would be happy, right? Yeah, so like, warm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that to tie into the show. You're you're freezing. (laughs) You're freezing. You're out there, and you're fucking in the fucking mountains. Yeah. Fucking like moose comes along. (laughs) Shits on on your back. Just hope this day never ends. Just like that's what I would think. (laughs) Could be more. (laughs) You can piss a little too. It's okay. I would spend. Hold on. I would spend the rest of my time. In the mountains, chasing after animals and hanging around their buttholes. <laughs> Isn't that Bear Grylls' secret? Every time I, would I be, get cold. No, so I'd be like, I, it'd be fucked up. Like, once I got like that big bear hit, yeah. after that, I'd be like, what am I going to do for my next hit, man? I'd be fucking picking up rabbits. Chasing that dragon, man. I'd be fucking like chasing down little squirrels, hoping <laughs> they shit on me. God, rabbits are small. They ain't going to do shit for you. It's like a little raisinette hitting That's your face. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you only come across... I'm saying... Frank, God damn it, listen to me. You're only going to come across that big bear one that one time. Yeah. yeah it's true. Take yeah. what you can get, you know? You know what I mean? Like, after that, you're just like anything you can get. Yeah, I get you. I get you. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, chipmunks, squirrels. Hot pellet turds. You gotta get it when it's fresh too, cause you might be able to spread it out, you know? I mean, you could, if you, if you got enough rabbits. That's a lot of shit. <laughs> they do fuck pretty quick and breed really fast, so. True. A whole family. It could happen. You can insulate yourself for years. Man can dream. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, thanks for listening. <laughs> You're the best. High standards. <laughs> You have some high standards listening to this show. Fucking do like animal shit facials to keep warm. If you're freezing, no, I'm serious. Like that's a you would, you would, you would. I know you would. It's fucked up. Yeah. If you were no, like right now, like right now, like if the heavens opened up and like I don't know, winter is coming. (laughs) A horse took a dump on my fucking head right now. I'd be pissed. <laughs> you ever have a bird shit on your head? I have but twice. That makes, That's because God doesn't like sense. you. <laughs> that, that is evident. But if you were if you were fucking freezing in the mountains, a fucking bear took a shit on your face. Yeah, I'd milk a bull. <laughs> I'd fucking sing it's raining men while I did it too. I don't give a shit. That, that makes 30 sense. degrees below zero. Give me that fucking bull. I would climb up into that bull's asshole. <laughs> Thought they smelled bad on me. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm, we're gonna wrap this up. This is getting stupid. We've I'm gone talk- too far. I am talking about fucking. Oh, crawling up an asshole. Crawling up bull's butts. <laughs> Ridiculous. Alright guys, uh, just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags. Andrew Garfield, thank you for listening. As always. God bless you. What's in the doggy bag? I wonder if our listeners, our listeners are going to think we're, like, this whole Andrew Garfield thing is made up. Right. No, it's real. No, it's yeah. real. No, yeah. Somebody it liked the page. Andrew Russell Garfield liked our page yeah. and, uh, we're trying to figure out if it's the real one. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope so. God damn it. You know what? <laughs> I would not mind if Andrew Garfield took a shit on me right now. No, that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. Yeah. Like, even yeah. in this humid heat. Even in this humid heat, like, yeah. I'd be like, I no. See, vegan. That that. Opie doesn't need a lot of meat Frank, first. That is a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah. that is a badge of honor. <laughs> I, that's no, that's a story you can tell anybody. The day that Andrew Garfield took a shit on me, <laughs> and you can say that with pride. Oh God. Yeah. Oh oh, hold on. Uh, what, wait, uh, what, what did you do, uh, uh, last week? Oh, you mowed your lawn. Yeah, yeah fucking <laughs> Spider-Man shit on me. Yeah, 99 Homes. <laughs> you ever hear of that film? Spider-Man took a dump on me. <laughs> I imagine what it would got? happen what, while no, swinging from building to building. What do you got, Frank? Huh? What do you got? Mm, you got oh, yo, nothing. You gonna one up me? <laughs> Don't you hate those fucking people that one up every fucking story that you got? Right. This is the ultimate. No, this is the ultimate one up. Right. Yeah, Andrew Garfield took a shit on me. What you got? What you got? Hypothetically, I have no idea. Nothing. I don't even know where to go. There from is here. nowhere to go from there. Great. Now my life's going to be spent messaging random stars. And this is, <laughs> Please this, fucking shit on me. 
Give me a golden shower, you son of a bitch. Okay, I'm ending this. This is so fucking goddamn stupid. All right, guys. Hey, uh, just like all leftovers say on their doggy bags, uh, thanks for the patronage, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye. <laughs> Later. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless. But I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Gonna toss it, gonna taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it Can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over Like a vulture carryover Counterculture pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Podcasts that are original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap! Good and toss it, good and taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's fix it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover, counterculture pushover, pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover, counterculture pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.